Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Good evening, good afternoon or good morning, whatever time of the day you're listening to this. This is Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League show. This is episode 20 tonight. Um, first one back, really. Full quota of leagues with results and fixtures this week. The guest tonight is Oscar from Jam uh, in Westfar. So we look forward to that. Uh, first up on our results part of the show is Graham from the Southern Sunday. Graham, you didn't get, we didn't get to uh, discuss any results this week, but it looks like nearly a full, nearly a full quota of games today. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. I'm delighted to be back with them, um, sort of more or less a full compliment. Yeah, other than the fact we lost about half a dozen games, I'm not really quite sure what happened. We got all that rain last week. I think some of the pitches were played on, and I just don't think the week, even though it's been relatively dry, we've had quite frost and stuff. So I just don't think they've recovered. But I'll tell you what you happened, know, mate. I'll tell you what, what happened, mate. A groundsman hasn't been near well, some of these grounds that were called off last week and not well, even to fork the surface. I think you could be right on that. I don't know whether anyone's seen on our Twitter over at Brockwell Park today. Yeah. We put a couple of pictures. You can tell nobody's been on that. It hasn't been touched, which is a shame. Very much so. Right. So into the results for today. As at the time of recording, Sunday the 16th of January, I've shattered the illusion that we, all, we don't all sit <laughs> in a room together on a Monday night, uh, Graham. Right into the London FA Sunday Junior Cup. Um, fourth round games, these ones, London City 3, East London Celtics 1. The Southern Sunday team goes through to the fifth round. Is that quarterfinals, Graham, the fifth round? Yes, it is, yep. Congrats, boys. And Wimbledon Commoners 2 all against Rosendale, first team. Uh, Rosendale win on penalties. Uh, both, both of those teams are Southern Sunday teams, aren't they, Graham? They most certainly are. Well, that's normal for us in the London Cup. All our teams will get put to, against each other. That's completely normal. I know. In a, in a completely open draw, your teams always get drawn against each other. Yeah, I, do, I, I, I yeah, no comment. <laughs> in the Surrey County FA um, Sunday Junior Cup, the third round. If you're wondering why we while we are reading the County Cups, I'm I'm reading from. Graham's better list than full-time and it includes all the teams. So usually with the Southern Sunday, because it's from full-time, something's wrong with full-time when it comes to the Southern Sunday. It's not quite linked up to the cup. So um, we don't normally read the County Cup. So tonight's a little bit of a luxury. So thank you, Graham. Oh, that's quite all right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm quite happy to do it actually because all our teams won today. So that makes yeah. a change. Going really well in the uh, in the County Cups. Uh, your team swag still to still to come. In Absolutely. the Challenge Cup. It makes a very pleasant change, I have to say. Yeah. In the, in the Surrey uh, Junior Cup, third round, uh, Yule Galacticos um, beaten by Chiswick FC 1-0. Well done to the Chiswick boys. Uh, and, and Hayden's Park lose 6-4 at home to the Southern Sunday team, Dara FC 6-4. What a cracker. With that, that is a brilliant cup game. I bet that was a fantastic day. 3-0 at half-time, that was to Dara as well. It was a bit like um, oh. 
a bit like uh, Fulham yesterday, um, sort of 4-2 at half time, and then it just goes goal crazy from somewhere. It's, and then probably there was no goal second half. It's weird, isn't it? Squeaky bum time for Dara then at 3-0 and it got and it finishes 6-4. Absolutely. Uh, well done to the boys. Uh Hayden. Hayden's obviously making a good account of themselves in the second half. But the Southern Sunday boys go through. Well done. In the Marcus Lipton. Uh, back to Southern Sunday stuff now. Uh Marcus Lipton first round. St- still in the first round in this cup. It's a nightmare. Don't even go there. I think these are the last two, though, to be fair. I think these are the last two, and then that's finished the first round. So we finally got there. Uh, Parthenope one, Parklife two. Parklife win in the Marcus Lipton. And an interesting report on social media, it seemed. Um, Westfer, L, ex Westfer ref secretary, was there watching the game today. Mr. Hooker was there. I think yeah. he was. I think he was observing on that one. I think he was observing looking at our referee um today so um hopefully he had a good game nobody's moaning about the ref on twitter so uh, it must have been all right <laughs> uh renegades lost 11-0 to mundial b um tough tough time there for renegades in the first round they bite the dust at mundial b decent team as we know go into the second round uh some fixtures in the second round uh afc south london 2-1 winners against Northcote rangers South London's good season continues, Graham. That was a close game. So Mr. Rob was on that game. Yeah, I can um, see. One nil uh, South London after about 20 minutes, free kick, and then hit a bit of a, a divot. I don't know if anyone watched the Luton-Bournemouth game yesterday. Very similar where it hits it and then diverts it and then it's just a tap in. So that was one nil. Northcote came massively flying out the block second half and then really sort of got really on the front foot for about 10, 15 minutes. Got a really, really cracking goal. Deserved um, deserved goal. I say cracking goal. Um, not if you're at AFC South London. It was one of them really unfortunate. It's very similar in that Luton game yesterday with the own goal where it gets pushed across. The defenders tried to clear it mm. and then just pushes it and then can't get rid of it. Yeah. And then Northcote had a couple of chances. There was one brilliant save from the South London keeper, but then there was a strike about 20, 25 yards. Absolute bullet of a strike. Uh, with about 20, 20 minutes to go. And that was the difference between the two sides. But Northcote on another day, you could have strongly argued, bearing in mind there are a couple of divisions um, gap, they could have forced a penalty shoot out there. South London will just be happy to get their name in the next round. It's not about performance. You just got to grind out the result. And they did that today. The goal difference matters not in the cup. Just getting the win and getting into the next round is all that matters. Congratulations, South London. East Putney win 5-3 against Syndicate. Well done, lads. Uh, Ribblesdale Rovers uh, lose 3-2 at home to Val County. Well done to Val County. Um, sadly, Swag and Sellers, the, the game of the day, without any shadow of doubt, um, was postponed, uh, Graham. Despite... It'll, be the... It'll be the game of the day next week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wimbledon Wolves win 4-2 against Westminster Wanderers Reserves well done to the Wimbledon Wolves boys they go into the hat for the third round uh, in the Frank Blundstone Cup Graham I've just seen <laughs> uh, uh, Southwest Rangers 8 Wheat Sheaf Athletic 2 you'd 8 to be Wheat Sheaf Athletic today well, I'll ask Fantastic. them. I'm doing their game next week. I'll have to ask them what happened there. That's a bit of a collapse. They don't normally concede eight. Uh, obviously, Southwest Rangers being the superior premier side and Wheatsheaf struggling near the bottom of the championship. I'm yeah. not. The, the result is per, per the form book. But um, yeah, um, 
you would hate to believe that, wouldn't you? It's the best result in uh, Sunday League football, in football in general. It is. Um, it's Desmond. That's the best result. Yeah, in, in respect to the great man himself. Uh, <laughs> now, um, but yeah, uh, nice to see Promise Phillips is doing the rounds. A, a, a Westford ref, I would more, uh, I know him from Westford. Uh, so nice to see uh, him. See lots of um, names from the Southern Sunday in Westford. So I guess all the London refs are doing the They doing like the to rounds. get about. We like to share. It's good to share, Andrew. It's good it to is. share. It is. Uh, West Norwood uh, tasting that bitter uh, taste of defeat against Prem Boys, Ballum, 7-0 West Norwood. It's getting a bit of a sticky season for them now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's an absolute drubbing, whatever way you want to look at it. Um, don't know what's going on. I think we maybe need to get Ryan on as a special guest. I saw Ryan with a kit on, so that might be the problem. Well, he was, but he got sent off before the game. Really? No, it was was that a joke? I was going to (laughs) say, they put that on social media. I was going to say, wow. (laughs) No, um, even Ryan's not that bad. No, it's been really since the start of the season, it's not been good for West Norwood and and it's getting worse each week. That's a heavy defeat, obviously against higher placed opposition. Um, Ryan might want to um, try and halt this this fall because it could I, go all the I way down to League One. It. I can't understand it. I've refereed them and they, they were pretty solid. I know that they've, I know that they've signed a few players. I know that they've lost a, a few players. I think yeah. it probably is the consistency of having that regular team together um, that they're probably struggling with. But uh, yeah, they, I think they've got Batsy Dogs next week. So. Um, they, uh, they owe them so, one. They beat them earlier in the season. Yes, they did. And Battersea Dogs will find out later, but they got a drub in today as well. So it's two teams who are coming on the back end of a drub in. So I, cool. I, I wouldn't like to call that one next week. I've just seen the Battersea Dogs uh, result. We'll see that in a minute. Um, in the Frank Blundstone Cup Group B, Wimbledon Town 4, Westminster Wanderers firsts 1. That's more like it for Wimbledon Town. But again, Westminster Wanderers, they can't, put two wins together or they, they've got no they've had no form this season at all no so that puts them out I don't I don't believe they can qualify now so that's a three horse race in that group between Swag Wimbledon uh, and AFC Putney and Putney have to play Swag so I think Putney have got to beat Swag and that would put Wimbledon out of the picture so that'll be quite interesting uh, Westminster I think for them They've just got to focus on the league now, out of the Blunston, out of the Lipton. They've just got to get out of that relegation scrap and try and keep their Premier Division status for next season. I think that's the that's the big aim for them now. Absolutely. Congratulations, Wimbledon Town. As I said, it's not been a great year for them either. Two teams, really, they're desperate for wins. Uh, and it goes to Wimbledon Town. Well done. Um, in the Frank Blunstone Group D, Bath Old Boys 5, Clapham Rovers 2. Um a good win for the Bath boys. That's an upset, that really. Um, Bath, obviously not in the reckoning in the top two or three spots in the championship to no. beat a Premier Division side 5-2. And that guarantees their place actually in the quarterfinal. They've qualified from that group. So congratulations to Bath. Um, that, that's tough in the in the sort of Premier Championship Cup when you're the championship team and you get drawn against a fairly decent or decent um, Premier Division sides. So for them to have um, qualified and got through the way they have, um, that is that's a really really big win, I think, for them. So um, congratulations to um, Barfold boys. Well absolutely. done. Absolutely, absolutely well done, lads. In the Ken Bailey Cup, this is second round fixture. Um, Norton FC uh, welcomed 
in form, in on fire. Um, one of the best teams on form in the Southern Sunday at the moment. Junction Elite first. Um, this one went with the form book, Graham. 4-1 to Junction Elite. Yeah, they just go about their business, as we know. Um, 4-1, Norton struggling towards the bottom of their, their table. So, um, again, I think it's similar to the Westminster situation where they've gone out of the cup and uh, ultimately their target now will be to try and preserve their place in, in their division. So um, Junction Elite obviously will move um, onwards and upwards and will be one of them teams that others in the draw will not want at the next stage, which I believe is the quarterfinal. Absolutely. Uh, in the Donovan Thomas Cup, second round, um, we lost Southside United and Ballam Mariners uh, at Wandsworth Common. Um Top Deck and Clapham Wanderers managed to get their game on there. Graham and Top Deck taking the win 4-2. Um, not that surprising to see that result for the Clapham Wanderers boys. They've, they've looked like they could get themselves started, but they haven't really, have they? No, and I think that was a similar result. I think Top Deck beat them 4-2 in the league actually earlier on. So I think that's a, I think that's the same result. And again, going with the form book, I think Clapham got that bit of a win before Christmas and we wanted to kind of have a look to see how whether they would kick on or how they would settle and yeah it's gone with the it's sort of gone with the form book again today but uh, again Clapham you know we know that they can be a good side on their day out of the divisional cup I I think that you know they've just got to focus on trying to do the business in the league really absolutely you get out of the cup that's what they say isn't it the old the old adage. We didn't you, want to be in the cup anyway. We didn't anyway. want to be in, we didn't be in we're it concentrating anyway. on the league. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Good luck. Uh, well done to Top Deck with a good win uh, against Clapham Wanderers. Uh, in the Graham Robber Shield, second round, Poplar Rovers five, Junction Elite seconds one. Poplar Rovers straight to um, so, uh, social media today, oh, Graham. Big time. Give it, big giving time. all the predictors a bit, weren't they? Oh, big time. I think um, we I think we all copped it there today. In my defence, which I put out quite quickly, I did pick it as one of the potential games of the week. So um, I, I knew it would be a good game and I, I smelt possibly an upset. Now, whilst I'm not a predictor, I'm sticking behind the fact that I called that it was going to be a good good game. I could smell an upset and that's why I put it as one of the teams of the week. That's my defence. Case closed. Uh, Graham, I'm going to speak on behalf of Ryan and Hugo and myself in this one and say you can't take any glory. You just pick the games. <laughs> I did try. I did try. <laughs> you can't take any credit at all. I think Hugo called it, though, didn't he? I think Hugo called it. Did he? I, I, I can't think remember he called it. If you head. look back, I think he predicted Poplar Rovers to win. I think he was the only one out of the three to go with them to win it. So fair play to Hugo. He um, He's quite good at this game, isn't he? Yeah, I think they're catching up with me now. Um, I think Jamie, we did. He's counted up the scores. Uh, it'll go out all out on social media at the, when we release the podcast. Um, but I'm I'm clinging on now to these wins. But I shouldn't I shouldn't be winning in this league anyway. So that's my that's my get out. But back to Poplar Rovers, unbelievable, victory. fantastic win. Yeah, in our in our cup as well. It's our cup. Is this the best cup in uh, the best cup in the Southern Sunday without a shadow of a doubt? Uh, Junction Elite like their sort of. The, the first team of the club have been going really well this season. Uh, but yeah, Poplar Rovers with a really good win. They were chuffed. Yeah. They're from obviously the elite, chuffed. From, from the elite perspective now, the business is now trying to get up and trying to win that division. So 
it'll all be I, I'm sure they'll hurt after that because I don't think they would have been expecting it but it'll be full steam ahead I've got absolutely no doubt and if they replicate their form from the first half of the season to the second half of the season there's no no reason why they can't bank the title there you do worry for the team these form these teams that have had great seasons and then go and lose one in the cup you do worry about the, the next opposition for teams like that because they could, they could take an almighty battering and we haven't seen the fixtures yet. So hopefully uh, it's no one struggling down the bottom because uh, it could be a massacre, as we like to say. Uh, in the Brian Howard President's Cup second round fixtures, Dara FC reserves lose 4-2 to Bellum and Clapham Albion. A good win for the Bellum and Clapham boys. Uh, and Pimlico Penguins had the afternoon game against Southwest Athletic. Um, Pimlico Penguins win 4-1 it's a good result for the Penguins isn't it? Yeah no good for them good for them they'll be very very happy with that bearing in mind sort of their league form has been a bit hit and miss they've had a good cup run so that's them into the that's them into the quarterfinal so again when you get to the quarterfinal stage you're only a couple of games away aren't you you just never know what the draw is going to throw up uh, and Bellum and Clapham Albion with a win too both those teams through to the third round the third round is the quarterfinals in this cup yeah 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 okay congrats boys uh no games played in the supreme trophies graham dodd premier division today uh albion and afc putney the only planned game at the griffin um that was postponed uh one drop of rain there and they call it off don't they graham well i mean i saw a video that they the groundsman had taken on thursday i mean to say that that place is a bog at the moment is an understatement it is really really quite bad there so oh, really so yeah no honestly it was you know he was sort of underfoot uh, he was foot and then the water was sort of coming over the top of the shoes there's just water everywhere there oh, at the blimey. minute I, I don't know where that's come from so um yeah hopefully we get another dry week and they can address that for next week uh, in the tony eldridge championship Batsy Dogs lose 10-1 at home to Cosmos United. Cosmos United really having some kind of renaissance, I want to say, uh, Graham. And they're really looking like promotion candidates in the championship. Yeah, I think I said last week, didn't I? Because kind of all the focus was on Lazio. And yeah. I said, you know, don't count Cosmos out, really. You know, they they can beat anybody on their day and they can get get a result. OK, you have to look at it for the fact that, you know, Battersea Dogs are really down there and they're really, really struggling. Um, but, you know, in them games, you've just got to put these teams to the sword, haven't you? And I think in any game, if you're going to go and score 10, um, you know, we have to rightly give them the plaudits and with the Lazio result that we're going to give in a minute, that has just really opened that up, hasn't it? Absolutely. And on to that, uh, Sporting Continental back to playing football. Their first game, obviously, in 2020. First one for a while, 2022, sorry. First one in a while, I think, Graham. Uh, they win 6-1 against Lazio. Uh, obviously, I speak to Hugo regarding the predictions um, before we record the show. Um, a little bit of knowledge for you, he said. Um, our game today, they played 55 minutes with 10 men in a 6-1 win. So they don't need 11 men to get a 6-1 win. That's what was how... the 10 men for, short of players or because someone was a naughty boy? Oh, I'm guessing. I'm, I took that as a red card. They don't, they got numbers there. They don't, they don't play with 10 men. But I'm, if he listens to this and he'll, uh, he'll correct me. 6-1 against Lazio, they are, they've dominated their closest rivals in the league twice now, um, big wins. Um, they just need to get this over the line, don't they? I think it's probably three more wins may do it, I think, now. They're not far. 
so they could t- they could have it all sewn up by the end of February. Depends, depends if I give them cup games or not in the coming weeks. If I give them cup games over league games, which I probably will, to be honest, we need to just strong, um, keep it out a little bit. We don't want titles won in January no. and February, so um, we may keep that on the little bit back on the back burner. Sorry, Sporting Continental lads, if you listen. No, make, that makes sense for them. They probably want some. They probably want some competitive games anyway. Uh, some more competitive games. I don't know who they've got in the cup draws. Um, but they might they might welcome that. In the Bob Dixon League One uh, games, Brixton Town won, Putney Pacers won. Kudos Athletic played London Ravens. Ravens dominant 5-0 uh, to the Ravens. Um, 2-0 after oh, five minutes. Cracky. Oh, this they, is your one. Sorry, Graham. They just absolutely just came out of the traps and just went bang 1-0, corner, bang, three-header 2-0. And it was like, where the where the hell did that came from? Uh, they got the third just before half time, got the fourth midway through the second half, and then a penalty right at the end um, for five. But I have to give Kudos a little bit of credit. They actually knocked the ball around and played some really really decent stuff second half, and probably with the naught against their name, that is a little bit unfair. Uh, but nonetheless, that's a big statement for me for London Ravens. I was I was impressed with them today, I, and that's the first time I've seen them. Since yeah. I did them when they drew with Brixton probably about three months ago, that that is a, a, a tenfold improvement on that Brixton Town performance today. I was really impressed, and they are gonna they are gonna be up there with Junction Elite there or thereabouts. And flipping the coin, just looking at the Kudos uh, perspective, they're now going to be looking over their shoulders at others behind in terms of. Um, Vale County and Wimbledon Commoners, you know, Kudos look like, you know, they might get that second spot, but all of a sudden results now have started to slip. You know, they could be heading forward towards mid-table, which would be a shock. Be a shock. Um, high praise indeed for the London Ravens, boys. You don't dish it out very often, Graham. So that no, was... I was impressed. I have to say, I was very, very, very impressed. Um, discipline, attitude, Absolute commitment, just spot on, and a lot of quality on the pitch this afternoon from both sides. Um, it, I, not a problem in that game today. A real pleasure to referee it. Nice one. Well done, boys. Uh, in London, Hibs, their unbeaten run ends at the first time of asking in 2022. They must have been angry. They lost 2-1 to Barking Mad. That's a shame for the boys, but um, we know when you're down the bottom, you don't get points every week. It's how they, it's how they respond. We've seen... A response of some kind from uh, before Christmas. Um, they'll dust themselves off and go again. Barking mad with a good win, though, Graham. Yeah, that's excellent for Bar- from a barking mad perspective. That just gives a little bit, gives them a little bit of breathing space ahead of the um, of the bottom two. Um, and if you look at the sides like Brixton Town, who were up there or thereabouts at the beginning of the season, they've now started to go to mid table. So. To be fair to barking mad, they are now starting to look up rather than look down. But um, London Hibernian, obviously bottom with just the six points, and they've got Selhurst to play in the Divisional Cup. Um, it, it's not looking like a good second half of the season on paper. No. Uh, Barking Mad can't look up, of course, if the dogs can't look up. That's a, that's a fact. Woof, woof. <laughs> League two. Cute. Oh, the, jokes got, the jokes haven't got any better in no, 2022. They've got not worse. They've got worse. <laughs> in League two, QN Tiga won. Atletico Buble three. Well done to Buble. Uh, real done, Donald two. Sporting Crabs one. Um, Crabs unable to start the year as they'd have wanted to. Um, real done, Donald. That's a, that's a good win for them. 
So I, I think I said either last week or before Christmas, they have strung a good number of wins together. And if you look at the table, obviously we do, might do the table shortly. Um, they're now four points off of second for Wimbledon Wolves. So all of a sudden they are now right bang in that promotion spot with South London and Wimbledon Wolves for second. So that is going to be, um, yeah, that's going to be tough, I think, for South London because, you know, they look like they were going to be the team in ascendancy for a long time and they have been there or thereabouts. But Dundonald have just been going about their business quiet, racking up the wins, yep. and they've massively pushed themselves up to the table. So I, I can't wait to see how that plays out uh, second half of the season. Absolutely. And uh, we review the tables and goal scorers at the end of the month, Graham. We're not going to do it in the middle. Don't, 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 break the, don't break the schedule. You know how oh, my OCD oh, is. I, I, I've, broken everything, I've broken everything else probably. So, um... <laughs> uh, League three, Ellsfield, nil. Wandsworth Warriors, one. Good win for the Warriors. Well done, boys. Um, Hampton Terriers against Harbert Rovers. The big game of the day, without doubt, in League three. Uh, one of the big games in the summer Sunday as a whole, uh, unbeaten Harbert Rovers uh, continued their winning streak with a 3-1 win. Hampton Terriers social media just saying that they, they were just, they're better than us. There's nothing we can do. They're better than us. Congratulations, boys. They almost conceded the title. They did. Um, and they say they'll play for promotion. Um, that's a, Brilliant show of sportsmanship by the Hampton I, Terriers. I have lads. to say, Hampton, they, they came into the league uh, new this season um, from the Middlesex League. And I've got to say, they've been an absolute pleasure. I've not had the chance to go and referee them yet, but I will take that chance hopefully before the um, end of the season. But I thought that was absolute class on Twitter. It was today. a real, real, real touch of class. You don't often see that. Um, but Harbert Rovers, dominant. Um, I mean, as odds on champions in League Three oh. now, as, as, you, as you could possibly possibly I mean, that, say that, that's a statement of intent if you ever saw one isn't it I mean that's mm. eight wins from eight games now uh they're, they're not going to be caught the other teams have all paid two more Hampton have just got to dust themselves down if they replicate their form from the first half of the season to the second half they'll go up with Harbour I've got no doubt about that the other teams all seem to beat each other there's nobody else has really got any consistency Hampton that's only the second game that they've lost all year they're having a fantastic season. Yeah, they're I mean, they're having the a great season. I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame that they've sort of it's not seemed. I mean, it was complete sportsmanship and they don't seem negative. But um, this, that's not they've had a great season as well. Harbert Rovers are just obviously a great side. And um, yeah, well done to Harbert on the win and well done to Hampton Terriers on your fantastic um, view of it. I mean, you've got to take it on the chin. And Very go again. refreshing. No yeah. excuses. 100% credit to the opposition. Well done. We're not giving it up, but we're going to fight for it. But actually, do you know what? You're the better side, lads. Do you know what? You can't argue with that. It's it's class. It is. It is class. Uh, Parklife B against Clapham Chiefs was the last game in League 3. Um, and Parklife B comprehensively beating the Chiefs. They don't really score more than two, but they and they don't usually let in more than two. Uh, but they've let in five this week, Graham. Yeah, I <laughs> strange 5-0 and now all of a sudden they're into a negative goal difference now yeah. so I was getting a well, bit more with their goal in, difference being <laughs> they only had to let in three presumably to go to a negative um, negative goal difference because they don't score more than two so it's just incredible uh, yeah only 13 goals scored this season um, they are going to have to address that I think otherwise they're going to start to slip down that table uh, and just having a little look at that table they've played 
some a game more than a couple of teams behind them. So, yeah, they're five points off of the um, five points off of the bottom. So they might want to they might want to get results back on the board if they can quite quickly. And just a special mention to them, actually, um, they'd be very complimentary also on Twitter tonight. Um, thanking the um, sort of hardworking league offices that we've got at the Southern Sunday. So uh, I saw um, that. Yeah, very nice touch that was. So thank you very much to Clapham, whoever does their tweets. That was, um, I was quite tired earlier on tonight and that gave me a nice little boost and a pick-me-up. So you don't know how much that means. Thanks ever so much for that. League three is a jolly good league by the looks of it. Um, in League four, Merton and Locomotive Wimbledon played uh, played each other and it was 3-0, uh, 12.30 kickoff. Uh, Merton slipping up. Uh, we'll get to uh, their their uh, title rivals in a minute. Um, that's a bad day for Merton, isn't it? I, I think you could look at it in some ways that it's a bad day, but I think you could also look at it that it's a it's a semi good day. I mean, Magpie are setting the benchmark. I don't think there's any doubt about it in that division, and I think they are probably the title favourites and have been for, for a number of weeks. I think from a Merton perspective, they're probably looking at the second place. Locomotive Wimbledon as well are looking at the second place. So I don't know the pattern of the game or how it went, but if you're not going to win it in that situation, at least don't lose it. So yeah. neither side gains any ground, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Magpie recruitment, uh, the other League Four title chasers um, look like their favourites now. Uh, they won 5-1 against QNT B. Um, strugglers in League Four, QNT B, I think, Graham. Yeah, bottom of the table, Andrew, spot on. Well, got that one. I was right that time. That was lucky. But yeah, um, they they pushed two points ahead of... Um, are they two points ahead of Merton now? You Magpie yeah, Magpie on 20, Merton on 17. So three ahead and they've got a game in hand. So yeah, it's looking ominous. It's in their hands now then, Magpie Recruitment. Um, the best recruitment company uh, in the Southern Sunday, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, in League 5, AFC Bluebirds took on, well, they would have taken on Bell and Badgers, but it was postponed. Those pesky uh, Badgers, they get about, I keep telling <laughs> they you They were in the pitch. Uh, so Matthews Projects first played Sporting London. Big result for Sporting London, 4-3 to the boys. A big result for them. Yeah, they've all of a sudden had a couple of results put them back to back and they've propelled themselves up into third place in the table. It's like, yeah. well, how did that happen? Mm. Just goes to show, I think a lot of the divisions are really, really tight. If you put two or three wins uh, together, you know, you can go pretty much from bottom three to top three. So, uh, yeah, well done to Sporting London. Good win that against St. Matthews. Very good win. Very good. Uh, I can't gloss this one over at all. Uh, Real Madrid lost 6-0 to Painters Community. Um is not getting any better for Real, Real Al, unfortunately. No, top against bottom. I mean, as I say, that was very, um, again, very much with the with the uh, form guide, essentially, if you like. But um, yeah, I, I think Real Al Madrid, seven more, uh, six more league games to go. Yeah, um, they'll want it. They'll want it over, to be honest. Five league games to go. I think they'll want it over. I don't think they will want any extra football at the end of the season. I think it might just be one of those where you just dust yourselves down um, have a real good look at kind of what you're going to do and assess where you are as a club. And yeah, they're not going to be in League Five next year. I think that's certainly for sure. Uh, Westminster Wanderers thirds win 5-0 against Newlands. A real good win for the Westminster Wanderers lads. Well done. Uh, in League Six, Sporting South played Junction League thirds. 
Junction Eight Thirds one six two away at Sporting South. Good result, lads. Uh, UBL CFC against Argentina was postponed. That was that would have been a fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, and Westminster Wanderers under twenty threes lose three two to London Ravens B. Um, Junction Eight Thirds and Ravens B coming out um, winners today. Has that changed the sort of picture in League Six? So you didn't fancy London Ravensby and didn't think they were pulling up any trees probably about five weeks ago. And I said, yeah. just keep an eye on them. They've got a few games in hand. They've been playing a few cup games. They've put a superb run of form together. They are now in the box seat, I would say. They've played eight. They're on 17. Poplar Rovers are top. They played 10. They're on 19. So London Ravensby now well and truly in the box seat um, for that sort of championship or automatic promotion spot but it's not over they've got Argentina and they've got UBLFC shame that game didn't take place because that then would have um, determined the table a little bit more um, in terms of who was going to go top two but yeah London Ravens B that's and from what I heard from their first team manager this afternoon they really had to grind that out this morning he was he said that was a good win for them he was impressed with them so um, well done London Ravens B well done, lads. In League 7, Barnstormers beat AC Arantes United 5-3. Uh, Victoria Line Velocity got a point, a much-needed point for them. They drew 2 all with Peckham Cosmos. A Desmond in honour of Archbishop Desmond 2-2, who we lost over the Christmas period. Every time that scoreline comes up or is predicted, we remember him. We will remember him. Uh, no games in League 8, Graham. Uh, in League Nine, just the one, two games played. Two games played. I remembered there. Uh, Old Town against Vauxhall Virgins. How did one? How did that one? It, that was a Desmond. Um, that was a Desmond today, uh, in honour of the man himself. Uh, Brick sustain against Deportivo Lecalrinha was four three to the to the cows. Well done, boys. Um, Rosendale Sports Reserves and Venezia Dons. Postpone. That was the one at Brockwell Park, wasn't it? That um, was yeah, called a bog, off. A bog. Yeah, that one, that Deportivo. I think they got a last-minute winner to beat Brooks Disdain. Last-minute winner. So I, I, <laughs> you look at this um, this table in League Nine. It, it's an absolute joke. Vauxhall Virgins nine and nineteen. Brooks Disdain nine and nineteen. Deportivo eight and eighteen. Brissia Battersea nine and eighteen. Venezia Dons eight and sixteen. So Venezia Dons are now down to fifth and Old Town seven and 11. I mean, you've got a six horse. I mean, I I don't know what we're going to do with that division. It's unbelievable. We can't call it at the moment. There's no one standing out. So uh, that's going to go right to the wire, that one. That's for sure. That will come down to the individual games uh, between themselves. And uh, there's plenty of football to play there. What an exciting division that is. Don't take your eyes off the bottom divisions. Don't look only at the top division, look all the way down and you'll and you'll find exciting football from top to bottom. I said to him, right, we don't know the standards. You're all going to go in there. Everyone could beat everybody. There might be one standout team. There might not be. Do you know what? I, I can't take credit for it. I can't, but it's just so exciting. I said, are you willing to go in a division where it is completely the unknown and just fight it out? And they all said yes. And you know what? They've all played their part. I I think it's magnificent. That now is looking like the most exciting division. It's League 9. Brilliant. Agreed. Uh, League 10, not too shabby either. Uh, Club International de Football, uh, Clapham and Junction League Fifths was postponed, sadly. Uh, Imperial Wolf won 4-0 against South 
uh, West Lions under 23s. That's a big what a result. Good win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was shocked when I saw that one come in. They, they've done the business there, Imperial Wolf. And for SW Lions, um, didn't make know, your didn't didn't make results of the week. Oh, it was hard again, though, wasn't it? It was hard. That is it was a, hard. Imperial Wolf have been in shocking form, and SW Lions look like out look like outsiders for promotion. Um, that's a that's a great win. Someone has to lose out. Yeah, and we'll obviously true. come to results of the week. Um, that probably would have gone in maybe fifth or sixth, but there, what can you say? It, it's dif- it's difficult. Um, Imperial Wharf uh, to get the four goals and the clean sheet. I don't. I think that's their probably their first clean sheet of the season as well. So do you know what? Well done. Well done, Imperial Wharf. Um, Old Ruts lost one seven four. Sorry, against Old Suttonians, um, and South London Pekin met in form. Uh, top yeah. side uh, in League 10 uh, could probably play comfortably in four or five divisions <laughs> above where they Higher are now. Higher than that, probably. Uh, St Andrews win 9-0. Uh, their form has absolutely, it's been absolutely imperious. They just don't look like losing. Um, they're not, that was putting a glove on them really, Graham, are they, at the moment? No, I think you said the word last week when we were doing a preview of the fixtures, I think you used the word massacre that it possibly could be. Well, yeah, it is really uh, 52 goals in eight games, eight wins out of eight, only six conceded goal difference of plus 46. It sounded a bit like Fulham's goal difference um, hmm. and 20, 24 points. Uh, they're going to be away as, as soon as you like, probably three more wins, four more wins away, away you go. Um easy peasy for them and that's no disrespect to any other team in that division they are just far superior and that's just the way that it is absolutely so just to run through uh graham's picks all the summer sunday teams would see them see the teams on the um on the on the summer sunday poll but we like to we like to do that as well so we use those exact same teams for our twitter poll uh afc popular rovers five one win against junction elite seconds gets a shout uh, well done, boys. Uh, Bath Old Boys win against Clapham Rovers 5-2. That gets them a shout. Well done, Bath Old Boys. Uh, Hampton Terriers losing 3-1 to... Oh, I mean, how do you describe them? Uh, indestructible in the league, at least. Um, Harbert Rovers um, get a shout. 3-1 to them. Well done, boys. Uh, and Westminster Wanderers thirds winning 5-0 against Newlands. Lots of great results today, though, Graham. That is tough. I mean, Twitter only gives you four only gives you four lines to do Twitter polls. So that's why we limit it to four. You obviously choose that as well, but plenty of deserving teams for a shot this week. What a tough week. Yeah, I, I like it when it goes like this, really. I sit there and I agonise and I put them in and then I take them out and I think, would that be fair? Have they had it before? Then I look at the gaps for the, the cup games. I think generally, and I think we've we've said this essentially right from day one, and we've always said it, the cup games, if you get a superior result in a cup game, that generally is going to be what you produced in a league game. It's not harsh. It's just reality. It's just cup upsets. It's just one of those things. And yeah. and we did have we did have a couple today as well. Um, that Barfold boys game against Clapham Rovers, I thought was particularly impressive, as was AFC Poplar Rovers. Um uh, and I, we didn't touch on it, I don't think, but the Westminster result against Newlands, I mean, 5-0, I mean, yeah. that, that's a, Newlands don't lose games. That that was a drubbing. That's a, that's a really impressive result. And I think that actually won our poll 
with over 100 votes tonight. So um, it'd be interesting to see whether it's the same team that comes out on your poll throughout the week, Andrew. Yeah, it will be. Right, let's get on with the um, fixtures. So I'll see you shortly, Graham, uh, and we will go through next week's games for the 23rd of January. Cheers. Cheers. So now is the Quota Municipal section with Roger. Roger, full time lucky. How are you doing? Yes, fingers crossed we get it this time. I'm good. Um, I am I am I am match fit. Um, I'm allowed out of the house. Um, I'm back at work, so all is good. And Mondays are sweet when you've had a win. Exactly. Yes. We'll get yes. on to that. We'll get on to that in a minute. The best kind of win as well in the cuts. Yeah. We'll get we'll get there. So let's get straight into the fixtures. In the Michael Donovan Premier, big upset on the cards, uh, on on the result cards, should we say, yesterday. Bosjan yep. won, PSG <clears throat> nil. These, mm. these these games have been PSG's downfall, haven't they? They they have, yes. And I mean, the, the, the title is almost, almost a foregone conclusion um, in, in the Premier Division. And but this was this was a, an opportunity for PSG to sort of keep a little bit of pressure on 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 Spartans, but. Um, yeah, surprisingly, um, Bosch Jam got the win. Um, that's, that's, good re- that's the PSG boys lost to Chelsea and Bosjam this season. Um, yep. if they if they had any title aspirations this season, no disrespect to either team, Chelsea are a new promoted team. Um, yep. but and Bosjam perhaps are long long standing stalwarts of the quarter municipal uh, Prem division. But yep. PSG, if they if they are the type of team that want to be looking up and, and winning titles, that's that's a bad result for them. It is, yeah. And and, and you're right, you this is a this is the type of games that you you would expect a title chasing team to be winning. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, Bosch Jam, they on their day they are a good team. But um yeah, it's it's, it's an upset um and a good result for for Bosch Jam. Absolutely. Well done to Bosch Jam. Uh, that made one of our it made one of our results uh, results of the week um, yeah. yesterday, uh, chosen by Roger, via, not really via committee, but we do discuss him in the group. Uh, in Division yeah. 1, uh, big game, Huxley Guards against Southside Blues. Um, Southside Blues started the season fantastically well. Huxley Guards haven't really got started this season, it must be said. Uh, and they no. didn't get started yesterday, Roger. They were beaten 5-2 by the Southside Blues boys, who we know yeah. are a good side on their day. When they do get the boys out, they're a good yep. side. Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah, they, like you just, just said, um, they had a great start to the season, Southside Blues. And when they do get a, a full a full quota of players out, um, they they they're capable of putting in good results. Um, unfortunate for Huxley, it's just not been their season. Um, you know, they they took a step up uh, to Division One, you know, sooner than they probably would have. They, they should have done um, and, and, and they'll give them full credit for that but yeah unfortunately it just seems a step too far uh, this season The big game in the Division 1 title chase yesterday was postponed sadly MMFC against Steady London Warriors um, postponed presumably yeah. pitch or no players available who knows uh, in Div 2 uh, Dynamo Duppers and South Sea Wanderers nil-nil Dynamo Duppers Proving again that they are a stubborn side to play against, Rog. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think I said last week that, that they are a good team. Having having seen them um, first hand early on in the season, how good they are. You know, um, it's no surprise that they've they've held 
South's Wonders. I'm just surprised it was a was a was a was a nil nil draw. To be fair, I thought I, I expected both teams to score. Um, so yeah, I think I think uh, you know both sides would take it. I mean, probably South here probably be disappointed. I know the winners in in that division now were Albo, having seen a result like that. Yeah. Um, you know they're they're sitting comfortably at the top, um, and I'd be delighted with with that scoreline. Absolutely. Um... South Sea Wonders, yeah, they, they you don't need to be, they don't really need to be giving uh, elbow any breathing, any breathing space at the top. Lots of work yeah. now to do for South Sea Wonders. Um, Kaizen played gold coaching. Gold coaching renaissance continues, Rog. 7-0 they beat Kaizen. Oh, that, no. is, that is a handy win. That is they dispatched of the Kaizen boys comfortably. I know, yes. Great result for gold coaching. Um, after you know, I think earlier on in the season they were sort of shipping goals and, and losing games. Um and over the last sort of I don't know what it's been month or so, they've they've just they've just seemed to clicked and 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 kicked kick kicked in the gears and you know starting to sort of put some decent results together. Um yeah. it's just a shame that they couldn't start that way otherwise they'd be they'd be up there and challenging for the title. But um yeah great result for goal coaching. Um I'm yeah. guessing that was a late one in yesterday because it didn't make the <laughs> yeah. games of the week. It was, yeah, and I, I mean, I tried. Ch- I mean, I tried chasing. I tried chasing all these teams up to get the results in there. And the results. I mean, I, I think I put the results late last night on in the, in the chat. But um, yeah, nine o'clock. Yeah. So that's late enough. Yeah, I give them. I give them enough time. But, um, yeah, Croydon teams are poor uh, with their results <laughs> on there too. <laughs> uh, Huxley and the, the Southside Blues win. The five-two win was the second uh, result of the week for Roger. Um, yeah. that that 7 0 definitely would have made it yesterday. Um, yeah. Uh, another game was Souls. Um, sorry, I've jumped in a division ahead. South, South London Royals played Addiscombe Corinthians. Uh, Roger Corinthians yeah. probably, probably wish they hadn't played the game. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. lost 3 2 to South London Royals. A welcomed win for the South, Royal, South London Royals boys who have um carried on continuing to play games uh, through this period. Addiscombe yeah. Corinthians returned to the field of play. And, and lose to um, struggling South London Royals. Good win for the boys, though. Good win for, for John and, and the Royals boys. Um, I'm, I'm delighted to see that Casuals have finally played a game and, and, and you know, managed to get a team out. Um, you know, Gordon was saying in the week that he was close to, you know, he was, he was, getting, he was you know, close to calling it, making the decision. Yeah. Um, I'm delighted that they've managed to get team out and play again. Hopefully, hopefully this is a like they turned the corner now, and they can and continue putting teams out. And um, you know, I'm sh- I'm sure they'll get some results. Um, but yeah, great great result for John and South London Rolls. I welcomed three points for them, and they've had a had a not a great season, you no. know, for them. It's not been a great season. You can't <laughs> sugarcoat it. Uh, nice to see Addiscombe Corinthians. Back on the pitch, hopefully the same again next week from the boys. Mm. Uh, into Division 3, Joshua Athletic Rezies didn't play their game yesterday against um, Soda Park Rangers. Couldn't field a team. Couldn't field a team. I mean, no. I don't know what the deal is when you award, when it gets awarded. Is there any goals that go with it or is it just the points? Uh, I'm not, I, I, I think it used to be a 3 0 win, but I'm not too sure. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Much, much better points now. Either way, and not to be disrespectful to Chelsham uh, reserves there, they probably if it's just 3 0, then that's probably better than they would have managed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, yeah, no disrespect, boys. So, Park Rangers been scoring goals for fun, yeah. Um, and they did, and they, um, they chances are they would have done the same against a struggling 
uh, Chelsea Athletic Reserves yesterday. Um, Croydon United played Santola. Um, Croydon United's uh, mid-period mid um, renaissance over. Uh, Santola dispatching of them 5-0. Um, not really unexpected, I've got to say, Rog. No, it's it's not. And Santola are, are another team that I've seen, uh, you know, um, first down this season. Um, they are a good side. They've got some. They've got some good players. Um, you know, I think they're. They, they are still. No, then I think they're out of the title, or sort of. I don't think mathematically they're not out of it, but they are. You know, realistically they're out of the title chase. But that keeps pressure on um, South London World Reserves for for third space, third spot. Mm-hmm. Yep. in the league um, so yeah good win for them Croydon United whilst it's a poor result I, I don't think they can sort of you know, I don't think they should be too disheartened by it because they are they were up against a very good Santola team um, you know they can just sort of put that result to one side and, and go again next week Agreed uh, Souls <laughs> against FC25 um, I want to say that's a bit of a shock win that one 3-1 to Souls the way their season's yep. gone um, not set the world alight, not been in, in any sort of form. FC25, we know what, how good they are at this level. Um, yep. that's, that goes down as a good win for Souls. I think so, yeah. And, you know, they, they had a, they had a um, not not great result last week by their standards. You know, they, they, they drew with Croydon, I think. Um, so, yeah, really good result for them. You know, you hope they turn the corner and can start, you know, putting some, some results together because, um, you know, the great, great lads down the souls, you know, got a lot of time for Liam, Liam there. Um, so yeah, I mean, FC 25, they've just been so indifferent this year, haven't they? This season, yeah, um, one minute they can have a great result, and the next week they can, you know, just look like a almost a poor team. So yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, good win for souls, unlucky to FC 25. Uh, South London Royals Reserves played Fulton Eve Rangers, and this was another sort of game that we build as that. that Chasing pack of yep. Addington and um, Surrey Park Rangers. Uh, South London Royals reserves really looking the part. 4-3 win for them against Fulton Heath Rangers. Uh, hat-trick from Offwood uh, yesterday. Um, the star player for um, South London Royals reserves and a brace for Powell from uh, from Fulton Heath Rangers. But for, uh, South London Royals reserves win again. Great result. Great result for them, yeah. They, they you know, they're keeping the pressure on 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 the top two. I mean, uh, even though Addington United slipped up, you know, dropped some points last week. So, you know, all South London Royals reserves can do is is keep winning um, and hoping that the top two drop points um, because you know they're, they're not quite out of the title race, but you know the the, the promotion spot is up for grabs. And um, you know, I think I think South John uh, uh, and the reserves boys will feel like they. They deserve a spot in division in division two, um, and if they keep putting results like that in, then then you know there's no reason to say they they, they won't get it. Agreed. Good win for the boys. So now for some cup action. Yeah. Uh, four different cups yesterday played. So Spartans played um, Albo United yesterday in a Challenge Cup four three to Spartans. Rog, Albo showing that they can. They can, um, they've got a bit about them and they can uh, fight with the best of them. That's much too close for comfort to the Spartans boys. They've been tested by a Div 2 team better than some Prem teams. That's a bit crazy. Great, yeah, great. You know, a great showing from Albo. Um, I, I believe they only had 11 men as well. Um, so to go toe to toe with Spartans and twice they took the lead, I believe, as well. Um, so to go toe to toe with the 
the best team in the Croydon League by by, by a distance at the moment. Yeah. Um, to go toe to toe with them with eleven men um, shows that they have a really good side and they must have some good players um, um, down at Elbow. Um, Spartans haven't conceded many goals as well this season. Um, so to concede three in a game to a Division Two team um, just shows at the level that that Albo must be playing at the moment. Without knowing how the game went, obviously we can only go by um, what people, what the Albo manager has obviously told you. Perhaps Spartans rotated and gave some other players a go. We don't know, like we suggested, uh, perhaps, and um, they're looking, yeah, they're looking at the county cups. Who knows? Um, yeah. But that's a great showing for Albo. But. Spartans showing that they can get a game over the line. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw that Spartans gave their man of the match to the goalie as well. Um, so he's obviously had a good game and, and kept him in it. Um, but yeah, we don't have the full story behind it. Um, but, I've, you know, got to give massive, massive credit to him and shout out to, to Alba United for, for that for that result. Absolutely. Well done, boys. Uh, and the next game in the Challenge Cup. Um, you'd 8-2 be Woodside yesterday, Rog. They lost 8-2 to Saha 11. You they did. At, you're back at the game and the results The results happen. Tell, um, us, a, tell know, us the tale of the tape, mate. I'll put some context behind it. I mean, I wasn't there at the game. I mean, I, I wasn't there. I, I was there at the beginning. Didn't stay for the whole game because I'd work. Um, but Woodside didn't play the game with a full 11. I don't know how many players I had, um, like I said, but I mean, when, when, I, when I left, I think they had... I think there was eight, and there was. I'm sure their manager said there was two in the way. So, whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not. I don't care how many players they had. I'm just. You know, I'm going to take the result. Um, you know, we needed a bit of luck. I think we we deserved a bit of luck. Um, we've 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 had none none this season at all. Um, you know, I'm just hoping now that this can be uh, this can you know be a springboard for us. Um, you know, a turning point in our in our season and finally go on a run and put some results together. Um, and, you know, it'd be good. Cup runs are great. Um, but more importantly now, we need to sort of transfer this into league form um, and, you know, really kick on there. Absolutely. It's time to time to see the full league form. Obviously, Woodside, um, they're in your division, aren't they? They are, yeah. Yeah, they're, um, I, think they're, I think they're third. I think they've played the most games in the league. Hope, so far. Hopefully that's a nice little rivalry. Uh, that's growing now between you two. After a game like that, they'll want definitely uh, they'll want to get the win back. So uh, well done uh, yeah. to Sahar Eleven. That's just exactly the result you need and the best result in football. Let's yep. not, let's not make uh, any qualms about that. That's the best result you can get in the West for Plumstead Challenge Cup. Um, uh, Quota Municipal's Sarnestead JFC travelled over to Forza Greenwich. And again, they lose in the cup against um, outside opposition. Rog, yep. Forza, Forza Greenwich beating them 3-1. Um, I wonder how Russell's feeling right now. I had a brief chat with Russell uh, yesterday evening. Asked him, asked him the score and, and how it went. And, and he said it was the same as his County Cup game last week. So um, by all accounts, they created chances. Just, just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. Um, you know, seems to have been their problem this season. Uh, and Forza have, have capitalised on that by the looks of things. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about Forza, but um, yes, I understand their league form has been good. Cup form has just you know crashed around them. I think there's two cups they've been dumped out of in two weeks. So um, yeah, they'll be they'll be disappointed. But they've still got a lot to play for. Honestly, JFC, they're they're in the mix 
um, for the Division One title. Yeah, um, I'd probably make them favourites if I'm honest at the moment. Um, so yeah, they can fully, they can concentrate fully now on 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 the on the league, and you know I'm, sh- I'm sure they'll they'll be looking to 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 definitely get promotion. But um, and, and most importantly, they'll be looking for the title. Yeah, a good win for Forza. I know they're a trouble, they're a trouble, a troublesome side. They're very physical, but can play as well, so they can mix yeah. it up. Uh, not an easy game for anybody um, in Sunday football. Um, yeah, Sunderland did two losses on the bounce uh, on the coming back from from Christmas. Yeah, uh, maybe that that bit of firepower that they were missing last week, they, they haven't managed to resolve that this week. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they'll be fine. They're a good bunch of guys and hopefully um, they do well. Uh, in the Surrey FA Intermediate Cup, Quirden JFC, uh, play a game of football. They beat, they beat Chelsea Athletic 6-5 at Coney Hall. God knows how that's on. God knows I'm how not that too sure that we, I'm not too sure if them games were moved to... Per- I think some of them games were moved to Pearly Way, if I'm honest. And just, okay. not changed, just not changed on mid I'm pretty sure Russell moved most of them to... There was 22 teams up at Pearly Way yesterday. Oh, brilliant. What a, what a spectacle. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when I dropped the nets off, I could just, I just looked across the pedal and could just see teams everywhere, which I've not seen for a long, long time. That's good. Um, it was really good to see, to be fair. Um, but that game had it all. The chairman was down on the pedal watching some games and he and he stopped by this one. And I think I think JFC raced into a 3-1... I don't know if it's raced into a 3-1 lead or they went ran ahead and then Chelsham took the lead. Um, it was a few contentious decisions by all accounts. Um, but yeah, JFC managed to nick the win. Um, I'm sure they'd be delighted with that. Having, I don't know, it seems like they've not played for months and months and months on end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great, good result for them. Um, it means, it means Croydon have got a team into the next rounds, at least. I don't know what round that is. Is, is the fourth round of quarterfinals in a, in a count, in that county cup? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure how many teams entered it, to be honest. So I couldn't tell you. Two Quirden teams that won't be making it into the next round. Addiscombe Casuals, a poor form for them over the last few weeks continues. Mm-hmm. They get dumped out from, from the cup. Heavy, uh, heavy at, defeat. At home to ECS Classic 11, 5 0. Casuals battered. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm shocked by that result. I mean, I know of ECS, ECS, ECS Classic. Um, and I, I would have thought that Casuals would have got the job done if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, it's a strange result for them. Um, I'm not too sure what else they've got to play for now, apart from pride. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised by that result. If I'm honest, I, I honestly thought the Casuals would have got the job done because that that would have been their, you know, <clears throat> main source of of any sort of um, silverware or any sort of. You know, could could have had a good good cut run, but yeah, very surprised. And as as of the next result as well. Yeah, thank you. Great segue. Uh, Lambeth Lions lose two one to Heathrow Club. Um, again, probably you have to say two clubs. I think Addiscombe Casuals are still in the league challenge. They're still in the Challenge Cup, aren't they? Uh, did they um, beat Did they beat Lambeth Lions in the last round? Oh, they did. You're right. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll take everything back. I've just said about casuals. <laughs> um, but casuals <laughs> essentially have got the League Challenge Cup to play for. Um, Lambeth Lions season, but all but pride for them to play for. Although they're still in the London Cup. Yes. Are they? Oh, no. Are they still in the London Cup? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. The game was on the other week. I'm, I'm not too sure they got managed to field a team. I'm um, not too sure. 
I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to do my homework. Yeah, um, we should. We should really. We record a podcast about Sunday <laughs> League football. <laughs> oh dear, well, Jamie's going to write fucking. <laughs> um, but Lambeth dumped out of the Surrey FA Cup. If they are still in the London uh, Cup, then that's really the only um, hope they've got of silverware this season. Um, yeah. In the Junior Cup, the Surrey Junior Cup, RB Eagles bashing Cobbs six nil. No, not a good day at all for Croydon Cubs, is it? Not a good day at all yesterday. Um, Croydon JFC um, going through, but um, yeah, um, not a good day overall. Uh, Rog, I'll see you on the other side for the fixtures for next week. Yes. So now for the Westford section with Gibbs. Gibbs, how are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, let's get on with the re- results. Lots of postponed games um, yesterday, so we'll. That was quite and... a shock yesterday. Quite postponed games because we've not really had that much bad weather this week, have we? Nah, um, just pitches poor, poorly maintained. Um, oh, weak dog shots fired. That's, well, it is, isn't it? That's, but that's what it is. It's poorly maintained pitches, so they don't recover from any wet weather. The craziest one was Meridian. Some pitches at Meridian were called off yesterday. But yeah, they've played in they've played in pissing down the rain. They've had a dry Whitley called off games. Listen, their bank account is healthy. <laughs> it's <laughs> they, healthy now, yeah. <laughs> they can afford a couple of weeks off. Don't worry about that. Um, nearly paid off my fund now. Have you? Yeah, I pay five pound a week. Do you know five pound a month? The main pitch got called off yesterday because there was a uh, beach volleyball tournament on it. <laughs> yeah, the Australian uh, beach volleyball team practices there, don't they? Uh, <laughs> on a yeah. Sunday morning these days, yeah. Anyway, uh, in the Prem, uh, Mildeen 2, Jam 4. Um, we will hear from Oscar from Jam later on in the show. Um, Jam proving. Um, if you beat Jam these days, then you're going to do well in the Prem division, Gibbs. Are you saying they're like the gatekeepers? Yeah, I am, yeah. Okay, fair play. Can you speak a bit closer to the mic? Sorry, please? man, I thought these were so sensitive. It was rebanded last week. Now you want to speak closer. Yeah, it's better to be loud and I can turn it down. After the recording, thank you. Just live, shat- large, and in charge, shattering the illusion. Yeah, Jam, they're one of those teams now, aren't they? It's still a good, a good team. Um, yeah. They're normally ho- um, hovering in about mid table, aren't they? They, they, they run the teams above them very close, but mm. the teams below them, they, they, um, they let them know kind of what time it is and uh, what Jam are about. So, I'd like to see them maybe recruit three or four players and uh, go for it and go for it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I do think they've got they've got that in their locker. Tony Rawlins might be looking for a step up. Squeeze me. <laughs> Let's not talk about that, mate. Golins ain't going nowhere. He's happy. In the senior, Metrogas 5, Greenwich Elite nil. <whistles> uh, Metrogas looking the real deal. Greenwich Elite are a good side in the senior division, but Metrogas just, I mean, they are a level above, aren't they? Oh, they are. Two, that's two clean sheets on the bounce because they got a 1-0 last week, didn't they, against uh, Era from Belvedere. Yep. And then obviously 5-0 this week, so... I mean, at Sunday League, two clean sheets in a row as well, scoring goals. It's a very happy camp at um, Metro Gas. Two for two in 2022. Bush, bush, gas! For the Metro Gas boys. Uh, Well done, lads. Unlucky to Greenwich Elite. Uh, Northern Eagles win (laughs) 2-1 against Rising Talents. Northern Eagles' impressive season continues. I think. Can they keep that up, do you think? I think they can, to be honest. And um, deflated talents are... Hovering at the bottom somewhere. Um, <laughs> Deflated. You're making up names for teams not in your league now. <laughs> Deflated talent, yeah. <laughs> um, they need to start picking up results and um, 
and uh, challenging the teams at the top because uh, I think they gave themselves a little bit of a big reputation, didn't they? And especially with a name like Rising Talents, you need to be picking up points every week. So um, they might have taken over the Blazing Squad's title, but we'll call them uh, deflated talent for now. <laughs> uh, Division one, Crayford Athletic and Red Velvet share a draw to all. Credible draw there for uh, Crayford Athletic. I think they're a good side. I don't think um, the pitch was too credible, though, from what I'm hearing. Well, if they played at Crocodile, then it absolutely is not credible. It's definitely not credible. I <laughs> heard it was like yeah. a mud bath. Yeah, they probably need to name that pitch Crapanil between uh, between November. We and, dug you cold. And Feb. No, it's tough, and especially for a team like Red Velvet who like to play football. No disrespect, but um, I don't know how that pitch doesn't get Would called it? off more than it than it does. Yeah, I mean, on a high last week of uh, beating. Um, Oh, blimey. What are they called? Who did Red Velvet beat last week? 2-1 from the Prem. Bulltarks, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Bulltarks, yeah. And then uh, to a 2-2 with Crayford, a flair at Crocodile. Very good. It's a good... I mean, it's a fair point away from home on a on a tricky pitch. Red yeah. Velvet would have wanted the win, though. They would have done. They they're they're the still win. on a high from beating you boys anyway. They're still what? They're still on a high from beating you boys. Fucking hell, we dog. Shots are fired tonight. Is this because is this I said you were standing in front of the window last week about the sunshine? <laughs> Uh, more games in Div 1 um, Elton Rovers had a little dig at me in the week about saying that they keep losing they've not managed to win this week either 1-0 against Footscray praise Lions them, praise them for a draw week dog go on tell them a brilliant point for plucky Elton Rovers this season this not season hasn't been going too great for them since October um, so a plucky point against Footscray Lions who beat their opposition 13-0 last week so a good point for the Elton Lions boys uh, Elton Rovers boys even well done I think uh, that's 3 or 4 unbeaten now for Footscray as well yeah they must have got rid of some players that they didn't need anymore to lower. They got rid of the bad eggs to the peoples, <laughs> didn't they? Uh, Elton Lions won 3 2 against Woolwich 90. Uh, a great um, show of themselves done there by Woolwich 90 against an excellent Elton Lions team for Div 2, it must be said. Yeah, that's it. To be fair, I know they've lost, but that's still a good result for Woolwich 90 there. Very good result. Um, Alpington Eagles won 3 2 against Falconwood Reserves. Well done to. Lee, Steve, and all the boys down at Alpington Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Much better for them this season. Uh, Martin Park Rangers lose 3-2 to Borden Sports Westfer. Borden Sports Westfer bouncing back from proper battering they got last week against Bayswater. Um, <coughs> and uh, Martin Park, they're not, they don't seem to be getting battered in any games anymore, Gibbs. They're making a much better show from show for themselves in games by the looks of it. Yeah, I think that was a game um, both for the fancies yesterday. Um, Border needed a uh, pick a pick me up from uh, the result the, w- the week before, and um, Martin and Park have been doing pretty well. So it's it, it sounds like a great game to be fair. It does uh, like both teams. Oh, I've actually um, I got a little match report sent in actually take, from from one of the Borden players. Take your time, sir. Sorry, mate. <laughs> My bad. Literally, just just literally caught me on the off there as well by the. Um, the match report states, back to winning ways today, mate. Solid performance. After last week, it could have gone a different way today, but every player stepped up to put it behind us. Credit to Mottingham. They gave us a good test. Decent side. So that was from uh, Jimmy, the uh, Baldwin goalkeeper. You know, is he trying to nick your job? <coughs> he wants your job. He's always open for a guest appearance, he said. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But we'll no, fair play to him. So it's an honest assessment of the game and uh, it's nice to get little match reports. You can always send them in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, please do. DM them into at podcast Selk or if you've got my phone number. It's not hard oh, to yeah. find my it's not hard to find my phone Where's number. Where's that phone number? I see it in a few phone boxes. 
<laughs> uh, Barker drew one all with Spring Hill United reserves. Um, that's a good. That's a good point for the uh, Resies who haven't had a great season. Barker will be upset with that. Um, they would have expected to win. You can only say Chris perhaps wasn't there yesterday. Yeah, that, to be fair, that was a, a good result for him. I saw that against Barco, and um, it sounded like from the little match report on Twitter that they maybe was disappointed to come in at 1-0 at half-time. So they're turning their fortunes around at Spring Hill. Um, they've had a bit of a shaky start to the season, the, the, uh, the first team and the reserve team. The Blues have been carrying the badge. But um, the reserves seem to be turning it around there, so uh, wish them all the best, and maybe the player recruitment is uh, finally paying off. Maybe, maybe. In Division 5, Bexley Knights 2-all <coughs> against Turk Ozak. Uh, Bexley Wanderers 3, South London Athletic 2. Both, They've gone top now, the old Wanderers. Both those results in your favour, though. That's a good one for you, isn't it? Um, not really. With the Wanderers, they've gone top. Bexley Wanderers. I mean, but, what? but what's the point difference now? The one in front. Yeah, with how many games in hand have you got? A few. <laughs> three. <laughs> All right, so likely to be eight points top. Come on. We dog, this is an underdog story. <laughs> We're uh, coming at it like average Joe's gym. Come but, on. But it's, just... a, it's a good result for, for you. The draw, Turco Jack drawing is good for you. Mate, we're just trying to stay up. Okay. We're just trying to stay up, honestly. A humble club trying from, to stay up. From next week, we are changing the format of this fucking podcast without shadow of a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do proper analysis next week of all the fixtures, including your own games. Damn, we I all, just got hard. We all, we all have our say on your on your team and the team. I won't put my games, my game and game of the week. Then we can't no, discuss. But, but we'll just talk about it. Ooh. We'll just talk about your individual games. Look at some stats. Look at some goal scorers and do all that because we need to start analysing this. Analyse it, mate. This shower of shit. Exactly. That's exactly what I call the lads every week. You shower of shit. What is going on? Yeah. That's why they want to go and play for uh, someone else, isn't it? Oh, you're cold, weak yeah, dog, anyway. man. Anyway, there's a, few, there's a few vicious rumours and a few rotten eggs have been outed recently, but not nothing to do just as a club. Just as a club. Doesn't mean it's my side, just as a club. Old Fortronians won, SE 69ers won. And that's a good result for me. That is a good result for you. The 69ers are really your, your competition this season, isn't it, from the start? I'll be honest, I did actually think they were going to do better than their league position suggests. Well, you thought fucking, what's their name? Ravensbourne sounded good. Yeah, sounded good. Not playing. Are they good. still playing? I haven't seen them for weeks. They might have been started late because I think Jays give people the option to start late if they're if they're worried about vid. Okay, uh, in Division Seven, the Sorry. best division, the second best division. Yeah, so I was eating a chunky, a chunky chew it. Greenwich Hot Shots win two one against Sid Cup. Come on, the shots. Uh, the people's back to doing what they do, winning against Las Cabras. That's the 16th game they've played against Las Cabras this season. Did you know that? No, I heard it's the 21st. <laughs> they've 105-4, two against. <laughs> uh, but a good win, 5-1. Uh, back to win, winning ways after a shock. Um, lost last week to Fleet Down for the boys. Well done to the peoples. Uh, in Division 8, the championship is back on. FC AFC Sporting Greenwich 5, JJ United 0. I, I didn't get this memo, so I'm kind of running off of empty here. Okay. Oh, there's a back to it. I didn't realise. Um, I mean, 5 0. Has Fulton Greenwich had a 5 0 win before? Well, against JJ United? Or against anyone? I don't know, but you got to look. You got to look at that. I should have put that as in result of the week for JJ United. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, being serious. That 
tattoo is starting to get warmed up again. No, it ain't. It ain't. The boys at Spring Hill Blues ain't going to let me down. They're kicking ass here with Chimera. They are. 8-1 uh, Spring Hill United Blues, one away to um, Chimera. They did a huddle to Spring Hill Blues before the game. Did, did they, they all put their hands in and said, fuck Chimera. That's what they said. <laughs> Uh, Chimera have been going all right Chimera reserves um, of late so well, that's a really good well, win not yesterday not yesterday they got they could have scored one though and made me I did ask the Spring Hill Blues manager look let's let them score one more Chimera so we could have an 8-2 B Chimera but he said fuck Chimera to me so I said <laughs> alright fair play uh, Royal Oaks resurgence continues um, they win 6-1 yesterday against Phil McCracken and his lads um, the Greenwich Challenge Vets you know since McCracken piped up he ain't said a word since, Yeah, he said nothing. He? And the, the challenge vets have been going a bit down the pan. They have. Uh, maybe the cold the cold weather and the old legs <laughs> don't mix. The WD-40 is missing from the, <laughs> from the first aid bag. Uh, Bulltucks played Junior Red Sports in the West uh, Jewish Shield yesterday. They tart the tink. That was my game yesterday. And I'll be honest, um, Bulltucks were really good in the first half. Um, you didn't say that in the group chat they were comfortable no they were I did and they were good in the first half they didn't <laughs> I have did, to, I did believe me they didn't really have to get out of of second gear yesterday at all but um, Junior Reds had their moments missed quite a few chances <laughs> in the first half they had a player playing off the left yesterday um, who was a real good outlet for them um, a quali- they were a quality, quality finisher away um, from being closer uh, to a result yesterday Bulltarks um, just did enough. Two penalties in the game, one either one each way. Um, it was a good game, no trouble. How whatsoever. many cards you gave out yesterday? None. You didn't give a card out. No, I did two games yesterday. Was your fringe in your eyes? <laughs> I did. Two, you love a card. I did two games yesterday. No sim bins. No yellow cards. No red cards. You've been having an off weekend. The gobbiest game. I did an under 15s game. Under under 15s or 16s after this one. Um, yesterday afternoon, and that was got. They were gobbier than these boys. They were exemplary and a good, a good. Um, Mate, a I good went on the I went West on the London Fund. FA website the other day, and you was averaging five cards a game. I can tell you what I'm averaging. Cards averaging a game. five cards a game. Two they, yellow, apparently, they give you your own parking space and released you a car. I'm part You're of sorting Kent, them out. I'm part of the Kent FA, so you got that wrong. <laughs> That's where I was in Kent. That's been another Andrew. That's where I was in Kent. Okay, uh, yeah, but a good game, real good game, good game of football. Um, impressed with Junior Red Sports. I can see why they've um, done well um, over the last couple of seasons. Uh, but ball types, yeah, they're they're a bit. There's a bit of class about them. Need to probably, if they were more clinical yesterday and more um, direct at times, um, it could have been much wider a score. But they did well. Well done, lads. Uh, in the Peep Smith Memorial Cup, uh, Crayford Arrows w- uh, lost three two to Burridge Blues. We did say this would be a good game. Two teams, yeah. similar styles. Um, Burridge Blues in the Cups you can't you can't bet against them you can't but 3-2 sounds like they were run close they didn't have it their own way like no. they've had in recent games because in, normally in Cup games they kind of give teams a bit of an hiding don't they so Crayford Arrows fair fair play to them and they've, they've give that a good go likely to be playing each other next year in the senior division I think Crayford Arrows are there or thereabouts in the promotion places in Div 1 I think they're top so that'll be interesting yeah I think um, Red Velvet will get amongst that as well this season so that's looking like a good division Div 1 um, Burridge Blues um, good side well done lads uh, under the radar beat Barnhurst 3-1 um, Barnhurst not happy uh, with the game no. uh, how it panned out um, as we heard a little bit of a maybe a trigger happy uh, 
Lionel there. Trigger happy Lionel's as we find that. We've, we've, we've heard this football. in recent seasons though with UTR in close games. When teams get an equaliser, the flag tends to go up. Unfortunately, not saying anyone's um, got having muscle spasms or not, but um, it's just a bit. Maybe just the planes were quite close to London City Airport, there, aren't we? At, at you think someone was directing traffic <laughs> yeah. or something? Just yeah. a bit. Uh, Where was the game? Was this Meridian yesterday? Yes, it wasn't Meridian, wasn't it? Uh, under the radar. <clears throat> anyway, Barnhurst, um, they're good form recently. Uh, Cataud in the cups, um, but they're looking much better. I think they would have 3-1. It would have been more than 3-1 a few weeks ago. Now they've turned it around. Could have been 2-2 two, two at one stage. Looking to crack on with the, with their season. Unlucky boys, well done to Under the Radar. They move on to the next round. Uh, in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup, Hartford Athletic 6. The Bandits won. What um, a result, by the way. Hartford. Uh, referee Steve Hughes texted me yesterday and said, um, this game has to be in game of the week it was a fantastic performance um, Hartford outplayed uh, Borden Sports um, the Bandits in every single way yesterday uh, I think Luke oh Luke's found his level isn't he he's, uh, <laughs> he's he's filtering out now you don't really see him scoring any goals do you he's not, he's not walloping 30 a season he's found his level mate uh, I mean, I won't comment on that. I, he's a fantastic player. Um, I didn't say he won't, just saying he's found his level. But the referee said it has to be game of the game match of the uh, result of the day. I switched over groups to our group, Gibbs, and you'd have picked you picked it anyway. So you know what you're doing, mate. I'm on the ball, innit? <laughs> I'm on the old Sean Paul. You know it I mean? was a great, it was a good result. Hartford on to the next round of my favourite cup in um, Sunday League football. Much more credible than the London Cup, for instance, where um, cries of Cries of fixing, of fixing, as uh, have been outraged on um, social media today. Players being proven that they can't play for certain teams. Competition officer shutting his eyes to it. Is this the same competition officer that? <laughs> yes. No comment. No yeah. comment. He's got a nice holiday planned this year. No doubt. He's got. He's got. He's got all sorts planned this year. Yeah. Um, it's finance free Range Rover convertible <laughs> uh, the Plumpsy Challenge Cup some more games Bexley Hawks nil Bayswater free um, Bexley Hawks feel like they did themselves proud yesterday in a game against let's, let's be honest it's between them and under the radar for the Prem title this year but I don't exclude Balden don't exclude, exclude Balden I mean there's a big game happening this weekend that will decide oh yeah. it's a big game this weekend big game. we'll get on to that get your shortly. flat cap and your Mac on let's go Bexley Hawks happy, um, but it turns out Gibbs um, Bayswater perhaps. Um, I think that's a good result for Bexley Hawks. It's a great, it's a great result. We won't go into any more detail. Considering they banged thirteen last week, didn't they? Um, Bayswater. It is three nil um, is a is 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 a very credible for Bexley Hawks to come out with their heads high. Bexley Hawks will be just thinking. I think they should concentrate on on another promotion um, from the league. They're in now. They're a good side. We know they they usually respond from a loss with a win so next week hopefully um, they'll be okay well run club very well Pete's a top bloke as well um, they'll they won't let that um, affect them too much uh, Danson Albion 5 Fleetwood Fleet Down Mac 2 Danson have nicked the Mac you know because they yeah. have won a few games on the spin now I'd expect them to beat Fleet Down United and no disrespect boys um, Fleet Down beat the Peoples last week come on they got the Mac up front Fours a win again this week in the Plumsy Challenge Cup against Sardestid JFC from the uh, Quota Municipal League. A very good win 
Forza are quickly becoming my eighth favourite team. <laughs> they are. They're a good. They're a good bunch of guys. It's nice to see them. Uh, nice to see them doing well. Uh, Golden Eagles win four 0 against Eltham Lions Youth. Good. Well done, Fuck off, bet to the mid league. Um, Hatch and Royals played two games yesterday. It turns out they have enough players to play two games. Some teams struggle to get one team out, eleven out, and these guys are getting two teams out and, and sending the team down into Kent as well. I know. Uh, it's they crazy. Won. Fair play to Don and Hatcham for that. Hatcham Royals won thirteen one against uh, New Life yesterday. I'll be honest, I'm I'm no disrespect, but probably with the players that Hatcham have available, I'm surprised New Life like scored and that's no disrespect. But I know that um, Hatcham do have some very quality players. So again Probably fair play to New Life for keep going um, till the end and getting a goal. But um, Hatcham will do that to Rawls, will do that to a lot of teams. They will. Uh, in the Burt Holloway Trophy, you're not doing it. Hey, Burt! <laughs> uh, Kingsford lost 5-1 to Inter Belvedere. Now, these two teams are, I would say... This was a very shock result for me, to be fair. Not, and, not yeah, I agree. Not the win, but... No, the, the, no not the, the, the win, but the manner of yeah, it, yeah, the distance yeah. in goals, because... Both a very good team, but I do think that it makes a massive statement from um, Inter Belvedere to going out and probably beating a, a, a good team like Kingsford 5-1. I agree. It's a massive statement of intent. But also, you, in the Plumster Challenge, you missed out Marden Miners against Baldwin Sports A. Can't see it. Take your fringe at your eyes. It's not on it's my above, sheet. It's above Kingsford. Not on my sheet, it's not. Oh, Jamie, you had one job. One job. Marden Miners um, welcomed Borden Sports A to um, Marden, I guess. <laughs> Deep somewhere far. Uh, Borden Sports A went all the way down there with 10 men. 10 men, Billy and the boys come Did back with a one-zipper. One, one nil away from home win for Billy and the lads. That's a great result, you know. Oh, Marden, Marden are a top uh, top division side, I believe, in the uh, Maidstone and Mid-Kent. Um, and well done for their teams for taking part in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the win, one nil win. I bet that that felt so good yesterday. And normally a one nil like that does, doesn't it? It does. But fair play, you know, to all these external teams, Golden Eagles, Marden Miners, um, anyone that sent the Plumstead Sanderstead, anyone that sent the Plumstead Challenge Cup um, from the start or still in it now, um, Hatcham Rolls. It's a it's a great cup and fair play for entering it and finding the time in your fixtures because um, there's obviously a lot of games for everyone. So fair play. I agree. I wish I wish more more leagues were allowed to. To enter, especially uh, obviously the OBD SFL, I wish there was more allowance for that because it's really such a good cup that embraces all the leagues and all the teams to come and celebrate um, charity. So for me, it's a brilliant one. Um, where were we? Lesser FXI played Peckham Rye in the Westford Shield 2 1 Gibbs against um, lower placed opposition. Um, did you play? Me, our wheat dog. Honestly, just for that, I'm not going to lend you the wash and go now. But you, <laughs> I uh, washed and it went. <laughs> um, mate, you got to remember they're top of Division Eight and they've come on leaps and bounds um, from last time we played them. Mm. We've played them a few times in pre-seasons before. Um, I'll be honest with you, it was a very um, the pitch was was nice. It's probably one of the nicest you're going to get for for Sunday League in the in divisions we're at. Um, Literally, it was kind of it was a game of midfield. Like they didn't cut us open and have any clear shots. We didn't really cut them open. There was a few shots from time to time, but I'll be honest, the keeper keeper never had one save to make. If I'm being honest, throughout the whole game, um, we went two 0 up. First goal was a keeper's kick the ball. Peach just hit it back straight over him. To be honest, um, about ten yards in there off and uh, lobbed him one nil. And then the second goal, Ross has um, got onto a free ball from. 
the centre half Warney, and uh, it was two 0 and then they got a goal about five minutes from the end, really, and it obviously makes that bit more squeaky bum time towards the end. But we was by far off our best, and I'll be honest with you, we always do this every year after Christmas. We start off so terrible after Christmas. Up to Christmas, we're, we're good, and then after Christmas, we're just we're just shit, and then we struggle to get back in that groove. It happened. It happened every season. So we're hopefully hopefully over it now, and we're just shaking off that um, that Christmas uh, Christmas blues. But um, but yeah, two one. I mean, it's not like there was goal difference. So doesn't matter. We're Wins through. It's a cup in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So. We go through to play SE 69ers in the third round. and um, Easy draws for Peck and Rye. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But Lesser, as I say, come on leaps and bounds. They they battled, they caused problems. Um, but they weren't a game for keepers, really. Keepers never really had anything to, to do. It was just kind of cancelling each other out, if I'm being honest. Congratulations on the big win against eight, uh, Division 8-placed um, Lesser Records. Fucking Rekhetsa. hell, mate. <laughs> Move out the window, let some sunlight in. Do you know what I mean? He's <laughs> fucking right, bitchy today, Jay, isn't he? In the Fred Jolly Trophy, uh, Memorial Trophy, Villacourt, 1-3-2 against Avery Hill Athletic. Congratulations to um, Villacourt. In the Kent Sunday Junior Cup, Druids 3, Crocodile 1. That was a shit away day for Crocodile. That's a tough journey. I think they were in Herne Bay. Herne Bay. I think some of the lads actually booked hotels down there, didn't they? Probably why they probably fucking went out on the town because they were right (laughs) on top of the game. Um, But yeah, 3-1. That's a tough away day. Um, Crocodile will be back to concentrate on their Westfer exploits where they're doing well in their division. Uh, Newcross Rovers get get dumped out of the cup as well at Range Rover Sports. They got run over. (laughs) They got flattened, didn't they? All terrain. (laughs) They took, um, apparently the pitch was off road. They were at home. <laughs> yeah, it was off road. Where do they play? Oh, they play at the the wreck, didn't they, over at Orpington? No, not New Cross. They play somewhere else now, don't they? They got a ground. I thought they were there. Their reserves were there. It was there last season, but they've got a ground now. Um, apparently, it's a decent a decent surface. I can't remember where it is though. Thank you. Uh, Footscray Lions vets. Keep up to date, week dog with Sunday league. This says drew one all in the Kent Junior Trophy. I think it, I believe it was one nil. I, I spoke to a Footscray Lions vets player that I know. They won, yeah. They won one 0 yeah. Congratulations to the vets. What well, they last reigning uh, West for team in it now? In the trophy, definitely. Um, well done, boys. Um, Old crafty wily foxes. So your games of the week this week, Gibbs? Um, can you just talk while I try and find them? Oh yeah, that's what we do. What did you? Um, let's have a look. What did you go for? I picked out some top bombing games, starting in the Prem. So Kingsford, Kingsford 1, Inter Belvedere 5. I mean, yeah, it's not Oh, these surprise. are results of the week, my friend, not games of the week. Results of the week for this week. We're going expl- to talk a bit about the selections. We, people seem to accept, since Phil McCracken had a go, people seem to accept the uh, the choices now, didn't they? They do. I've not uh, the the people's made it last week, so they were quite cheerful. <laughs> Kingsford five, Kingsford's five one. Kingsford loss five, Kingsford five against Inter Belvedere. Inter Belvedere really going all. I'll guns. just rephrase that for his uh, stutter. It was Kingsford one. Well, Inter Belvedere stu- five. People last week must have thought I was pissed and had a stutter <laughs> with the fucking sound quality. Yeah, actually, come out to use like Kevin McAllister, <laughs> the father from Home Alone two on the voice yeah, recorder. Did. Uh, Royal Oak six one against Greenwich Vets. Guardio, little shout out there to Harvey Kid. Well done. Yeah, I think um, with a couple of signings they've made from uh, Welling Park Spartans, they're going to be um, a team to keep your eyes out for for the rest of the season. Probably um, not. They might have a say in the title race now. Well, they'll have a say by beating the teams around them. Sadly, yeah. um, the the earlier part of the year has probably killed them from doing any getting top, any top four. Though. Top four, they can make the Champions League. <laughs> Chimera reserves 
Um, 8-1 loss to Spring Hill Blues. Oh, they 8-1 hell of a beating. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Spring Hill United uh, Blues looking really good for promotion this year. And Hartford's 6-1 win of the Bandits. They haven't lost uh, like that for Eddie ages. out, Eddie out. That's what they're shouting. Hashtag Eddie right. out on social media. His job's under threat, you know. Hartford doing a good job. Mark Dolby said they were the better team from start to finish yesterday. Wow. Hartford, they couldn't get near him, So I heard that Eddie's job is hanging by a thread. Yeah, I mean, Mark does it all anyway now, doesn't he? Oh, my. I, don't th- I think Mark must have left it to Eddie yesterday, judging by the result. There's no way Mark <laughs> would have managed that 6-1. Even uh, shut up shop. Let's get on with the Orpington and Bromley section. So now for the Orpington and Bromley results for the 16th of January. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, Andrew. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. You played an hour yesterday. How are the legs feeling? Uh, very stiff. Very, very stiff. Need to get that WD-40 that Gibbs was talking about earlier. As stiff as Gibbs when he's in your presence. I, I'm just glad he's got his balls at that vice that he had him in last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It sounded like he was on the mass Singer, didn't he? I know. Fucking I, beaver. It really annoys me. that when we. I mean, we've we've adapted today, um, but it really annoys me when the sound quality isn't any good because I do listen back because um, I like to listen to them, the brilliant, funny things that I say. Doesn't take you long, then, does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that skip button gets abused. <laughs> that highlight really long. <laughs> um, I bet he's made a little best of for himself, hasn't he? <laughs> Listens back to it in the bath. 450 episodes of Listen Back. <laughs> for the one joke you've made. <laughs> uh, in the senior, <clears throat> Farnborough old boys, Neil Kenningwell. Neil. Boring, move on. Yeah, Vince was happy. Whoever runs the Farnborough. Twitter was happy with the point and they feel like they're making positive strides but nil-nil in Sunday League football. We're not talking Boring. about that. Uh, in the Prem, <coughs> Groundhoppers 4, Elmstead 3. Boring. Good win for Groundhoppers. Um, much improved result for them. Elmstead are a good side. Um, Groundhoppers move on to play uh, Farmer Reserves next week. That'll be a good game. Um, that'll be, uh, that was a good one that I refereed earlier in the season so uh, ground up is moving now. Uh, Saha inflict MSL's first loss of the season with a two-one win. Uh, is that is that Saha going to go now? We're going to finally see the team we've expected all season to start. Yeah, turning they look because they're going to be right in amongst it now. With Sports King and Hacienda. That's really um, got anything to do with him. Because if he has, don't count on me. Nah, <clears throat> I think he, 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 he says he does the admin, but he messages me about forty times a week asking me what to do. Um, <laughs> So yeah, no, MSL obviously that's a first loss and not that many league games, but yeah, Saha looked like they could now be one of three challenging. Absolutely. Uh Sports King All Stars win two one away uh, at home, sorry. At Penalty Farnborough Old Boys Guild. It's not a penalty. Reserves. Um it's, yeah. not, it's not a penalty. <laughs> it wasn't a pen. But um, leave the fucking guy alone, man. He's a good ref. Fuck me. But I don't get all the social media yes. bits. Needless. Um, it's not fair. You can see um, the angle that Adam would have had <coughs> it looked like I'm sure he would have loved to have that fucking angle of the camera yeah. during the game let's not keep doing this with, with VO cams of all cams as well on social media let's just stop doing it um, he gets one look and to be fair it looked like there was something that went on um, just one as a clip look. the lino 
as Adams check with the lino and he's been and he's given it. Lino's what ten feet away. It is it. Stop crying. It is what it is. Anyway, it's Sunday, it's Sunday football. I know we all want to win, but it is what it is. Don't do it via social media, please. Uh, in the first division, uh, Lewisham Islamic Centre <laughs> thumped six-one by Royal Southwark. That's more like the Royal Southwark we expected, Jamie. Yes, absolutely thumped as you said. Um, Looks like they're back on form, uh, and if they can keep that up, then they're going to start climbing the table very, very fast. Yes. So one team that I doubt people will look forward to playing. Lots of football to play, of course, um, for uh, Royal Southwark. Loads of games to catch up on. Um, what do we think, Jamie, before we move on about the Cups being suspended? Are we are we happy with that? Or is it a bit of a knee-jerk reaction? Um, I wouldn't say happy. Knee-jerk, possibly. Um, although, Needed? Well... Looking at some of the divisions, probably, but it would have been nice maybe uh, some sort of compromise where teams are afforded the option if they want to play, try and play their games midweek, for example, to get through the Cups. I mean, they were all at knockout stages. I'm not sure how early um, most of them were. We certainly were still in two of them, which fuck knows how we managed that. <laughs> um, so from our perspective, it's a little bit disappointing because a Cup run is always nice, but... I suppose from the league's perspective, they wouldn't want to be just be sitting on it and then in three, four, five weeks' time having to make the call yeah. and then they've already lost a couple of weeks. So, well, they've still got enough weeks to fit in all the league games and, and kind of cast them. I can understand it. But, yeah, it's always disappointing to lose so Cups. Kills, kills some of the team's seasons if they're not going to do anything oh, yeah. in the league. and <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> it, it does, but... Um, yeah, not having a go. I understand the league. The yeah, league. I understand the reasoning, um, and we just got to go on with it. But yeah, maybe a little bit of two-way communication might have maybe found a different solution. Maybe Essie Don's being out of the cup means that they're not. The cruise is off for a year. Yeah. Um, well, Bob's got his Christmas money. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Albion when I travelled to West Wickham yesterday and they shared a two-all draw. Um, that feels like a result I would have guessed, Jamie. Yeah, Desmond, probably. Um, probably a better result for Lesser, I think, being away from home, West Wickham being top. Yeah, good game that. That would have been a brilliant one. Uh, in the second division, Blase Ballers lost 2-0 to Phoenix Sports 2. Um, Blase just falling off a bit, Jamie, after a good start to the season. Two losses in a row now. Um, yeah. Phoenix bouncing back from the heavy defeat to Westerham last week. Um, and that keeps their kind of head above water in the title race. But Blase probably needs to pick up points in the next couple of weeks if they want to stay up there. Absolutely. Uh, Broccoli won, New Beckenham four. Um, New Beckenham putting Broccoli to the sword, their firepower. Uh, New Beckenham will get, them over, will get them through so many games. Uh, this season, well done, lads. Unlucky to Broccoli. Uh, Hayden Youth lo- uh, win two-one against DC Football you're not, uh, Football Club. Um, <clears throat> going with the form book there. Uh, Manorwood nil, LSU Lions nil. Boring. Two, two nil nils in Sunday football. What the hell is going on, Jamie? Your game yesterday. You travelled all the way down to Westrum. I can't. No, this, no, this ain't a dig at Westrum. How how have we got teams playing it at um, Burgess Park? And Westrum in the same well, league. Well, is it, is it not meant to be within, is it 10 miles of yeah. Petswood Station? I think displacement-wise, it's like nine and a half miles. Okay. Um, so it's just in the catchment area. Fair enough, I shut I shut my mouth. But you lost you lost 2-1 yesterday, Jamie. Mm. Was there green shoots of positivity during the match or was was the uh, was it a tough day? Definitely shoots of positivity. We actually played some nice stuff at times, but <sighs> it's a game where it could quite easily 
probably should have been five six, um, but quite possibly could have been two two. We could have it, but um, they created a hell of a lot of chances both halves. How they didn't score, I've no idea. A keeper, still a standing keeper, who had to phone at nine o'clock to come, um, made some good saves. We didn't really help ourselves. We were just couldn't clear the ball. It was one. It was weird to just couldn't kick the ball at our own fucking half mm-hmm. at times, which was as adults is quite alarming. But <laughs> it allowed them to keep a bit of pressure on us. Um, we started biting off some half chances, but then they, they got the goals, yep. 2-0 up, um, and they, they looked pretty comfortable there. But we got one back from a set piece five, ten minutes before half time. So we're in at 2-1, reasonably happy to still be in the game. Um, second half, we played a lot of good stuff. The game kind of started to stretch open a bit. They sat a little bit deeper. Um, and tried to hit us on the break and they got in quite a few times for doing that we huffed and puffed played some nice stuff in wide areas but never really threatened I don't even think their keeper made a save mm. until we we had a goal we scored that again but it, it chopped for offside I'm, I'm told for the boys that were up at that end of the park it wasn't offside but it's Sunday football on it um, I, I flagged for one of theirs that ended up being offside and he was offside um, but it's, it's disappointing it's another loss at the end of the day but we've still got 14 games left and a lot of players to come back I've had a look through the games we've had so far this season and when you put it in a context the games we've had 11-12 no keeper square pegs and round holes and only losing a, a decent side 2-1 there albeit um, it should have been more but we've got a lot of good qualities there we just need that little bit of luck and maybe one or two extra subs just to kind of bring some fresh legs into a game and results will probably start to change let's hope so <coughs> unlucky yesterday well done to Westrum uh, they're a good team so um, kind of have to brush that one off uh, and Div 3 Ellis Athletic win 3-2 against the Warren uh, FC Deptford lose 5-8 to Old Langley no what a game um, Hayden Youth Resies win 3-2 against Crayford Arrows good win for the Hayden Youth Reserves boys um, Tudor Sports Rangers lose 2-1 to Italia Wastils uh, Italia Wastils going strong this season much better from them uh, Woosh United win 2-1 against Belmont Athletic having seen Belmont twice this season um, that's no mean feat beating them uh, 2-1 is a good result Woosh well done uh, nice to see you playing some league games. I think that's the third or fourth league game of the season so far, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, FC United against Wilgar voided. Um, hopefully no one's folded. I'm not that I'm aware of, no. Uh, Diff, not. In Div 4, Hawksbrook Wanderers nil. FC United of Bromley 6. Um, good win. FC Peak and South London Spartans went again after meeting last week. A 7-1 win, I believe, for South London Spartans last week. This week, 9-1, Jamie. Peak, uh, Peak didn't learn their lesson. No, they, they didn't. Um, normally, you see a result last week and then the, the teams play again immediately and it's usually a lot closer. Yeah. Um, definitely not the case this week. Definitely not the case. Um, unlucky to Peak, um, Southland and Spartans doing their goal their goal difference a good, um, healthy shot in the arm in the last two weeks. Well done, boys. Uh, Hayes and Pickers win again. Big tie in Division 5. Um, this weekend, Hayes and Pickers winning 1-0 against Phoenix Sports 5. It looked like it was those two um, for the title challenge this, this year. Better that was a great, like, t- first three seconds, we're both going for the, the league title and you nick a 1-0. Better that was a cracking game. 1-0 was a great, and Mourinho says they're his favourite results. And... He's a prick, though. <laughs> but that was a brilliant game. Oh, well done, boys. Uh, 
Other games in Div 5. Alberton Colts draw one all with SE Lions. Come on, the Colts. The point is a something to cheer about. Petswood Road Runners win 3 1 against Benhurst. I was more disappointed at this, this result than my own. Well, Benhurst look, have looked good this year. Um, they've definitely improved and look like um, pr- promotion candidates for sure. Petswood Road Runners um, come out winners. Well done, boys. SE Ballers win 4 0 against Hayes Old Boys. Shortland Spitfires um, shoot their opposition down yesterday. 3-1 against Kelsey Park. Well done to Shortland Spitfires shooting down their opponents, Jamie. Uh, in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup, Bickley crash out against Rising Sun. 2-1 for the Bickley boys. Um, left to concentrate on their OBDSFL Senior Division season. Uh, unlucky. Rocker Seniors win 6-3 against Cuxton 1991. Good win for Rocker. Well done. Monument seconds uh, draw two all with Hatcham Royals in normal time, and Hatcham Royals making it two wins in the same day. So um, this was a, a Hatcham Royals eleven essentially. Then I'm yeah. guessing the stronger team played in the Plumstead Cup. Although I'm guessing maybe not. Maybe not. Um, yeah, Hatcham Royals um, scoring uh, fifteen goals in two games yesterday. Uh, if you don't include the penalties, they scored fucking fifteen all season. <laughs> Well done, boys. Uh, into the next round of the Sunday Junior Cup. Uh, Kingsdale crash out of the same competition. 7-1 against Darland Spartans at home as well. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde, um, Kingsdale this season, has to be said, where I've been for a, few, a couple of seasons now. Uh, Hatch and Beckenham Manor um, back to playing again this week in the uh, Sunday Junior Trophy. 2-0 they win away to Palm Bay United travelling down to the game in style yesterday leather bound seats in a coach Jamie would you expect anything less for the Hatch and Beck and the Manor boys no apparently the butler serving them caviar and shit on the way back in the Surrey Sunday Junior Cup Yule Park Rangers knockout into Milne 4-3 well done to uh, Yule Park unlucky into Milne um, left to concentrate now on your OBD SFL season you, Jam- won't, you won't have the Sun- FA Sunday Cup result on that page because I printed it before it appeared. Oh, but the big one of mm. the day for the YouTube fans amongst us. Um, Baytees welcomed uh, SE Dons to their ground at Barking, Barking FC, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yesterday afternoon kickoff, um, 3 0 at half time to Baytees. Dons got it back to 3 2. At full time, I think it was. What a spoiler alert for this week! <laughs> <laughs> well, this is uh, you come to the Silk Grassroots for the latest and greatest information, don't you? Hot off the press, mate. Hot off the press. First. Both teams down to ten men, as we hear. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I know Don's missed a penalty. Mont's I mean, missed I mean, a penalty. Missed it. I think it landed I in my fucking was, front um, garden. I believe it was Joe Denny that got sent off the centre half. Okay. Probably a line. Thanks, a, Jeff. Dogs are. Someone scored! Someone scored! Oh, missed it. <laughs> um, yeah. 3-2 to Baytees. Well done. Uh, a penalty miss from Dons. Uh, they'll be left to rue, uh, rue that and of all the players to miss it as well. You wouldn't expect Mons to do that. Um, they're now out of the London Cup, out of the Nationals. So they're here to concentrate on their OBD SFL season. I don't think they entered the Kent Prem Cup, did They've they? They've got Hatcham in the Kent Cup oh, this they, Sunday. Two champions. Cheers, Jeff. Back to you in the studio. Tune in later, yeah. <laughs> Two teams um, who have, whose name is on that Kent Prem Cup, so that's a they fantastic probably both want to go out so they can concentrate on winning the league. Probably. Um, I think if either of them go out, it's pretty plain sailing for them both anyway. They have to be, they're mm-hmm. both probably favourites for the title. Uh, favourites for the cup, should I say. Uh, games of the week, chosen by Jamie. Um, Lewisham Islamic Centre won 
um, Royal Southwark six. Quite an easy choice that yeah, one. Kind of back to form for the Royal Southwark boys. Nice to see them back. We do like them. Hawksbrook nil. FC United of Bromley six. Well done to FC United of Bromley. It's not been a fantastic year for you. So a six nil win is good. Um, South London Spartans going two better than they managed last week. Destroying peak 9-1. It had to be in. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Building on a 7-1-1's not easy. Absolutely not. And uh, uh, Petswood Roadrunners winning 3-1 against Benhurst. Benhurst have been a good side this I year. I just don't want to look like I'm too big a Benhurst fan. That's why I've put that in. <laughs> You've shattered the illusion now by making that admission. Uh, Jamie, I'll see you on the other side for the fixtures. <laughs> Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So now for the Westford guest, uh, our first Westford guest of the season, uh, 2022, of course, saw the reintroduction of our guest slot uh, as if our show needed to be longer. Uh, we're now we're now tipping the scales of uh, of three hours every week uh, on the Sunday League show, and thank God uh, because the guest um, the guest slot was always one that I really um, enjoyed, and an old guest has rejoined us, Oscar, um, a bit of a, a known person around uh, Westfa, uh, mainly uh, with, uh, with his uh, jam hat on, which he's got tonight. But he did have a short um, stint at um, Champions last season under the radar. Um, he's with us, Oscar. How you doing? Yeah, all good. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me back. No problem. Uh, it was a bit of a struggle to get a Westford guest, so thank you for um, putting your hand up and saying, "Oh, I'll do it." Um, I think it's nice to have a chat. I think we've just saying off off uh, mic there that we both work from home, so uh, it's pretty nice to have a chat to someone other than the people that you live with every day. Uh, yeah, so no, thanks no. for coming on. Um, I was also we was also saying our listenership has grown somewhat since the last time you was on. I think you was in, you came on season one when we was in uh, dance and property services. I think you came along there. For those that don't know, tell us a quick bit um, about your history with Jam and, and Jam the club itself. Yeah, so I joined Jam probably like four or five years ago. It's all a blur now because um, I was working with Philip. Um, uh, job board in, in central and we played like Friday goals and stuff and he said I'll oh, come play for my team and I just moved from Tooting down to Woolwich yep. and I said oh where do you guys play and he said like Mottingham I'd never heard of it at the time <laughs> ironically <laughs> um, and I said cool yeah I'll come along played a, played a game and I was just playing Saturdays um, I think I was playing for Croydon that year um, in the scaffold prem and then like moved across travel was a nightmare um, and I was, so I was still trying to play Saturdays. I said, yeah, I'll do it. It gives me something to do. Because um, when I moved to London, there wasn't really, didn't really know anyone. So it's a good way yeah. to meet people in football. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just got into got into it that way. And then just, yeah, really enjoyed playing <laughs> pretty much every Sunday yep. um, for them. And that was that was really it. So just carried on um, pretty much no matter what I was doing. Um, keep playing for, for Jam. Um, and yeah, a bit of history about it. Obviously, Philip. Um, is the guy that, that founded Jam. Well, I think we said it was about ten years ago. Might be a bit a bit longer. Um, and we've we finally over the last two seasons got new kits because I think everyone was playing in the same kit from the very first <laughs> game um, for a while. Um, but yeah, Jam Jam means Jesus and ministers. Um, 
So it's a really interesting team, especially for me. Like we've got Pastor Pastor Kwame who plays and say a prayer before every game, um, mm-hmm. which is which is really interesting. It's a very different culture to what I grew up in. I grew up in in Wiltshire, um, where literally like none of this stuff like happens. So it's really nice for me to kind of like understand it. And I really enjoy being part of it. It's actually my uh, my peaceful moment on a Sunday before, yeah. before the ma- maniac uh, stuff happens. No, I mean it's something that you might sort of not. Ma- you don't outwardly do, but maybe it's something that you take into other parts of your football, just a quiet minute for you, with yourself before you jump into the, the huddle and have a chat and st- stuff. It's uh, it's very interesting. And obviously Phil is a well-regarded um, character, shall we say, around around Westford. Um, I like him a hell of a lot. And yeah, I've noticed that they got they got the new kit lately. Yeah, um, it is one of the delivery kits though, isn't it? So obviously Phil doesn't want to dip into his, his big pockets and, and buy a... a a, a kit for you boys we did have we did have the um the nike kit um which was an upgrade which was two seasons ago that we got from buying never losing we bought mm-hmm. off them and that was that was our, our big one but then yeah we uh realized that some of the kits didn't fit everyone um as generously as they would like so we had to get some some bigger <laughs> ones so we were happy with the nike kit. but then we saw the uh the gift of kit initiative come up and uh i applied for it for them and yeah we got we got some nice new kits and yeah we're we're happy with them so they'll be staying for another 10 years i think <laughs> if you can get another 10 years out of them phil yeah. phil will take that definitely um we we've spoken about jam before and obviously um they've they've sort of transitioned from this um relegation sort of expected or relegation fodder type team finishing around the bottom of the division or scraping survival to this one of the sort of keystone teams where you can really set your marker in the West for Prem as as in if you're going to win the division then you're going to have to beat Jam it's basically that in my opinion you Jam have got some fantastic individual players and as a team and as a unit um, they're well renowned around Westford teams. Everybody knows it's not going to be an easy game. Um, what has been like the major changes that Phil's made? Um, I mean, as he as he sort of clamped down on the ad on the admin and the timekeeping and all that stuff. I know that's going to make a few people laugh because <laughs> he probably hasn't improved on the timekeeping element. But what has what has been the major? Is it just literally been the type of player that he's been able to bring in, or is it the whole thing has just is in a good moment. It's, it's a combination of a few things, and, and the timekeeping is not one of them. Um, and to be fair, you can't blame Philip. I know that all the lads, and yeah, getting them out of bed is is, an, is impressive and at the best of times. So yeah, I don't think no matter what <laughs> Philip does, it's not down to him. It's down to the other sixteen, well, say fifteen players that turn up to they decide to, to just get out when they can. Um, yep. But in terms of what's made Jam back, there's a there's a few different things. I think just with with any football team, right it's the continuity of playing with the same players. And I think if you look at non-league football, you know, from like step six upwards, and you can say like, you know, downwards into like step seven, bringing in new players all the time, there's a, that bedding in period and, you know, people don't gel, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I think literally just the fact that it's the same core of jam players that have been there for most of the 10 years. And then yeah. at least from when I've been there, it's the same core as well. So that's four or five years. I think it's just getting used to how people play um, and that like togetherness on the pitch. So I think part of it is just, they just know everyone on our team knows what the other person's going to do. Mm-hmm. And it's that, that kind of, you know, camaraderie and understanding of what they do that just 
helps. And then obviously, yeah, that we we've added players, and I think we stopped going from kind of having bare 11s. It will still happen. Philip will still come on up out pitch. We'll go and go every now and so often. Yeah, but you know, it's general, a bad day when you see Phil up front for Jam. He scored last season. Seeing Philip in goal for Jam was very impressive. He's he's made some unbelievable saves and then outlets. <laughs> but it's uh, I'm sure Barnhurst will tell you about that uh, when they played us. But um, yeah, I think as well the players that you've added, like a lot of our players that were playing when I joined were a lot younger. So like Richard's obviously scoring loads of goals at the moment. And Richard mm. was, when I was there, wasn't getting as many. He's obviously got a f- couple of friends he's brought along as well. I say, obviously, like people know. Um, he's brought a couple of his mates across, um, brought in some some players as well who, who are good players, which helps. But in general, yeah, it's a combination of, I think, players just getting better with age, the team getting better with playing with each other and making sure that we've got more numbers as well to, to come and play. What, what I mean, it's hard to put your finger on it because, as I say, it's such a good unit. But what do you think are the strengths of the of the squad? Uh, is it are you an all round team, or are there certain areas of the pitch where you feel you're strongest? I think yeah, I think we're we're strongest going forward because I think we've just got so much. Like Richard can run in behind and hold the ball. Like we've got Miles, who's really good on the ball, and I'm sure everyone will. <laughs> I've seen all the, the stuff on Twitter of who's the best player on the West Fair, but that, for me, Miles is Miles is great. He's great on the ball. Yeah, he's a good player. Fast wingers. Um, like, you know, I don't think there's many people that think, oh, you know, there's one player we can mark when, when Jam go forward. So I think it's yeah. kind of the unknowing of how you defend against like multiple good players. I think fairly solid at the back. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't say Jam are they're gonna come out playing playing from uh, the goalie every single time. Like predominantly it's not what we do, we can play, but I think it's, I'd say that the team to be more worried about us going forward than, you know, trying to stop us playing out from the back, if that makes sense. It did have, I don't, I'm, if you're saying Phil's playing goal, you might not have him anymore, but you've certainly got one of the best, most unorthodox goalkeepers in the league, considering it looks like he's sort of learnt how to be a goalkeeper rather than be a goalkeeper. Um, really fantastic goalkeeper. Is he still, is he still the man between the sticks, if, if I'm thinking about the same guy? Yeah, no, Ashley, Ashley's still about. Ashley's been about from from forever. Yeah, no, Ashley's uh, got. A, he's a great keeper. He's, <laughs> he's yeah, he's energetic. He's he he will do as much as he possibly can to influence the game. He's got an absolute cannon of a kick on him. Um, it's that UTR game that when we first played him and he he came out of the box twice, trying to like take the winger out and then um, yeah, we gave away a penalty. But yeah, it's he's he's a really good goalie. We we played Bayswater in the London Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, or, must have been a month ago now and he he was out with COVID and it was yeah got my my mate Jordan to, to step in that played with us at Metro Gas and goal and he's a good mm-hmm. keeper but it's not the same as having the you know your normal goalie he knows everyone knows what to do you know what to expect of him so yeah now he's a he's a top keeper and he actually did and does play outfield as well he stopped doing it this year but he was playing centre-back for I think like uh Clapton reserves um on a Saturday and he completed goal so yeah he's he's up <laughs> with his feet he's uh yeah, good player. So you mentioned there uh, under the radar. Obviously, you moved away from uh, Jam for a season. Uh, you maybe got a, like like everyone. Like it's nice to go and see what it's all about. I guess with these with these clubs. But what's been the major difference? We don't need to dwell on um, under the radar too much because obviously they don't seem to need very much publicity. But moving away from Jam, staying at under the radar, and then coming back to Jam. Have you seen? A big difference in the club, or is, or is it essentially how you left it? Because it does seem that there has been um, evolution and improvements every year at Jam. Did you notice that by stepping away 
and then coming back again. To be honest, the jam that I left and the jam that I came back to is fairly similar. And that's kind okay. of what I knew when I, when I came back. Um, in terms of like everything I expected, and that's, that's why I came back. Um, so yeah, I, I left um, after that season because I was, got like the chance to go to go play there, which was, which was good. Had to do um, like a trial match. We had like loads of different people playing against them. Did all right. Played a couple of pre-seasons. They said, yeah, like, you know, come along. We, yeah. we think you're a good player, but, you know, you've got a lot of players up against you. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. Look, I've backed myself to play this. It's West yep. Prem. I've played in it for, like, God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like, Brad Sims, I'd argue, is the best right back in the league. I wouldn't even argue. It's just a fact. Um, so I was like, some, some would say Sunday league football, not just league. He's yeah. a fantastic player. Exactly. So I feel bad. And I thought, oh, you know, maybe you can mm. play left back if someone gets injured and I play right back. But um, yeah, it was that, that was pretty hard. I didn't really play that much. Got injured the last game of pre-season and that for six weeks. Um, and then by the time we came back, we were in a, we had one game, then another lockdown. And then after that, all the Saturday season kind of got um, curtailed. So they ended up signing all the really good players from Bayswater also just folded. So they signed Teddy, yeah. who's playing for um, Bracknell now. Um absolute machine scoring serious amount of goals for them and he was doing it on a Sunday as well Eze who's playing for what Carl Shorten Dom who's at Maidstone now and like loads of other players that were playing you know now are still playing very good level Saturdays so mm-hmm. it just became harder and harder to play you know get the odd substitute appearance but I got to the point where I was like you know I'm not playing Saturdays because you know no one really is um, and on a Sunday I wasn't really playing mm-hmm. I even got to the point where I, I actually dual signed with Lundston um in the Orbiton and Bromley just to get minutes on a Sunday because there's no yep. Saturdays happening. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was good. Like the, the end of the radar team were great, really easy to play football in that team. Like I just like to get the ball past it. When you've got players around you that can just do that and keep you ticking, it's so enjoyable to play in. But the key thing there is playing in. And then I wasn't basically wasn't enjoying it because I wasn't playing. Um mm-hmm. but joined Lullinston and really enjoyed it. Like Joe Plant, some of the boys down there, um Dan Jeffrey, etc. It's you know the top league the Orpington, top Orpington league and I really enjoyed that I was playing pretty much every week I know they were struggling for numbers etc but didn't bother me it was just football enjoyed it it was competitive mm-hmm. um, and then yeah obviously we won the league and just kind of made that decision I was like well look, I've had more fun playing for London and unfortunately they folded because I would just sign there um, but I was like well what do I do do I, just, I want to carry on playing I'm, there's no point staying there and not playing you've mm-hmm. It's a different situation now because everyone's playing Saturdays, but Jam just kind of was the one that for me, I was like, I know what I'm getting. And hence why I mentioned at the start, it's exactly, exactly what I came back to is what I expected. Okay. Um, I guess that sounds like nothing changed and they haven't evolved at Jam, but obviously the COVID period has made a lot of clubs stand still. So just to be surviving, I guess, is a good thing. A lot of, we've seen so many teams fold. Uh, Paul Westfer, um, the Prem division, yeah. Um, has been sort of decimated in a way where we saw teams promoted straight from Division One to the to the Prem Division. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like the quality has perhaps slipped a bit this season due to the those um, those sort of withdrawals? Your, your Peckham Riders who weren't able to put a team to be that at that level. Um, we saw um, obviously Barnhurst went down the division, but we saw teams fold. Um, odd fellows joined and then left again straight away what's the perception from inside the prem on the league itself is it a little bit as though it needs to find its feet again or is it it's still a competitive di- division what's the sort of player's view of that 
Yeah, it's a good question. I think for me, I haven't really played any or really seen any of those teams that came in. So I can't really say, you know, they're not good enough or they are good enough because I'm not, I, you know, I'd just be judging it based off of like a result or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. receiving. Um, but uh, to be fair, from when I've been involved in the West Fair, it was always fairly split into like two or three mini tables anyway. Yeah. Um, but there was always that that top team or top two teams that would be going for it, like well in town when Blaine was running it and they had like Sam Bailey playing, etc. There was always that like, you know, team that you expect to win it and then the team yeah. team or two competing against them, then it break into sort of a mid table and a bottom bit. So in that respect, I don't feel it's changed too much. Um, and also it's, it's Westford and it's, you know, certainly the players tend to be recycled. So there's teams under different names. Um, so, you know, but it is a shame that when you make these constitutions and you see the teams, you know, oh, that, that'll be, that'll be a good league. And then it changes two or three times before it goes into it. Um, then that's, that's a, that's a shame. Like I, I know that obviously the actual odd fellows pulled out and they were always a competitive team. Mm-hmm. And then, this new odd fellows came in and don't think they actually played a fixture. Oh, I think they played us in one game. I wasn't even signed, but I know that it was something like eight, one or something. And yeah, there was no ref or it was a, a bit of a madness. And then they left the league. So it, it's hard for me to judge it at the moment, but I still see it as the same old West Ridge. You've got two, three teams going for the league and then everyone else fighting for everything else. Mm-hmm. What are the aspirations? What did Phil set any sort of, aspirations for the season I know he likes a cup final I know he likes his cups um and he's got his name on the the president's uh, cup quite recently um but did he does he go that far to set goals for the season or is it just see how we go I guess I think there's always goals in, in anything right and it, it's to do well and obviously you know jam is Philip so he wants to do well and he wants the club to do well um and it seems to just be cups naturally. It's there's not a there's not a you know let's go out and win this cup. There's pride of you know being in cup finals etc. But um, I'm not sure if Jam will ever consistently be and able to go and like win all, every game. Like for example, under the radar did, regardless of you know how good the players are etc. I think it's just a consistent thing. Whereas cups suit us perfectly. I think they yeah. up, up their game bef- before. That's the reason why I said when they. When I left, it was the same jam I came back to. That's the season where Jam were in pretty much every single cup, semi-final or quarter-final that there was. They hadn't been knocked out of a cup, yeah. uh, bar the London Cup, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I think jam, Jam's aim is to at least get a trophy or a cup this this year. Um, and, I, you know, Philip was really proud of getting to where we got to in the London Cup. You know, it's the third round. Um, they beat, I've forgotten who it was, they beat the team in the first round and then they beat... Catford, which we played in the second round, and getting there was that was good. Kind of a shame we played we played Bayswater because it was an, an all Westford piece. Yeah. But to get further than some of the teams that you know, like UTR, who obviously they played different teams, they played Dons as different tests. But to get into that third round draw was quite good, and you know we desperately wanted to to try and get into the to the quarters because it put a bit more sort of respect on on Jam's name in that sense of people knowing that you know they are a good team, but. For us, you know, that was more than we expected to achieve. We never were going to win the London Cup in, in most of our opinions. So yeah. just, to, well, just to do that's been more than one objective ticked off. Uh, I know Phil would have been keen to represent the league as well. I know um, Phil's proud about um, Westford and I know he, he enjoys the league. So I know that he would have been trying to represent the league there with Jammer going as far as you possibly could. Obviously, it's one of the, it's, you know, the most 
competitive county cup in the southeast let's say yeah. uh maybe maybe wider um but yeah it's a fantastic competition and yeah third round uh, against the top side in Bayswater is is no shame uh, and yeah well done to that one uh who are the rivals i know we've just sort of said it's quite a new league now so all of the older faces the barnas and things like that aren't in the same league as you guys anymore uh, lots of the older teams I'm, I'm trying to think of teams who i mean i did a great game between jam and, and savannah um years ago oh, yeah. in, a, in a cup semi-final at charlton park uh i'm guessing they were sort of those older sort of face teams the old the og teams mm. would have been rivals to jam but um who sort of stands out and you're well you during your journey with jam who stands out as rivals uh through the through those sort of five years yeah, well, I think Savannah was the age-old rival, um, which was a, a shame to go down again. I only played, I played in that semi-final. the only time I played against Savannah, I think, or they played in a league game. And yeah, there was, I think there might have been a religious team as well. So there was a lot of, of competitive nature there. And mm-hmm. the tackles, I remember that semi-final were. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, it was so decent. A bit, a bit mental. Um, in terms of when I've been there, it's been Barnhurst and we still can't get away from them. We played them, played them in a cup this year. Just laughing with Steve. I was like, literally, no chance. We're not ever going to not play you. Um, and they still gave us a good game, went 3 0 up, and they got back to 3 2. Just something about them. It's predominantly have our number. Um, I think Bayswater are the current rivals just because there's, you know, there's always been a back and forth with Bayswater. I played against them once and we'd beaten them, and then they went up when I was, hadn't been there, beating us and they beat us in the cups. So I think it's the Bayswater is the rival, uh, really. I think Philip and, and Kurt have a good back and forth. Um, I think we enjoy playing each other. I think so. I think Bayswater are current rivals, but I think the boys are interested to see what um, Baltarks have got as well. We've got them yeah. coming up in in the semi final. Um, I can't remember what cup. I think it's President's Club Cup because Oddfellows were supposed to be in the semi and quit, and they were playing Meridian, and I think they had that uh, fight or something. And yeah. They, got put through so yeah I think Baltarks are interested to play against they're looking forward to that so we'll see how uh, that goes but yeah currently Bayswater and I guess see see how the uh, game is against Baltarks but expect to be a good one the Baltarks do seem to be that sort of up and coming young team with something about them I'm not saying that other teams aren't but they're certainly a young team that have had some eye catching results uh, took UTR all the way of course in a cup game mm. uh, and uh, yeah that they do seem like a good team I've got them uh, or I had them, sorry, at the time of recording, I've got them, but when this goes out, I had them um, on the weekend uh, against Junior Red Sports. So I'll be interested to see them, especially I heard at, at home on that 3G pitch, um, it suits their style. So um, I'll be I'll be very interested to see um, how that goes. Um, yeah, good, good, good answer. Too. Right, so predictions for uh, the Prem division. Mm. Uh, you've been at UTR. You've seen Bayswater uh, at full flow and you know them probably uh, well as well. Um, who, I'm assuming that it's going to be UTR or um, Bayswater to, to win the, the Prem Division. Who would you? Who would your pick be? If not Jam, obviously, who would your pick be between the two of those? Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the league table already lost two games and they're under the radar, four and four and Bayswater. Three and one, that uh, three and one draw. So, yeah, it's looking like those two. But again, Bolden have won all three of theirs. But from what I've seen, when you know UTR played Bolden, they beat him in the double header. Um, it's a tough one because knowing the people at UTR um, and the type of players that will get for the big games, it's uh, 
you know, if they play Bayswater, they'll have their best possible team to go up against Bays. And Bays' best team's pretty, pretty damn good as well. I know mm-hmm. a few of the boys play for Metro Gas and then uh, a lot of them as well play, you know, good level, Scaffold Prem, um, Scaffold One. So I think that would be a really tight game. Um, I think, yeah, I, to be honest, I couldn't pick it between the two of them. The only, I guess you, at the moment, I could give it a UTR because I kind of know all of them. I know that they know how to win and they've apparently got, what, two more points, same games than So I'll go UTR, but I genuinely think that will go down to the wire. Like, I don't think Bays or UTR are really going to slip up against anyone. No. Um, I think it'll only be the games that they play against each other that will be the, the decider, nothing else. I can't see them really slipping up. Yeah. against other teams so I think it'll all be down to the results obviously they've got history together as well if you if you've seen their cup finals against each other they're they're going to be absolutely up against each other to to do it and even the the last game UTR played against Bayes it was a uh, Bayes equalised in the last minute and uh the Lino gave it offside and yeah literally the club folded obviously a week there not to do with it but it doesn't look like it's uh got any more you know less heated you expect it to be exactly the same type of game so I'll, I'll, I'll have to give it on edge to, to UTR but I expect Bayes could easily nick that and, and win the league as well yeah it's, it's it's the it's a real good fight to uh for that title probably the good the no disrespect to any teams but it's the good thing about the that that champion that championship fight between the two of them is going to be fantastic and obviously Bayes need to win the first one to nick that because they've got that draw on the record. They need to get the win first of all and then see what happens after that. It's going to be a great, a great run in um, something that has uh, been positive about the Prem. So the best opposition that um, Jammer faced so far this season or your favorite and your favorite game, the best oppo may be Bayswater in the London cup, presumably, but, um, but that might not, it might not be it. Who's impressed you the most and which has been your favorite game? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. It, it, yeah, in terms of ones I played in, but I've only played in like six or seven because, again, I've got my every year biscuit ankle before the start of the season, so I come back after. Yeah, it's got to be Bayswater. I felt we, after the first 10 minutes against them, we played it on a very muddy Mottenham and we got a couple of chances. One cleared off the line, thought we might have a chance here. But they went two up and then we weren't really in the game until we got a goal back in like the 70th. And by that point, they were still too far gone. They were playing on a pitch that didn't suit them. They're, a very good ball playing team, but they also had to battle and win headers, etc. So yeah, best team we've played against is is being Bayswater in that that London Cup game for sure. Um, and I think I wasn't there, but by all accounts, that Gower All Stars that we beat on penalties in the London Cup was was a really close game. I think it was three or and they they nicked it on pens. So yeah, the the best one, the one that I've enjoyed the most, it it <laughs> it's a challenging one because I've pretty much been hung over for all the games that we've played. Um, so I haven't really enjoyed any of them. Um, I guess I guess Barnhurst because even though you know we won and went a few up and I actually hated the game, but it was good to to see those lot. But in general, I've not really enjoyed any of the games because I, I just wanted to throw up most of the time. Yeah, you you and everyone else on the pitch, so don't worry too much. You weren't yeah. you weren't alone feeling like that. Uh, the teammate section mm. uh, of Jam, obviously you've been around. You're probably one of the older older members of the team, even with your year off, um, you're probably one of the, the elder statesmen of the team. Who's got the worst banter at Jam? And I'm going to say Phil, it must be Phil straight away. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm like the the odd one out when it comes to the banter. Like I'm I'm learning I'm learning their banter. Like I've got loads of Nigerians, Ghanaians, etc. And I'm I'm learning all of what their their banter is. So my banter to them is probably the worst. Um, <laughs> well, you're 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 in the interview, so you don't get to. Yeah, you, you don't have to name yourself. Um, <laughs> who do I who do I think I might have to check the WhatsApp group? Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Sam Solly um, or or Clement on on those ones um, just because I'm not always sure if they're joking. <laughs> Who's the worst dressed? Um, oh, <laughs> I've got to say uh, Niven on that one if he counts. He's, what does uh, he go? For? What does he go for? What's his clubber? anything just whatever you can put on and always a milan training top as well okay yeah just that just that like anything in the milan training top tends to be the outfit on sunday who's the biggest moaner on the pitch um <laughs> well there's a lot of people could argue it's clement but i, I would say miles because yeah he's, he's very good so he expects a lot but yeah he is do you know what miles I, I always have some kind of run-in with miles during a game yeah. But he's a fantastic player and um, he just gets fired up. So if you try and talk to him, he just takes it. He takes it the wrong way straight away. Even if you're just trying to say, calm, like calm down, don't get involved with that, with that player. You're going to yeah. be the one that ends up getting in trouble. He, he's so passionate and so fiery mm-hmm. uh, in a good way that sometimes he can sort of misconstrue those well sort of intended little come here and let's have a chat for a minute but honestly he's a fantastic fantastic player and I know Phil really does blow him up on um, social media rightly um, yeah. but he is a good player but yeah he, he's definitely Jam's biggest moaner it's a good, a good story there when we first played Barnest I think when it when it all started back, it might be Burridge but I'm pretty sure it was Barnest and um, he said he was going to score a hat-trick against him otherwise he'd give him 50 quid and every single shot he had, that all the bar, literally all the barner stopped just getting onto him every single time. Like, where's my money? Where's my money? And yeah, yeah, they absolutely rattled him. Just, uh, just that stuff. So yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> but you don't do that against Barnas. That's a silly team to do it against. <laughs> yeah. Or Burridge, to be fair. Yeah, wrong team. Uh, who's got the worst taste in music? Who's who goes nowhere near the jukebox? Might be you, mate, in the in a change room of Nigerians yeah. and, and Ghanaian guys. Yeah, admittedly, it's going to be me, but there's there's no time for music because we get there about quarter past eleven for a ten thirty kickoff. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah straight, straight up to the pitch. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, who's longest in the shower? Um, Tyrese Webb. No, no explanation needed. No. <laughs> uh, so some more positive, some more <laughs> positive uh, questions. Who's a player who sort of leads by example at Jam? Uh, gets there, does his bit for the team does on and off the pitch uh we call this the players player question but it seemed that's sort of more aimed at the best the best that, that, that doesn't mean to be that that sort of slant on it who's the yeah. all, who's the all-round positive uh good guy on and off the pitch for jam see for me it's probably between three people there's there's sam Soddy, but where you said he's a good guy off the pitch that's questionable so i can't really put it, <laughs> put it there but he's always there um you know somehow um in terms of you know who leads by example i'd say it'd probably be either again um tyrese um again he's a young lad he's a top player he's always there he's always the one you know bringing the um all the stuff we've got back in to the clubhouse or bring it back out he's fantastic when he plays mm-hmm. uh michael solly as well he does a lot for the club as well he's a good player um and again it's their rain or shine so i probably have to go uh michael solly just because i've given tyrese the, the previous award <laughs> the one that maybe everyone wants yeah, to be fair. Exactly, yeah. Um, who's the unsung hero 
who's doing the dirty work and help him fill out behind the scenes or this this could be Phil of course who's the yeah, unsung no, hero I don't think for there Jan? is an unsung hero I think it just is Phil because Jan is Phil and like you know when people talk about Jan there's not there's not you know one or two people there's no committee or anything that, that does it it's literally all him so yeah. I mean fair play to him for what he does it's it's worth it keeping it going as long as he has you've seen people who've brought teams back for a year or two and it's gone to pot yeah um, and yeah he's kept it going and he, he enjoys it and Hopefully he's enjoying us and do well when he's not on holiday because he's doing he's doing very well for himself at the moment. So he gets to fly around the world a lot. So yeah, it's good. The fairest club line I've ever seen in Sunday League football as well, I must say. It does help because I, even when we played Barnett, he disallowed a goal for offside. And even their players are like, we know he's not going to lie. So we know it's offside. Like he, yeah. he is very fair, um, despite the fact that we, you know, I've never said it, but other people said stop being so fair. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's an honest person and you can't really ask much more really I've seen him have arguments with his own defenders when he's put the flag up and it's crazy but it's so nice to see and he he's he wants to win but he doesn't want to do it by cheating and that's so refreshing sometimes especially with club liners um, yeah. unbelievable right some gen, some general grassroots thing I think these, these questions do generate the same answers but mm. um what Westford has obviously experienced quite a big up, quite a big rise in the last probably the time your time with it. It, it went from being a sort of an outsider league mm-hmm. um, to you know building itself up to uh, a proper credible, a properly credible, an actual an actual credible option. If you didn't want to play your football um, in the Met League or um, or the Alberton and Bromley. Uh, the Westford has sort of established itself as that as that uh, that real option, uh, and you've seen the growth, the uh, massive growth in the league. Um, how can we sort of combat? I know it's it's also been hampered by COVID and teams folding. Um, what's what's the sort of idea for you? Why why are clubs folding the way they're folding? Um, from a player's point of view, is is the interest to play just not there anymore? Um, and how does sort of Westford halt this? Um, I know every league's going to have the same problem, but how do Westford maintain this sort of growth and, and and not plateau? This is obviously blue sky thinking and all these buzzwords that we're going to come out with. But how how do we keep, how do we maintain Westford as that as that credible um, option for Sunday league football? Yeah, it's a really good question, and you know, like I said, there's probably no right answer to it because the people at Westford do a lot. Like I've seen, obviously, that the Orpington League have got rid of all their cups, etc. Um, is not being very well received, whereas, no. you know, Westford have kept everything that they have. And I think they do a lot. They put a lot of co- com- uh, sorry cup competitions on to uh, to keep people happy. And people like to be competing for things, right? Like that's why things um, tail off towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, when there was no cups last season, it's why it was just, you know, double headers. People didn't really care. You wouldn't get that many people there because there's not too much to play for. So mm-hmm. I think it's keeping it competitive and always trying to give it something to play for. Um, as much as you can in terms of like you know the player enjoyment why do people drop off I, you know it's been a really weird bloody two years for everyone right like we saw so many people saying oh we want our football back and we can't wait to get back out there we're having our football taken away from us it's it's the healthy it's healthy being outside is safe and then you get to play football and you see teams not restarting the season uh, and not not as you say not bothering to play double bankers and all that stuff but then you see Westford's numbers to the, to the point where they had 10 divisions at mm. the beginning of the season. And I don't know how many teams they've had fold in the 
during the season so far, 10, 15 teams, something like that. It could be well over that. It might be six or seven. Um, but we've seen so many teams fold. And is it, it can't just be purely financial. Mm. It can't be because we know the cost of football. If you're going to start a team, you've got some idea. It can only be player availability. It just is just weird to me that we saw this. So it seems like a false sort of, Dawn. let's get our football, yeah, let's get our football back. And then it came back and you're seeing teams fold within weeks of the season starting. It just, yeah. from a player's point of view, what could that, what, what, what could that be? A lot of that's emotion though, right? Like when you don't have something, you want it a lot more. Um, and also maybe these people starting clubs, some people that just like football and they don't realise everything that goes into it, right? Like one of my friends is involved with with a club that's that's local um, and I've looked and they've not put a team sheet in for like seven weeks and I know they're getting fined for it and I know they're probably not going to pay the bills and they'll end up folding. So it, I think a lot of it's people saying they want to play like emotionally by not having something and then when you yeah. get into it, you don't enjoy it. I think when you you know, playing and the people aren't at your level or the opposition aren't at your level as well. It, it can be frustrating. You can be like, it's kind of a waste of time. I, I think I think people just got drained as well by doing it. As football, when it came back, was a luxury because you hadn't had it for so long. Um, you know, and then you've got things that, you know, more life opens up. You get the ability to go back out again for the first time in years. You've got the ability to go and, you know, do all these other things because, you know, football for me was something I did every single Saturday and Sunday. I did every Saturday at least from the time I was 16 playing like reserves men's football and I got into a habit of it. When I stopped having it, I missed it and I kind of just got used to not doing it. Mm. So it's a lot of them, it's a big mental push to do it. So I don't think that there's a, there's necessarily a league thing that they can, you know, there's nothing the league can do about how individuals feel. If no. we're talking about the way clubs are run, I think it's a life lesson of, you know, we say obviously people know what it's going to be to cost them play a football game, do we? You know, no, true. stop a team of mates putting it together and then go, fuck, I've got to pay, I've got to pay 20 quid out of my own pocket every single time I go and I'm not doing that. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of it was happy eyes and happy ears of it's back, and then reality sets in of you know, that's a big problem to actually get pitch, get players. People will say, Yeah, I'll be about all it takes is one or two lads to stop doing it, and you've got. 12, two more, you've got 10, and then you're scrapping for players, stops mm. becoming enjoyable. So, I think we're lucky that uh, for Westford that the hard work that people have done over the last what, decade um, puts have put the league in such a good position that maybe they can take a few bumps this season. It seems uh, club ad, from the social media side of Westford, we, we're used to seeing pure sort of positive uh, messages, but the last year or so we're seeing clubs being sort of called up do your admin and um, we've seen lots of disciplinary issues um at the moment which is unlike west photos it, it was never that league before we've seen lots of issues um sort of played out social media mainly um but i think and i know that the with the committee there at westford it's such a great such a great committee such a well thought of committee um this 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 year um hopefully we get a full completed program of league and cup games and then obviously poor performing teams in the summer and there's nothing to say that they're going to be invited back and I think that might not be so bad because wiping the slate sort of clean starting afresh with the with the higher performing uh, teams mm. and I'm just speaking uh, from my opinion mm. um, having a team of having a league of 100 teams if you've got 10 teams that don't do their their full-time duties and just racking up yeah. fines and all that stuff. 
that's not worth they're not worth having for the league because it's just going to be hassle for them. So being having the ability to be able to say we don't we, we don't want to vote X Y Z team back in for the 22-23 season. Westford is such a strong league and and must start now being able to say we don't need to accept everybody into this league. We only accept the best and we only accept a team that's accredited with the with the FA and we only accept teams that this, that and the other. Westford now needs to start believing in itself that it's a top league and it is a top league. Um, it's got itself as, as a top league uh, and start now building with quality um, rather than quantity, and, it, that, and that's my opinion. And that's not that's no disrespect to any individual team, but when you just focus on the quality, mm. that's then how the league becomes a super league or the best league, and yeah. and um, that'll be a big thing for West Fern. Hopefully, we'll start seeing that because there seems to be more issues this season uh, than than before than I can remember, um, and it's about time that the the committee got their rewards with the clubs giving them back the behaviour and the the treatment that they deserve and let's hope that happens completely agree yeah uh, and apart from if they could stop finding jam for being late and just make all jam kickoffs half half 11 that would probably help the league as well well Phil could probably do sort that out but the problem is people know <laughs> if, if they accept that then it's going to be 12 o'clock that they're going to be kicking off <laughs> yeah no just couldn't tell him a lot that it's been changed just yeah just everyone else exactly um I'm not sure we need to go through where we need to improve. I think we know the pitches are crap. They, they cost too much money and the teams are getting rinsed by these terrible businesses um, that pretend to support grassroots football. Let's not go there. Do you mean, do you mean Meridian Sports? <laughs> uh, you, you don't need to put words in my mouth. I don't. <laughs> we know we know what I'm talking about. Uh, open forum then. Uh, where Who would you like to thank and any people that have um, stood out for you and the club perhaps on your journey with Jam through the last five years? Yeah, to be honest, it's, it's again, just, I'd say everyone that's been involved with, like, you know, Jam, UTR, like, Londonston, everything, even, like, down at Metrogas, who got a Saturday, Sunday team, as well as tons of kids, like Tim. There's so many people that do so much for, for football, and, like, I'm fully aware of what they do and the more that you speak to them, like when we're talking about Lullinston folding and they're saying, you know, we pay for this, this pitch, we pay for X, Y and Z and, you know, I think I think there was one game where we had to pay a bit more because we had a bare 11 and a double header so it costs more. Um, and, you know, someone takes responsibility of that Lullinston and Stan Jeffrey at um, Jam, it's, it's Phil at UTR, it's Marv and they've got, you know, a lot to deal with and even down at, down at Metrogas, which is Saturdays, they've got He's, Tim's trying to, he's managing the vets team down at Metro Gas. Oh, so is he? Keep, so we can keep the Metro Gas pitch because we're down at Sporting Club Thamesmead because we're supposed to be trying to go for the scaffold. It's not, it's not happening. You see the league table at the moment. Um, but that was the idea. So he's trying to keep, you know, that he's trying to help be the chairman of the first team and a reserve team running and manage a vet. And they've got all the kids, like just everyone that's involved with, with grassroots, even, you know, that we, we kind of mentioned it like that. The leagues themselves, like the Westford League, is so well around the amount of time mm. that like Jace, Jenny, etc., put into it, um, can't really go unnoticed. So I guess it's just uh yeah, that people are appreciative of, of what you do, even if you don't hear it, even down to the refs, right? Like we had a game on um Saturday for, for Metro Gas and Alina made a decision that was just factually wrong. Uh, we scored a winning goal, 
he flagged for Fenno being offside. He wasn't. I was offside. And I watched Fenno come from 10 yards behind me and score. Um, and he's given it offside after saying it was a goal. His team had a go at him. I spoke to him after. I said, look, it wasn't offside. I appreciate you're doing the line, but I'm not going to have a pop at you, for example. So mm. anyone that's involved with grassroots, it's just, it's tough and people need it. Um, so yeah, just to appreciate everyone for the little jobs or the big jobs that they do, including yourself as a ref, because we see the ref shortages. And uh, I think Philip had to ref a game against Old Fellows Green because there was no ref. So yeah, just genuinely everyone that keeps it going. It's been a crap two years and there's a lot of work that goes into it. It's been a crap work. Yeah, I mean, the ref shortages, we know that 25% down in Kent. God knows how much down in, in London. I think it, the, the shortage in Kent equates to 8,000 games that won't have a referee um, allocated to it uh, this season, which is madness. Um, it's tough. It's been tough. And hopefully um, we can start recovering as a sort of community, a grassroots community. It's not going to be an economic recovery. We know the country is going to be paying for all of this COVID stuff for the well, our kids. Our kids will probably be paying for it yeah. um, too. But um, we just need to come together and work together as you say don't don't abuse your referees because they, if they're gone they're gone and there's no one coming into it that's the problem that's the 25 percent. there's no one coming into it um yeah i think the committees do i agree with you the westford committee that's what i meant in my in my little speech there about teams that don't do their don't do their yeah, half of, of the bargain yeah. you don't realize the work that goes on you don't realize that jason jenny work till the small hours of the morning doing all the registrations and mm. You don't realise the hours and hours that they put in behind the scenes and all you have to do is put your team onto full time um, before Tuesday or whenever it was and and turn up on time and, and pay your ref and put your team sheet in 15 minutes before. It's not that hard to do. It's not that hard to log into Microsoft Teams and attend a, a, a league meeting. Just even if you switch it on and just yeah. have it and, and half listen to it, it's not, it's not a massive, massive effort. Um, for people that are putting in a massive effort, you only have to do a little bit to give to 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 prove that you're worthy of your place in that league. And I I do hope that Westford take a strong stance on these teams that do underperform and don't give their bit back because they're not worth they're not worthy of a place in such a prestigious league, in my opinion. What's nine leagues over ten leagues, right? Realistically, if everyone does their does their bit, and like you said, it's a labour of love from the people that make it happen, right? It's it's like having another job. It's, it's like having a kid, like the amount of stuff you've probably got to do. I'll have kids, yeah. I don't know. But like, it's it's serious amount of work. So yeah, I completely agree. Just just don't don't get bogged down by all the things people aren't doing. Set your own standards, right? And make everyone else, you know, abide by them. Mate, thank you for coming on again. Two times now, three, two or three times now. I think it might be three. I think it's... we did the cup final one. And I think yes. I came in on another one. Yeah, you did. So this is your hat trick. This is your hat trick visit. You have a virtual, you can have a virtual football. We'll, we'll try and get a woolly hat to you some, at some <laughs> stage. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on. Hopefully I'll bump into Jam at some stage this season. Usually get my, my one game uh, in the wet weather at Mottenham uh, playing fields with Jam in, in a, in a dog of a game. So hopefully I'll see you guys over there this season, mate. And, and thanks again for coming on. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Back to the Southern Sunday and the fixtures for Sunday the 23rd 
of January. Uh, we're rattling through January before we know it'll be Easter. It's crazy. Oh, don't. Time is, <laughs> is flying. Uh, so, Graham, as usual, we'll get through the fixtures. Lots of games to get through. Um, lots of planned games. Hopefully the weather's kind and we get some more uh, some more fixtures. No, no missed games this week, please. Weather gods. Um, Ryan and Hugo join us to predict the four games of the week. Um, Graham, you're not you can't take any you can't take any credit just for picking the games. Make Why sure not? not next week that I'm not allowing it either. If you try it, that's gonna be the I'll put it to the Twitter sphere to see what they want me to to say to you. What can I say? <laughs> let, let Twitter let Twitter be the um, the, the, the rule the rule rooster. The Why judge. not? Right. So the games next week uh, in the Surrey FA Junior Cup, Banstead Eagles take on Parthenope. Um, unashamedly, um, back the Southern Sunday teams in the in the County Cup. So good luck to you boys. The Marcus Lipton second round. Clapham Rovers take on Ballum and Clapham Albion. Uh, Southwest Athletic play Norton and Swag go again against Celeste. Um, hopefully that one gets played this week. You don't need cup, cup games rolling on for a third week. Well, this is the last chance they've got to host it at Dulwich Sports Ground. We introduced a new rule last year uh, to come in this year that is if you are drawn at home and it is your ground is off two weeks in a row, then the league essentially fixtures secretary, i.e. myself, I can then order it to be played on a neutral ground just so that we can get the game played and uh, we don't hold up the draw. So that's their last stab at home advantage. Hopefully, as I say, the weather is kind uh, and then there's no excuses um, for for wins or losses either way. Um, good luck to everyone in the Marcus Lipton next week. Uh, in the Frank Blundstone Group A, West Norwood uh, must win against Batsy Dogs, um, if not to progress in the competition, but for their own sanity, um, they need a win. They owe one I to Batsy, Batsy Dogs, Dogs as well. well I, think, I think they both need a win, yeah, really, to be honest. Um, that's just one of them fixtures where someone's going to come out a very happy bunch of lads and one is going to come out very miserable, unless, of course, they draw, in which case they can win a bonus point for winning the penalty shootout. So it might even go that far. Could be 7-7. Who knows? <laughs> Good luck to both teams uh, in that one. In Group C of the Frank Blundstone Cup, Albion play Sporting Continental. This is an interesting game, uh, Graham. Albion from the Prem play Sporting yep. Continental. Yeah, um, you mentioned earlier on about Sporting Continental and playing cup games and having a bit of a test uh, against somebody else. So, yeah, obviously Albion not doing too well or, or as no. well as they would like to be doing in the Premier. But nonetheless, you know, they're an organised side. They're not going to make it easy for um, for Sporting. Um, yeah, from a Sporting perspective, you know, they're on, they're on absolute fire, aren't they? Let's be honest. And I don't think they will look at it for the fact that Albion are in the Premier and they'll be phased by that at all. They'll no. just go and they'll just go and try and do the business. I think um, I think a point sees them through and that gets them through to the quarterfinals. So yeah, I, I think they'll be going for the win. But a point, as I say, will um, see them progress. Good luck to both teams in that one, but especially Sporting Continental, from my point of view. Sorry, Albion. I know you're a top bunch of blokes. Our longest-serving club in the Southern Sunday Albion, nearly sixty years. I'll have you know. Amazing. Congratulations, boys. Uh, in fact, Blundstone Group, uh, group D, not Group D, Group D. Um, Cosmos play Bath Old Boys. 
Cosmos in real good form. Bath old boys uh, on the back of a good win this weekend. Graham, that could be uh, it. Could be fireworks in that one. Be really interesting to see how Bath take this game because they can't be caught. They won two out of two. Clapham Rovers can't catch them. South London Giants have played all their games. Cosmos have played one and won one. I think they will be probably happy to be honest if they got um, they probably got a draw. Um, but it is in very much Cosmos's hands. Yeah, will Bath ro- rotate? Will they want to try and win the group? Um, we'll see how it goes. Haven't decided what I'm going to do with um, whether we're going to sort of seed the teams, whether it's you're not going to play anybody from your group or do an open draw. I haven't decided that yet. So um, it may be a good thing to finish in top. It may not be. So we'll see. It's a tricky one. They could you could bugger it up like they did the uh, the Champions League. Don't even draw. go there. That was an absolute. <laughs> they should have had me doing the draw. They, what a total dog's dinner that was. It was uh, in the. Uh, Donovan Thomas Cup, first round Magpie recruitment play, Westminster Wanderers reserves. Um, interesting game, this one. Magpie recruitment, bang in form, uh, Westminster Wanderers reserves. Um, Graham, they're, they're higher placed than Magpie recruitment, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're they're a division they're a division higher, so that's going to be quite interesting to see how that one goes. From a Westminster perspective, they've been knocked out of the Lipton today, so to be knocked out of both cups in back to back weeks, I think that could hurt them. Mm. Um, but you know, the cup games have got to be played, and we're we're trying to catch up. So yeah, it's just unfortunate that they get two cup games in two weeks. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Uh, good luck to Magpie recruitment in that uh, competition unashamedly biased towards the podcast sponsors so uh if you have a problem with that you can you cannot listen uh, <laughs> <laughs> i agree i agree so podcast graham rod the shield second round games argentina against newlands and clapham common against ubl cfc uh argentina against newlands it looks like a good one there graham that's a great tie i think uh newlands Big reaction from them needed today uh, for next week uh, from today's result. Big reaction. Argentina's game was called off quite late. So they are probably behind in terms of preparation and sort of a bit of match sharpness and fitness. So whether that will come into it uh, at Costa del Tuting, I have no idea. Um, Clapham Common and UBLFC, I think that's also a very attractive fixture. Both teams from the same division. Um, Clapham Common, I think, have not done as well in the league as I thought that they should have done, but yet they're in the quarterfinal of the London Cup. Work that out. It's strange, isn't it? Very. In the Brian Howard President's Cup, round one, uh, St. Matthew's Project B, take on South City. Uh, good luck, lads. In the Brian Howard President's Cup, second round, AFC Putney 11, take on Kudos, Athletic Seconds, uh, and Syndicate play Rosendale Sports first team. Rosendale Sports First have been on fire this this season, been brilliant, uh, in brilliant form. Um, and Syndicate, not so good without Graham in the middle. So they might struggle in this one. Behave yourself. Um, yeah, Syndicate losing today to East Partney, which was um, a bit of a surprise result, I felt, in the uh, Marcus Lipton and Rosendale obviously winning in the County Cup against Wimbledon Commoners. That's League 8, by the way, against League 1. They knocked them out on penalties. So Rosendale into the quarterfinal of the London Junior Cup. So, yeah, Rosendale will uh, give it all for that game, I'm sure, and will want to continue their good cup runs. Absolutely. Good luck, boys. Uh, Dylan Rigobert Trophy, first round. Imperial Wolf with their impressive win this weekend. Take on Brick Sustain, 
who are having a, a good season themselves and St Andrews. God, they don't. As of all the teams, you don't you wouldn't oh, want to play if you're Rosen does. So sports. I did this draw last night, and when that came out, I just I I felt sorry for them. I have to be honest. It's just like any other team, really. Yeah. Um, what can you do? The draw's the draw, isn't it? You, I, I mean, no one's blaming you, Graham, but what a you got to feel sorry for Rosendale Sports Reserves, uh, St Andrews. Absolutely. To be honest, blind. though, whoever was going to play them was going to be a Oh, exactly. Exactly. Um, Dylan Rigobert Trophy, second round. Uh, Old Town, AFC Old Town play Old Suttonians and Borussia Battersea play uh, Vauxhall Virgins. Those games. Good luck to all the teams there. Uh, Now the league fixtures for next week in the Supreme Trophies, Graham Dodd Premier, uh, AFC Putney take on Parklife, Westminster Wanderers play Ballum and Wimbledon Town play Southwest Rangers. Uh, a few teams there, Graham, that need to start putting some wins together and get their form back on board. Yeah, I'd say Putney, definitely. Parklife will obviously want to keep up their early uh, season form. You know, they're, they're the league leaders at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, my goodness me, Westminster and Ballum. Westminster, yeah, they'll, they'll be wanting... I mean, I, I talked earlier on about Westminster being in relegation trouble. They shouldn't be in relegation trouble. But the problem is, is that the teams have got games in hand behind. So I suppose, you know, they've got points on the board and I would always rather have points than the games in hand. But if Ballum beat them next week, then, you know, that does sort of suck them into a bit of trouble. And then there's the Wimbledon Town Southwest Rangers game. And I think Wimbledon, the only league win they've got this season, I think was against Southwest Rangers. I could be wrong by saying that, but I think they'll, um, I think they'll fancy their, I think they'll fancy their chances. You're, you're rarely wrong. I, I could be wrong. Someone no. can correct me if I'm wrong. So, I'm, oh, someone will. Oh, someone will. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we'll get trolled on um, social media <laughs> again. Uh, and the Tony Eldridge Championship, Wheatsheaf Athletic play at South London Giants. Good luck to them. Uh, in League One, Chiswick play Brixton Town. Junction League firsts play Kudos Athletic. That's a good game. Uh, and London Ravens firsts play Barking Mad. Um, Putney Pacers against Wimbledon Commoners and Vale County against London Hibs. Um, I pulled, I've obviously pulled the Junction League firsts against Kudos as a, as a, as a game of the day in that um, league. But um, Ravens against Barking Mad is going to be a good game as well, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'd go. I'd absolutely go with you. Junction Elite, kudos, definitely the um, definitely the game of the day, without a doubt. I think if Junction Elite beat them, they really kind of cement their place in the top two and really puts kudos uh, out of it uh, in terms of maybe a top two if uh, London Ravens beat Barking Mad. But Ravens were ruthless today. Um, Barking will need to be really organised for that game next week, and we'll need their A game. Um, because they did look ruthless this afternoon. As I say, I was impressed. I'm going to say again, I'm impressed. <laughs> Good luck to all the League One uh, teams next week. So after those ones, into League Two, AFC South London play Real Don Donald. Um, Atletico Buble take, take on Sporting Crabs. Uh, Club Football Val play Ribblesdale Rovers. And Wimbledon Wolves play and Q Antigua first team. Uh, where's the standout ones there for you, Graham? Well, I think that South London Rail Dundonald one is the definite one that jumps out, bearing in mind the context that I put this earlier on with Rail Dundonald um, pushing their way into that 
promotion race, I think that would be a dagger in their hearts if South London were to dig the points out. And I do have to give a mention to Buble, who have gone on an unbelievable run. Um, I don't think they've lost for about six or sort of seven weeks. They play sporting crabs. If they win that, then all of a sudden they might find themselves in with a, a chance of gate crashing the, um, the, the second place behind Sellers. So I'm not going to get excited by them yet, but equally, I'm not going to discount them. I'm going to keep them in my mind and uh, they're on my radar. I'll put it that way. Good luck to the lads uh, next week uh, in League Three. Bella Mar- Mariners take on Park Life B. Dara FC firsts play Hampton Terriers. Uh, must win for Hampton Terriers now. They, uh, they've slipped up against their title rivals this week. Um, next week, um, they need to win. Good luck, boys. Harbert Rovers um, will play Clapham Chiefs next week. Clapham uncharacteristically thumped this weekend. Harbert Rovers' great form continues. Um if if Clapham Chiefs play the way they played this week, Graham, then that could be a masquerade one, couldn't it? Just looking at both of those two teams, Hampton and Clapham. If you're Hampton, you don't want to play Dara because they're a very tricky team if you want to bounce back. And if you're Clapham and you've just been thumped today, you definitely don't want to play Harbert. So yeah. uh, the, the fixture computer, i.e. me, has not been very kind to them for next week, put it that way. You're not a very kind person, some would say. No, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm whatever you want to call me. <laughs> Ones of Warriors are at home to Ellsfield next week in League Three. Right, League Four, Locomotive Wimbledon play Southside United. Merton Athletic play Clapham Wanderers. Uh, that could be a massacre. Um, Northcote Rangers play QNT B and Top Deck play AFC Mortlake. Uh, Merton. Uh, drawing with Locomotive Wimbledon this week. Um, they want to get back to winning ways and probably, sorry boys, there's no better team to play at the moment than, than Clapham Wanderers if you need a win. Psychologically for Merton, they have to win this game. They would actually take, because Magpie are playing in the cup, they'd actually take top, top spot next week if they were to beat um, Clapham um, because of the uh, sort of goal difference um, situation, um, they, which is better, unbelievably, than Magpie by three. All right, they've played a the game more. Clapham, on the other hand, you know, they did put that result in just before Christmas. Uh, Merton have just dropped the last couple of games. Is this going to be the game where Clapham pulled something out? out of the out of the the bag and maybe they snatch a point or even worse who knows could be uh good luck boys um did i read all the fixes out or just got to that one um no you didn't northcote rangers against qnt could be is the next fixture and top deck play afc mortlake to see the league four games out good luck to everyone in league four in league five bell and badgers take on sporting london Painters Community take on Junction Elite Seconds. Uh, Real El Madrid take on Westminster Wanderers Thirds. And St Matthew's Project play AFC Bluebird. Um, after backing against them, or backing for them, should I say, this last week, uh, Graham, Junction Elite Seconds, this is a big game for them now, isn't it? It is. Painters, that's a top two game. That um, Obviously, Painters have lost the two. Junction Elite seconds are still unbeaten. They've got two games in hand as well. Um, I think if Elite were to come out with a win, that would then put them a point clear with two games in hand. That would put them very much in the box seat. But I think both teams are superior to, to the rest who are beating everybody. So I think that is going to be the top two. But in what order? 
this game next week could tell us, give us a real indicator about what way it's going to go. If Painters were to win it, um, you know, they really would be on the front foot and that will give them some confidence. And then it would be then back-to-back defeats for Junction Elite, which is something which hasn't happened all season. So, um, yeah, crucial, crucial game. Good luck to everybody in League Six. London Ravens B take on Junction Elite thirds. Uh, and Westminster Wanderers under 23s play AFC Poplar Rovers. Uh, AFC Poplar Rovers full of it today. Can they take it into next week? Against- well, they're going to have to back it up, aren't they? They're going to have to back it up. And do you know what? I understand why they've gone on the uh, on the front foot and uh, on the offensive on social media this <laughs> afternoon. I understand it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. And um, they deserve to. And no, I, I get it. I back them 100%. It's a very impressive win. And anything, do you know what? If what we say on this podcast um, drives somebody to, and it motivates them to come out with a performance like this, then do you know what? Fair play to the podcast for doing our bit. Exactly. We do give teams mostly their their pre-match talk. If they did listen and we say they're going to lose and that's their talk done and maybe that's what the... Uh... That's what the boys did uh, this weekend. They showed them the prediction. They showed the boys the predictions just to prove us wrong. And that's what you should do. You shouldn't, A, you shouldn't, shouldn't don't take this too seriously. Um, but B, if you can use it in some way, then then that's fine. It proves um, it's done something. It's had a positive effect in some way. In League 7, Olympic Mayonnaise take on Victoria Line. Velocity, two teams um, dying for a win. Um, so... Uh, that should be an interesting one. And Peckham Cosmos take on Barnes Stormers. Uh, that's an interesting one, that uh, Peckham Cosmos game, Graham. Yeah, um, I think we were doing a little bit of talking earlier on about the relegation battle in uh, League 7. Um, Peckham Cosmos, six points at the bottom. Victoria Line, seven. Barnes Stormers, eight. Olympic Mayonnaise, 10. And then there's a gap to Southwest Athletic of 15. All of a sudden, that was two teams. It was Barnes and Peckham that were in that mess earlier on. But that Barnes win now has just lifted them from the bottom up to third bottom. So, yeah, we're, we're just sort of going up to the halfway point. Um, it was sort of two from two. It's now looking like two from four. So uh, can Barnes back up their win today and beat Peckham next week and push themselves even further up the table? Or can Peckham do the unthinkable? And get another win. Um, interesting. Very fascinating game. Interesting. We'll get to our predictions shortly. Uh, in League 8, Junction League Fourths meet Mundial B. Mundial B rampant this weekend. Uh, absolutely battering their opponents. Um, Junction League Fourths not really having a great season, it has to be said. Uh, Graham, as we say, this could be a massacre. Yeah, they're struggling, struggling at second bottom. Mondial going about their business. They're in the quarterfinal of the Surrey Cup. Obviously, they won in the uh, Divisional Cup today, 11-0 against Renegades. Yeah. Uh, one of them teams that have gone quietly under the radar, not shouting about anything, doing their business. Um, yeah, they've got a great shot. I mean, Rosendale are the, are the team to beat in that division. Of course they are, but Mondial have got certainly a great opportunity to get that second place and uh, get promoted in their first season with us, which would be a, a great achievement. It would. Pimlico Penguins take on Dara FC reserves in the last game of League 8 into League 9. Uh, Deportivo La Carina play Renegades. Uh, Renegades Renegades absolutely Smashed as as Graham said um, today, uh, at the time of recording, like I you on a win. Um, Renegades will not want to make that uh, two losses in two in twenty twenty two, will they? 
No, um, definitely not. But they have been struggling for some time. So uh, Deportivo up there or thereabouts got an opportunity to take the uh, the top spot uh, next week. So yeah, great opportunity. I don't think they've topped the table yet. So it's it's interesting, isn't it? As if it's in your hands and you're kind of playing first, um, they would actually go top on same games played as the other teams. So they've got a real opportunity to. Uh, that's a that's a statement of intent game, I would say, Andrew. Definitely. Uh, and like Hall City play Venezia Dons. Uh, yeah, the that's a one thirty kickoff in League Nine. In League uh, just 10. For you, just interesting. Sorry, Andrew, go just on, before mate. you go on on that last call. So they've had their fixtures been suspended for quite a little while. They've met with a committee this week and uh, their fixtures have been reinstated. Obviously, they've not had any football. Um, obviously, that's a tough game for them to come back against Venezia Dons. But um, yep. Hopefully we can, they've only played six, so hopefully we can catch them up uh, quite quickly. But uh, yeah, we seem to have sorted out um, our issues. So we That's move good. forward in 2022. That's excellent. Um, in League 10, Old Ruts play Mas Vida. Interesting game, that one. And SW Lions under 23s play Junction Elite fifths. Um, and SW Lions under 23s sort of falling off a little bit in their title run, I want to say, in League 10. Uh, Junction Elite fifths not having a, a brilliant year. Um, old Ruts against Masvida is an interesting game there, Graham. Yeah, um, Old Ruts have got again gone about their business quietly um, and they've sort of got themselves into third spot, but they've played games, uh, three games more than Masvida. They're both on yeah. 21 points. Um, yeah, I, I think if Masvida get the win, I think you can count Old Ruts out. Um, but if Old Ruts can get the win, then that just closes the gap slightly. Um, yeah. Two good, um, two good teams. I'm sure I did the corresponding fixture early on in the season, um, and I seem to do it, remember it being quite a good game. I think so. Yeah, fair play. Uh, on to the predictions now. As usual, Hugo and Ryan join me. Um, we will get through the games. The first up in the Marcus Lipton. Um, we tried this week. We're going again. Um, <laughs> Swag against Celeste. Um, let's go through the boys' predictions first. Swag um, predicted to win 2-1 by Ryan uh, and Hugo going 3-1 to Celeste. I think that win against Lambeth All-Stars in the uh, London Cup has really caught the um, caught the imaginations of people uh, for Swag and maybe this wasn't going to be the stroll uh, for Celeste that we thought. Celeste obviously... Um, knocked out of the um, Surrey Cup as well. So they've only got now to think about uh, Southern Sunday competitions, um, proving that they are human. Um, so two wins predicted for swag from Ryan and Hugo. I'm going to go for the Sellers boys. I can't back against them. Um, I do, however, think the game will be a draw at 90 minutes. I'm going to go for a Desmond in honour of the man himself, Graham. Don't smirk. <laughs> And I see Sellers taking that. Uh, is it extra time to go extra time pens? Straight pens. Straight pens. I think Sellers are going to do it on penalties. Uh, I've been, I've known the Sellers lad or, or Callum especially from Sellers for a long time, uh, and I will rarely back against them in any in any competition. So good luck to them. Uh, Can I just say I listened to them and to the big interview last week. What a breath of fresh air they are. They're great. They're great lads, aren't they? 
It's absolutely superb. I listened to absolutely every bit of it. And there was a lot of messages that came on social. A lot of people really enjoyed that interview. So yeah. uh, hopefully your one this weekend goes well as well. It's good to have those back. Yeah, it's good to have that back. I mean, it got a bit, I'll be honest, and sorry to get away from the predictions, but it got that the teams weren't really preparing for the interview. It was really hard to drag um, chat out of teams. And I just thought it sort of, there was so much good banter going on between like say me, Jamie Gibbs and, and Roger and the, like in the, in the league chat that I thought that was carrying the podcast more than the guest slots, but yeah, no, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that we're sort of, we're doing every four weeks. I'm not having, I'm not having to chase teams from the same league to come on. We've got a bit of a gap in between each one. We can be a little bit, we can plan a little bit more who's coming on and who we think is going to be a good guest. I knew that Celos would be a great guest. Um, and the previous guest, Hatcham, um, were great. And um, obviously Oscar from, from Jam, a long-standing um, Westford team. Oscar is a, has been around the league for a long time. So he was good as well. He's been on before. So yeah, we're able to get those guest slots back in. It does mean that we're recording over three different nights now for this show. So the, uh, the commitment is there. Excellent. Excellent. Keep up the good work. Uh, the next game for predictions is Junction Leap first against Kudos. Um, Hugo with a 3-2 prediction for Junction Elite um, and Ryan with a 4 nil. And prediction for Junction League, I have to say, I don't think it will be as close as um, Hugo is suggesting. I will go for um, a 4 1, though, to um, Junction Elite. Can only see Junction Elite win. Um, the, 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 the champions in waiting, as far as I'm concerned. In, in, uh, in uh, Division One, I know you, you don't agree because you're a London Ravens fan, it turns out. <laughs> it might I think you called it earlier on in some of the divisions it might come between the games between the two of them that it yeah. might actually get to that and Junction Elite and London Ravens have got a long-standing rivalry they're always in the same division they're right they're always getting promoted together they they, they played each other in sort of cup semi-finals and uh, they, they that, that's always a good battle between them two um kudos are not going to give them any freebies I mean, I was genuinely surprised at it, of the nature of the, the, the score this afternoon, 5-0. I didn't think that when I took the game, I thought it was going to be a lot closer. I think for the fact that they came out of the trap so early and they were 2-0 up in five minutes, I just think um, Kudos was shell-shocked. I think one thing that they will probably in their team talk next week is keep it tight, first 15, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. don't give anything away. They gave away two-headed goals as well today, just not marked. So... You know, in a way, from, from a Junction Elite perspective, it's probably harder than playing Kudos next week after what's gone on today because there's some quite simple, basic things which Kudos could and should have done, mm -hmm. which actually they can then try and correct for the game next week. So, uh, yeah, um, it, they're not going to give... I don't think they're going to give uh, Junction Elite any freebies, but I can understand where the guys are coming from on the, on the predictions. That's the form book. That's the table. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go against that if you were a betting man. Um, the next one is in league two. That's South London, AFC South London. Sorry, should I say uh, against real Don Donald, um, Hugo and Ryan really matching each other on their ah. prediction. Uh, London, South London backed by both, but Hugo to, for them to win five, three and Ryan for them to win four, two. Um, I can't go six four. I think it's a lot South of goals, though. It is South London. I think it would be a bit wider than that. I must say, I'm going to go. Oh, okay. 
Your your reaction has, has made me second guess what I was going to say. Uh, I know London. nothing. I'm just a football administrator <laughs> and volunteer of the year. I'm not. I'm, just ignore me. I'm not anything. Me. They have sort of got out of that little thing of where they were scoring four and five every week, haven't they, South London? It's, today was a tight game. Today was a tight game, and and it was a great strike that was the difference between them and a team in a couple of divisions below. So, I don't know. Cup game's different to a league, though, isn't it? I'm going to go for a 3-1 South London win. There you go. Okay. Off you made me, comes. You've made me, you've made me second guess myself then. Right, the last one. That's <laughs> uh, just my reaction to that as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got there. Uh, we've got there. It's the last one. League 7, uh, Peckham Cosmos against Barnes Stormers. Um, not really your traditional sort of game of the week, but it just goes to show that we do look all the way up and down um, the divisions uh, for good games in in whether they be title races or or just other games of interest. Uh, Graham, what was the reasoning behind picking this particular game? So I think the obvious game would have been to put is the League 5 game between Painters and Junction League because it's the top two. But I thought, well, let's focus a little bit on the sort of bottom two. And because that because that relegation uh, issue has essentially now gone from two teams to four teams. Mm. I've got a particular focus on that now. And actually with the bonds win today, are they going to go and then back that up and go and get a second win? It'd be interesting to know what the guys have gone for. Cause I think these types of games, I think are a lot harder to predict than the teams that are near the top of the league because yeah. they're a lot more inconsistent. You don't know what they're going to get and you'll, they'll pull out a shock result every now and again. So um, that's kind of to make it a bit difficult for you is one of the reasons why I chucked it in. And of course, you know, I want to focus on sort of other teams in other divisions as well. It's only right that, that we cover all of the teams in all of the divisions, no matter where you are in the table. Okay. Well, you won't be surprised to hear that I'm going to go for a Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> I could have put money on that. It's just in tribute. I, can't I could keep... have put money on it. Poor old. I was, poor old I was just such an admirer. So in tribute to, <laughs> to Desmond, I'm going to go for that. Uh, and Hugo going with a 4-2 Barnes win. Uh, and Ryan with a 3-2 Barnes win. So uh, both the boys um, don't fancy Peckham at all. And I'm sitting on the fence again. Well, there's always got to be one fence sitter. And if you're sitting on there on your own, then you're probably not going to break it. Yeah, I mean, that's the hope, isn't it? We all live in hope of not breaking <laughs> the fence. Uh, Graham, I wish you all the best for your games on the weekend. Where are you next weekend? Do you know? Uh, where am I next weekend? That's a very interesting question. I can't think off the top of my head. Yes, I do know where I am. I've just remembered. I'm doing the Wheat Sheaf game. I'm doing Wheat Sheaf in the Frank Blundstone Cup, um, which should be quite interesting. Um, can't even remember who they've got. Uh, South London Giants, sorry, in the Championship not in the Blunston Cup. So Wheat Sheaf okay. against South London Giants, two teams near the bottom struggling. Wheat Sheaf got a tonk in today. They're good games though. Those ones that are down the bottom, they're good because they're always blood guts and and uh, and all that stuff. So that, that'll be a real good game to referee, I imagine. I think I can cope with the blood. I don't know about the guts. <laughs> well, on a Sunday morning after a few beers, it's not very enjoyable, is it? It's gins in my case. It's always gins. <laughs> Mate, I wish you all the best. Hopefully... Uh, the ball goes your way next weekend in your games. Uh, have a brilliant week. Thank you for coming on again. You've been brilliant and I'll speak to you next week. My pleasure. Have a great week. Thanks, Andrew. So back with Roger for the quarter Municipal Fixtures for Sunday the 23rd 
of January, nearly at the end of January already, Rog. Oh. Where does the time fly? I know. Some big games this week uh, in the uh, Quota Municipal. It looks like it's all um, league fixtures bar one game. Uh, we must be getting near the end of round two, so we expect a cup draw soon on the on the Silk Grassroots podcast. Next week, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> We're waiting for the call. We're waiting for the call from Russell. He's the man with the plan. Uh, the Michael Donovan Premier, um, Lambeth Lions against Quirden JFC. A bit of a long-running rivalry between these two now because of um, a cup final um, result and overturned and, and quashed um, yep. last season. This one's uh, fireworks. Quirden JFC winning the last one, Rog. They did, yeah. Apparently so, and barely, uh, barely kicked a ball since. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, you know, you would say this is a nothing game, but there's going to be it's, it, there's a there's like I said, there's there's history between the two sides. Yep. You know, there's a there's a there's a rivalry building between them. Um, so it makes for a, for a, for an entertaining game at Croigas, and um, I said like I said, if if there was if there was if there was no rivalry, it'd just be a, a boring game. But the fact there is something behind it. Um, yeah, it makes it a very interesting game. Absolutely. And the next one, PSG versus Spartans. Um, that's an that's a an eye catcher because um we know PSG on their day are a good side. Um they yep. seem to seem to drop their levels a little bit against lesser sides. It has to be honest, it has to be um said. Yep. Can they raise their game to get any change out of Spartans this weekend? Well, they're they're gonna have to. Um, you know. <sighs> It's a tough Spartans are Spartans are um just just such a professional team and you yeah. know they just they just seem to get the job done um nine times out of ten and and in 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 league games ten times out of ten they'll 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 get the results. So, you know, it's a tall order for PSG, but one they're gonna have to to to, to step up to and I'm I'm sure they'll their players will, will relish relish the challenge against uh, against a very good Spartans team. Absolutely. Um, basement boys Sanderstead face off against Bosjam. Bosjam on the back of a good win this week against PSG. Um, Sanderstead, hopefully, I think they've had a few weeks, they've had a time off for Christmas, but also Mm -hmm. I don't think they played last week. Um, they'll be hopefully uh buoyed by return of players and hopefully a decent squad size, um, because it's very winnable against Bosjam for them. It is, yeah, and, and you'd hope they'll see it like that way as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that some of the players are probably a little, getting a bit, a little bit disheartened. But you know, there's there is games in that division where they can look at and, and they, they can say, you know, that's that's a potential three point game for them. Yeah, and this is one of them. You know, um, this is no disrespect to Bosch Jam, who've just had a good, great result against PSG. But Sanders said, will will and should be looking at this game and 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 say, you know, this this is a chance for us to get three points on the board. Um, so yeah, should be should should be a good game. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> in Division One, Cobbs take on London Warriors. Um, Cobbs got battered in the cup this weekend in the County Cup. Uh, London Warriors not played. Um, don't know if I'd rather be on the back of a win or be on a back or from a from a standing start. Um, yeah. in this one, what was your preference? Be uh, standing start. I think yeah, you wouldn't want to. Although. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd prefer a standard start. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to come off the back of a 6 0 loss because, uh, you know, people then start to get a bit disillusioned and think, what's the bloody point in turning up if that's going to happen? Um, but yeah, I think, you know, we Cobbs, Cobbs are another team that have, the form can be indifferent. 
one minute they can lose six nil, the next week they can turn up and they can turn the team over. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't think it will phase them too much the six nil loss. I do think that London Warriors will be good for the points though in this game. Yeah, they started the season off really well. Uh, it's gone a bit quiet for them um, really since November time. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll be looking to reignite their season and see to uh, the 2022 part of the season out strongly. Uh, good mm-hmm. luck to both teams though. We know Cobbs on their day uh, are good for good for um, performances. So that'll be an interesting one. Uh, MMFC take on Huxley guards. It doesn't get any easier for Huxley. Uh, the basement boys playing top of the table currently MMFC. Uh, not too many games left for M- MMFC to actually play in the league. Um, no. So they'll be wanting to finish the, the season 100%. Uh, and yep. then they'll be they'll be watching what happens with the likes of Sinus the JFC um over their shoulder um mm-hmm. for the title and this could be a massacre. It could be, and, and I, I think what will help Huxley is that MMFC haven't played for a long time now. Um so they they they'll be a bit rusty. Um I and mean, Huxley will be hoping that they can sort of catch them off guard a bit. But yeah, you can only see only only really see that an MMFC win. Um for for them and, and and they'll keep them you know keep them firmly at the top of the table. Um, Absolutely, um, yeah. MMFC <laughs> win. If if saying if anything else happens there, we need to get Amari on to to explain. Yeah, <laughs> Um After the classic this weekend, um, the the game of the week last week, the eight two Saha win happens again. Roger is now the best time to play him, or would you have rather a bit of time to let him simmer down after getting bashed yesterday? Yeah. I would have preferred a bit of time to, to you know, because they'll be fired up for this. Um, no one likes, no one likes losing heavily. Um, to play the team again the week after, they'll be, they'll be desperate, desperate to, um, to get one over on us. Yeah. So yeah, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be another good game. Um, I expect them to have a, a full squad this week, um, and I expect them to put up a sterner test than they did yesterday. But. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, be nice to be back in the dugout again with the boys. I bet they've got a full <coughs> squad. I bet they've got a full squad this coming Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I can see it now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> full 16 and fans turn up as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Southside Blues against Sinusid JFC. This is a game I refereed the reverse fixture of earlier in the season. Southside Blues turning up short on numbers. Sinusid saw them off in the end after a a good start from the Southside Blues boys. Sinistead won comfortably in the end. Um, can we see this one being any different this week? Or are we expecting a JFC win? I expect a JFC win. Although I do think... I'm hoping that Southside Blues have had their player issues sort of put, they've put that behind them and, and they can come into the second half of the season with, with, with you know, at least at least sort of 11 and hopefully sort of a nearish, nearish full squad and, and they can give Sarnas a JFC game um, because we know that Southside Blues have, 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 a, have a, they have a decent team, decent squad when, yeah. when they can get the players out and they are capable of, of getting results. Um, yeah. yeah, I expect them to give JFC a good game. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can only see a JFC narrow win, if I'm honest. Agreed. Uh, in Div 2, Dynamo Duppers against Union. Uh, I saw Union social media post earlier today at the time of recording um, saying they've got players away at university, players unavailable. It seemed okay. to me they're getting their they're getting their excuses lined up already, Rog. 
<laughs> Smart. <laughs> or they're luring Duffus into a full sense of security. Maybe. Mind games in the, mind games the other way around, yeah. Yeah. Uh, goal coaching, play Addiscombe Corinthians. Goal coaching with a brilliant win this weekend. Addiscombe Corinthians playing, I mean, they're just warming up now in at the end of um, January for their games watch. Um, I could see a goal coaching win again on Sunday, unfortunately, mm-hmm. for the Addiscombe boys. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Goal coaching have found a bit of form now. It's, it's, yeah. it's putting the ball in the back of net frequently as well. Uh, KFC against Albo United is the next game. Um, Albo did themselves a hell of a lot of justice this weekend against Coydon Municipal top boys, uh, Spartans. Um, so that could be um, a, a good win for Albo, but they want to they won't want to keep their head down. They want to get straight back to it in the league. The job's not done yet for them. They're still, as long as it's mathematically possible not to win, they should continue at 100%. Good luck to the boys. Um, South London Royals take on South Sea Wanderers. Um, they have got ground to make up now, the South Sea Wanderers, if they wanted to win the title. Um, South, sea, uh, South London Royals getting a win against Addiscombe Corinthians this weekend. Um, well, South Sea Wanderers are, are going to be wounded this week and they're going to look to punish South London Royals. I, I think that'll be exactly the case. Um, and unfortunately for South London Royals, I, th- I think they're going to be in for a long Sunday. Um, because it's not often that you know it's, it's very rare that South Sea Wanderers go two weeks without a win and two weeks without scoring heavily as well. So, yeah, I expect them to come flying out of block Sunday um, and put South, Sun- South London Royals to the sword, unfortunately for them. Yeah, unfortunately. In Div 3, um, again, another week, another handful of brilliant games at top, top and bottom of the division. This week, Addington United play Fulton Eve Rangers. Um, this will be a huge scout for uh, Fort Eve Rangers as they look to push themselves up into these promotion places. Uh, Addington yep. United not playing this week uh, no. in the league, so they'll be looking to uh, get back to winning ways. Um, they'll need to keep the momentum up because we know Surrey Park Rangers um, are firing on all cylinders at the moment. And that's a great game. Um, a, a game down the other end, um, important for just the same reasons. Um, Chelsea Athletic Reserves unable to um, play their game this week against Surrey Park Rangers, play Croydon United, um, a, a game much more winnable for the Chelsea boys. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And um, I think, did they, did they manage to get a good win against Croydon United earlier on in the season? Have I got that wrong? Again, I don't know. I've not done my homework. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, it's, it's both, 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 sets, both sets allowed to be looking at that as a, as, as a winnable game. Um I think I'd make Crawley United slight favourites just because of their league position, but yeah, it looks that's uh, yeah, it looks to be a, a great, a cracking game down at the bottom of Division Three. It will be um, another good game. Uh, Croydon uh, Gold Coaching Reserves take on Souls. Um, we'd expect the Souls boys to be stronger on the day on on Sunday. Um, Gold Coaching Reserves have shipped a few goals. Souls back to winning ways the weekend just gone. Um, yep. It could be. It will be a good game, though, I think, still. And Souls really do need to be putting teams like this away if they do want to sneak into those promotion places. Yep, definitely. Although Gold Coaching Reserves um, took Addington United scalp the other week, if I remember rightly. They, they, they beat them 3-2. So, you know, they've they, whether they've just brought a load of new players in or, they've, or they have turned the corner, um, you know, you'd hope that continues for them. Um, Souls need to keep the winning up. Yeah. Uh, to keep any pressure on, on the top team. So yeah. Um yeah, another game that's looks like it should be should be an interesting one. 
It will division. be. And the last one, uh, Santola against Surrey Park Rangers. Uh, Santola there sitting with the likes of South London Royals Reserves, um, Fort Eve Rangers, uh, just sitting in the chasing pack of, of Surrey Park Rangers and um, Addington United are sort of um, the leader, the two leading teams at the moment. But there's a bunch of clubs there looking to exploit um, any mistakes by those top two. Surrey Park Rangers uh, losing to Santola on Sunday would be great for the Santola boys, wouldn't it? It would be it'd be great, and it and it'd be great for Division Three as well. Um, and and you wouldn't put it past Santola; they've got players. I, I think that 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 can that can get the job done. Yeah, but they are up against um, a, a, t- a tall order in in an inform and you know an informed Park Rangers team that um, score goals. They seem to start the game three 0 up with the striker. I can't remember his name, but he st- he seems to score twos and threes every time uh, they win. Bennett, um, isn't it? Bennett. Bennett, that's it. Um, so Santola know that they're probably going to have to score four or five to win this game on Sunday, which is a tall order. Um, yep. But they've shown that they can score goals. Yeah, like I think they've come, off, come to the back of a 5-0 win yesterday. So, you know, they've got goals in them as well. Um, they said they're going to need to sort of make sure they're tight at the back because we know that Sire Park Rangers can score goals and they will score goals. Yeah. Um, and Santola are just going to have to match them um, in every department and 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 try and outscore them. It's, that's going to be a cracking game. Probably, probably, just probably second standout game of the day, in, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, in the League Challenge Cup, this must be the last round two uh, game now. We're waiting for the call from Russ, Russell just to give us the, the numbers for the next round for round yeah. three or the quarterfinals, whichever round it is. Apologies. If, um, I think it's know. the call. I think it's the quarters after this. We come on, come on, Russell. Give us the call. Um, we're ready next week. We can do it. Um, Chelsham Athletic play Kaizen, a potential banana skin for Chelsham Athletic. But I must say, um, Rog, they've 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 impressed me in their in their debut season in the Premier Division. They haven't disgraced themselves at all. No, 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 it's not. I know they've, they've impressed me as well. I'm, 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 you know, pleasantly surprised at how well they've done in the in the Prem and. No, they've they had good results against PSG. They took JFC all the way yesterday in the cup. Um, so yeah, I mean, Kaizen lost heavily yesterday. So you, you'd have to say that it's it's, it's going to be a one-sided game on paper, and Chelsea should get the job done tomorrow, uh, Sunday against against Kaizen. They should get the job done. We've seen stranger things happen in cup competitions. Yeah. Think about the cup. Um, can can. Uh... Cool. Can is can be a massive leveler. Um, trying to spit my words out there, but yeah, Chelsea definite favourites. But Kaizen, as we like to say, have a free swing yesterday. No, uh, have a free swing on Sunday. No pressure on them at all. Yeah, yeah, they can go into the game and and you know, there's there be no pressure on them. They can relax. They can and then sometimes that can you know there's when there's no pressure on you, you can you can just play freely and and you know and express yourselves and and that can 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 bring up positive results. So. Yeah, you know, I wish them well. Absolutely. So the predictions for <laughs> next week, the 23rd of January. As usual, we're joined by Russell, who's who's leading us now, Rog, in the points. We won't hear the last of it if he wins. I know. Maybe. I know. We need, I need to I need to sort of start having yeah. having words with some of the managers and you know I might, <laughs> I might have to start bribing them if I'm honest. I'll be honest, but a state of my points scores this season in the quarter minutes boys up to you to take up the to oh. take the challenge. I am. Um, fingers crossed I can I can overhaul the point difference 
First up this week, Lambeth Lions against Quid and JFC. Um, Lambeth Lions' form is falling off a cliff from Quid and JFC. Won in the cup this weekend, Rod, but they yeah. haven't really got any form to speak of. Um, it's hard to judge Quid and JFC this season. Yeah. Um, Russell going for a Desmond this week. Um, I'm yeah. going to back Lambeth Lions to win this weekend for the simple reason that they've just been playing football. Quid and JFC haven't. Um, yeah. But this will be... A great game. I tell you, the difference will be if it's a half ten kickoff or a twelve thirty kickoff. This one, and I don't know if I've got, if we've got the details uh, of the kickoff no, times yet. Yeah. But um, if it's a, if it's a ten thirty, then I'm assuming it's a ten thirty. So I'll back Lambeth Lions to win. Um, what do you think? I'm going to go. Um, sorry, I'll be, my brilliant. score two one two one to Lambeth Lions. So what do you reckon? You've gone two one. What did Russell went with a two two, didn't he? Two all. Week? Yeah. Yeah. Um... <sighs> Tough one to call this. Um, yeah, I, I would make Lambeth slight favourites um, purely on the fact that they've been playing regularly. Um, but I'm going to go with the JFC. I think this would be a game where they would want to win more than any any, any other. Uh, I think they won the last game in Lambeth. Where I think they won the reverse fixture in Lambeth for on a good run of good yeah. set of ball. Yeah. So yeah, purely just on that, I'm just going to go with a JFC win again, and I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say 3-2 to JFC. 3-2 to JFC for Roger. Uh, the yeah. next one, uh, two Premier League games, this Prem Division games this week, PSG against Spartans. Um, looking like this is um, second place against top um, yeah. in the overall standards, in my, in my opinion, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Are we seeing PSG getting anything out of this one? Um, I'd like to say yes, just to keep it interesting. But my head saying no. Um, yeah. You know, we we know we we just know how good Spartans are, um, and you know, ninety nine percent of the time that they, they, they they win games, um, whether that be league, cup, or you know, you know, that's that's a county cups as well. Um, they're just they're just that good at the moment. I think they're a level above anything the Croydon League has to offer. Um. I do think I do think PSG will make a game of it. Um, we know they've got goals in them, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go with that. Uh, I'm going to say four, four, four two to Spartans. Four two Spartans. Uh, Russell going with a three one to Spartans. Um, I think it's going to be two nil to Spartans. I think it will be a comprehensive um, mm-hmm. textbook win for them. Having seen PSG, I know they're a good side. Um, <clears throat> the game I saw them, they weren't tested. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen Spartans play and they play lovely football. Um, I have to say, I can see them yep. taking this game to nil. Good luck to both teams, though. Uh, top sides in the in the quarter municipal. Uh, Southside Blues against Sandersted JFC. Now, I gave you a little insight into the game before, even with the nine men that they played the game with. Southside Blues were great for the first 20 minutes of that fixture against JFC, yep. the reverse fixture earlier in the season. Um, had they had 11 men, who knows what the score would have been that day. Um, yeah. That said, Sanders did two losses on the bounce in cup competitions back at the domestic league games this week. I think they'll be absolutely fired up and they'll be looking to win this. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think Sanders did will win. Um, they're going to be fired up. Um, I'm, but I think it's going to be 3-2 to Sanders did. 3-2. Um Russell backing his boys 
two nil this week against Southside Blues. What do you think, Rog? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I think the fact that Sanders sort of created chances and not scored the last two weeks. It's going to click, isn't got, it? Uh, pardon? It's going to click at some point. These chances are going <laughs> to be converted, <laughs> surely. Um, I think, but I've got, I've got a funny feeling that I reckon that might happen again, you know. I've got funny, you know. Yeah, I've got to go. I'm going to have to go Southside Blues because I've got, I need to, I need to try and, I've got to get some points from somewhere. So I'll have to go with Southside Blues win. I'm going to start 2-1 Southside Blues. Is this just winding Russell up with that? Do you think, or is this is is that your true faults? Would you what you what's a bit of angle? both? I, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've got a feeling that Southside Blues it's after they, you know, I'm, I know they're only playing Huxley, um, that, you know, who have not been good this season, um, and you know, I, I think that may have sort of, you know, you almost like kickstarted their season again after after they went through like a mid season lull, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that they, they they've managed to get the players all, all together and get a squad a, a squad out again. Yeah, I reckon they'll they'll, they'll be fired up for this one and uh, snatch a win. All the best to both teams, but I'm 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 a little bit biased <laughs> when it comes to the predictions with Sanderstead because they're a good a good bunch yeah. of fellas. Um, Santola against Surrey Park Rangers is the last game um, of the predictions. Um, Russell going for a three-all draw. I can see it being high scoring, so I can see mm-hmm. where he's coming from on this one. Um, sorry, Park Rangers, though, as, as we said earlier, in uh, in Bennett, they've got a, a striker scoring a huge amount of goals. Yep. Um, I'm going to go 4-1 to Surrey Park Rangers on this one. Um, 4-1. What do, think, what do you think, Roger? Um, yeah, I, I think there's going to be goals. Goals are plenty. Um, I don't think Surrey Park Rangers have been as good as they were at the start of the season of late. Um, I think Santola are going to make a game of it. It's another one where I'm going with my heart on my head. I'm going to say, I think Santola might nick this one. Okay. I think 5-4 Santola. 5-4 to Santola. Wild (laughs) predictions. (laughs) Wild predictions. Um, Good luck with your game this weekend against um, Woodside. It's a big game after an 8-2 um, shellacking this weekend yep. is obviously not going to happen again. We don't, we don't think we're, there must be a reaction from Woodside this yeah, weekend definitely. in your fix. So obviously, we hope you win. Um, but I wish you all the best. Thanks um, so much. And I'll speak to you next week. Yeah, cheers, Andrew. All the best. Back with Gibbs and the West for fixtures for Sunday, the 23rd of. January and we'll be going through all the predictions um we should note that this section of the podcast is going to change as of next week Gibbs you're a right spoiler today ain't you you're giving out spoilers left right and center spoiling it but we're just going to concentrate on the games of the week um and your individual games we're going to try this with with all the leagues from next week all the Dons and BT's listeners know the score at half time now and the full time score they know (laughs) who's missed the penalty now tonight you've ruined the show for next week that's all right spoiler Tune in next week, though. We are going to have a revamp show. Yeah, we're going to just revamp it slightly. This this part of the show, I think all the teams that listen in know their fixtures. Um, you don't need to hear us rattle through all the games. You can easily look it up yourself. But we're just going to do a bit of analysis on five or six games, including your own game. Yeah, a bit more <clears> stats, a <throat> bit more interaction stats, with the interaction, listeners. Give you all the names and the players and stuff to look out for. 
Um, Might be adding a new section, Wooden Spoon Team of the Week. Yeah, we'll give it all that. We're going to have a bit more preparation during the week. We feel like just a little revamp would help. So hopefully you enjoy it from next week. This week, <clears throat> we'll go through the fixtures. Last week of this, Gibbs. 30 second shout out to Old School Garage as well. Old tight. <laughs> uh, Bayswater play Bournemouth Sports A in the Prem uh, next week. What big, a game. What a game. Big game for Bournemouth Sports A. If they can get a win there, that puts them well. I, I think puts, it's a big game for both. Because it's a big game for both. Bays have already had a, a draw, um, whereas UTR are four for four. So Bays won't want to fall any more points behind UTR and uh, Baldwin are three for three. So there's a lot riding on this game to stay on the coattails. I don't think a draw for either is, is going to suit. So um, I think that they'll both be going for the win. A win for Bayswater puts Baldwin Sports A probably out of the run. Uh, and a win for Baldwin Sports A puts them back in it. So an interesting game. As you say, a draw only helps under the radar. That'll be a fantastic game. Uh, get down there and see it if you can. Uh, under the radar, play Baltarks. Can they tart the ting this week? Can they tart the ting? They took them. For, they took them to extra time and penalties um, last yeah. year. I mean, a draw would be a great result and um, stop that um, that UTR train of uh, three points and um, running away with the league again. So, you'd like to think that maybe a good ball tarts win there could um, be, be good for the league. Will be good for the for the title chase certainly. Um, they'll need to be a bit more uh, cutthroat than they were yesterday against Junior Red Sports. The, the tarts, that's for sure, uh, and under the radar, obviously. Had a touch of luck yesterday with um, their game against um, Barnhurst, which is never a, an easy game anyway. Let's hope the league appoint them some linos on this game. Because if you go 1-0 up, Baltarts, it'll get ruled offside. <laughs> uh, Blackfin and Erif play um, Newcross Rovers. Good luck to both teams. Top top blokes, both teams. Burridge Blues welcome Granite to Meridian. Tough one. Great game, that. What did you say? Tough one. <laughs> Tough one? Granite. Oh, funny. They, I mean... <laughs> Uh, I got lost in your quiff, didn't it? Uh, the best game in the senior next week is Metrogas Northern Eagles, the top two teams in the division. Um, that will be a great game. Metrogas absolutely hit the ground running since Christmas. Uh, Northern Eagles, stern opposition, much better than they have been. This is their best season, the Northern Eagles. It has to be said, uh, this is their stiffest opposition so far this season. At Metrogas, hopefully the weather is kind to us. And, it's uh, meant to be pretty good this week, weather. That'll be a great spectacle. We should get a lot of football. Fantastic game. Good luck to both teams. Uh, in Div 1, Footscray Lions play Metro Massive. Red Velvet play the Bandits. Uh, the Bandits on the back of that loss this week won't won't be relishing the, opp the opportunity to play Red Velvet, but at least they are in familiar surroundings down at Eltham Town. Uh, Sunday, uh, South East Athletic Sundays play Eltham Rovers. Eltham Rovers looking to kickstart their season. Uh, in Div 2, AFC Kingfisher play Junior Reds Athletic. Uh, Eltham Lions play Advent Mighty Royals. That could be a massacre, Gibbs. Yeah, it could be, to be fair. <laughs> could be, but you never know. Woolwich 90 only lost 3-2 this week, so you don't know what um, if uh, Eltham Lions have got players out injured or unavailable at the minute, so you never know. But on um, looking at the fixture, you'd have to go one way. Uh, Born and Sports Westford play Woolwich Royals. Um, Shout out to the Woodridge Royals keeper who was badly injured um, in their game um, yesterday. Um, hopefully it doesn't curtail your season too much, boys. Woodridge Royals having a fantastic season um, without a goalkeeper, at least their regular goalkeeper. Um, hopefully it doesn't knock your season over. Um, Borden Sports, Westfer, um, bouncing back this week. 
after their loss to Bayswater. Uh, that'll be a good game. Uh, Junior Red Sports play Beacons in Div 4. Uh, FC Barker play Shooters Hill Spartans. That'll be a good game. Old Fortronians play Peckham Rye. Gibbs, Hall Place. Oof. What do you think? Mate, we're just hoping to stay in the game, get free, get a draw maybe, maybe nick it. Um, just fight relegation, mate. That's what we're doing. One minute at a time, one minute at a <clears> time. One game at a time. What's the squad looking like? Depleted, I'm, I suppose. Mate, at the minute, we've got two available. Put the text out today. We've got a few players away, a few players injured. Um, this is a true underdog story. I might have to kit up myself this week. Okay. Ricky, you Lam can. Ricky Lambert might be coming out of retirement. Do you know what I mean? Big Ricky. South London Athletic play South Average. They are South Average, it turns out. I can't really give them too much slack because if when I play them, if they bash me, I'm gonna I can't call them <laughs> South Average. So, <laughs> bash me. At at the minute, um yeah, it's not looking great. What was the score? I didn't get the results. I mean the fixtures, Jamie didn't print me one off. South London Athletic against South Ballers. Ooh. It's a good game. Though. I do fancy South London on that one, to be honest. But um it's a big game for South Ballers because they, they do need to start picking up points because they've had a few losses. Uh, South London, oh, I've done that one. SE 69ers play Bexley Wanderers. Bexley Wanderers, top of Division 5 currently. Yeah. Running away with it, they are. Absolutely running away with it. Taking on the mighty Peckham Ryan. They're not taking yeah. us on. They're running away with it. We were just keeping it warm for them. Uh, Div 6. <clears throat> the second best division. The best division. Lewisham Tamils play New Life. Uh, New Life on the back of a trouncing. Do you know what? This is the sort of game that you'd, you'd like to see because it's a very even game yeah. for, for both. Like, agree. They've both not had great seasons where they've picked up points or been able to maybe enjoy their football without being under the under pressure in a game. Yeah. But this game gives them both a chance to, you know, players go out there, express themselves. Um, and it could it, it could just be a good game. Agreed, hopefully. And I, I like I know what you're saying. It's a very equal game. No, no result either way is a shock or a surprise. So. No. Nice and open for both teams to go and enjoy themselves. Uh, Alperton Athletic play Highfield Rovers. No, no, I think that's been cancelled now, that game. It's, um, it's Peckham Wright A against Highfield. Peckham Wright A against Highfield. Friends of the podcast, both teams. Peckham Wright A are underdogs though in this one because Highfield are free for free against Steve. So he's not very got a good management um, record against Ronnie. So we're looking to put that right Sunday and the mighty Rye move on. <laughs> Our ladies, seniors, take on the Foresters. Uh, Fleet down Mac play uh, Greenwich Hot Shots. Come on the shots. Come on the Max. In the best division in Westfar. Boss third best division. The very best. Uh, North, uh, New Cross Rovers Reserves play the Peoples. Um, and Sid Cup against Las Cabras. Uh, mixed bag of games in Division 7. In Division 8, uh, Greenwich Battle Cruisers take on JJ United. Come on, JJ. Yeah, you know what? That's another that's another game you look at and you think, do you know what? Like, hopefully they'll both enjoy their football, get some chances, and um, just be able to just enjoy what Sunday Grassroots is about. Agreed. Uh, Greenwich Challenge Vets play Lesser FXI. Um, good luck to um, both teams. Springer United Blues take on Sporting Greenwich. The Blues ain't gonna let me down. The Blues are under the wing. Come yeah. on, the Blues. Yeah, but I think I think the Blues would quite like to see a Sporting Greenwich tattoo. On I don't think they you. would. I honestly do think that Spring Hill Blues are the best team in Spring Hill in the club. Drawn by Jamie on a bouncy castle, none, nonetheless. I don't know where these rules have been made up from. I heard it was a proper <laughs> tattooist. Um, where were we? Eltham Lions uh, youth play Royal Oak. That's like a good. That's looking like a good game now. That could be a good game now. Is that a league game as well? Yeah, Division Eight. <sighs> 
You see, this is what we mean when we said earlier that um, Royal Oak could have a say in the title race. I think Elton Lyons you for top at the minute. Yeah. And um, and them having to do that, you know, could be a. They're on a bit of form at the minute. Absolutely. In the Jewish Shield, uh, Abby Mead play Adidas Athletic. I haven't seen them for a while. Welcome back, boys. Uh, I think an upset there, you know. Do you? Yeah. You're back in Adidas. A Abby Mead haven't played um, just due to co COVID issues and stuff. This is their first game back. Um, I fancy Abby, uh, Adidas Athletic to pull off a pull off a, a master stroke here. Let's see. Chimera played Jam. Uh, big ask for Chimera to get anything from that game. Sticky game for them. Uh, Crayford Athletic played Bexy Hawks. That's a good game. I uh, saw Bexy, uh, Crayford Athletic, sorry, earlier in the season. Would you call that a derby? Um, Crayford Bexley? Not really. Not oh. con not considering Crayford play at Crocodile. All right, burst the bubble. I was just talking about name-wise. <laughs> uh, but it's a good game nonetheless. Um, Bexy Hawks often bounce back from losses um, with good wins. Uh, Crayford Athletic with a credible point. Uh, at, at Red Velvet this weekend after crashing out of their County Cup. Um, that'll be a real good game. Forza take on Alpiton Eagles. Now that's a good game. That is, do you know what? When I read um, games of the week out, I actually did five and that was my actual fifth game of the week. Um, but obviously I went with the other four, but nonetheless, that that will be a very good game. That'll be an amazing game. Uh, Woolwich Common play Inter Belvedere. Uh, Woolwich Common season, not really... Um, going that great that could be a massacre uh, the um, Inter-Belvedere boys seem to have put in some extra training over Christmas unlike you, most teams you wouldn't want to play them Inter-Belvedere no one you, just no would, one you would wouldn't want to play, play them. them no one would want to play Inter-Belvedere at the moment fantastic side um, Chimera Reserves play South East Athletic Maroon in the Fred Jolly um, Bexley Knights against Phoenix Knights is the other game in the Fred Jolly ba uh, Knights Derby um, Bexley Heath against Barnhurst brings together two teams they'll bound to be fireworks that's at Hall Place Gibbs that might be oh is it Hall Place that might be near you you'll bump into all the boys there yeah can't wait for that one <laughs> no to be fair I like the Barnhurst lads yeah. we had a, a few words with the Bexley lads when we played them this year but um, I'd imagine Barnhurst to to have a lot more too much to them to be honest I think they'll blow them away Barnhurst one of their players will definitely text us if something goes wrong on, on next Sunday that's for sure <laughs> um, Be uh, Duchess of Kent play Crocken Hill Crocken Hill back to um, Westford duties after losing all the way down in Herne Bay this weekend Duchess of Kent um, that cup game it is it's in the Burt Holloway hey Burt I fancy Crockenhill to turn him over so do I uh, and Fred Jolly um, Greenwich Elite against Elton Palace could be a tough day the Fred Jolly is the plate for the teams that go out of the Jura at the first round isn't it yeah I believe so yeah uh, but I think I went out in the second round I think it's the first two rounds you drop into that because I'm okay. in the Fred Jolly as well okay um, that's a big ask for Elton Palace um, down there I think they're in Division 8 something like that um, against Greenwich Elite um, but Greenwich Elite haven't come out the blocks quickly after Christmas um, but we expect Greenwich Elite to go through in that one um, Kingsford play AFC Shine that's a decent game in the Fred Jolly. Yeah, they ain't played recently, have they, Shine? No. They were doing well just before that's Christmas. That's a good game. Uh, two good teams. Um, that'll be fireworks. Uh, senior, uh, Petswood Senior Vultures play Hartford. Um, Petswood Senior Vultures having a decent season, I think. And Hartford on the back of that big win against the Bandits. That's looking interesting. Yeah, you wouldn't want to play Hartford either, to be fair. They no. sound like they've got a lot in their locker. Um, no. you know, they, they're going to blow them away, I think. I think so. Uh, Turk Ojak play Avery Hill. That could be a good game uh, in the Westford Shield. Um, Villacall take on Intercross in the Westford Shield also. 
I think I, I like the intercross lads, but I can only see that game one way. Villa Court's way. They're on fire this season. Uh, Falconwood reserves play Catholic Club. Um, that's an afternoon kickoff in the Burt Holloway Trophy. Um, Ravensbourne play Woolwich 90. Come on, a bone! Can we see, with Woolwich 90 season so far, can we see some light for the Ravensbourne lads in Where's this one? Where's that, lads? Where's that game, sorry? Uh, Meridian. The Theatre of Screams, sorry. Uh, is it beach football? Pitch free, it says. Oh, okay. What's pitch free? Is that the 3G? Mud wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that's the German mud wrestling on pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to uh, Ravensbourne. You deserve a win, boys, it must be said, but so do Woolwich 90. So, it's pitch, um, and, pitch and putt on pitch too, with yeah. the amount of uh, divots in there. It is, you're right. Um, Bosco play Bexley Village Vets in the last game in the Fred Jolly. That's all the fixtures. So now for the predictions for this coming week. As usual, our guest predictor, Mark Dolby, who leads us both now, Gibbs, it has to be said. Only by a point now, only by a point. In the um, predictions. There's like you're... two points in it between the three of us. Yeah, I'm second and you're bottom, aren't you? I'm, I wouldn't say bottom, mate, out of three. I'm a point off you. You're bottom, Mr. Fucking West for his bottom. Listen, I can't help that I, I go with my art, mate. I wear it on my sleeve. I'm back in the teams here, you know what I mean? They're letting me down. <laughs> Um, the predictions then for Westford the first game of the week is Bayswater taking on Borden Sports A as I said um, both teams it's must win really for both teams Bayswater want to get Borden Sports A out of the title race Borden Sports A with a win can put themselves amongst it in the title race Um, Mark going for a Desmond really I think that's basically saying I know my team's going to lose, but I don't, I'm going to back them for a draw. <laughs> I'm going to back. I think I'm going to back Bayswater on the back of what we've seen. I think seen. this is like a this is a point for us each year to gain him. It's just right. about getting the right result. I'm going to go for a three-one to Bayswater. Sorry, Billy, and sorry to the Board and Sports A boys, um, but I think Bayswater might have a bit too much on Sunday. They'll be they'll they'll know that this is a game they need to win. They'll be fully stacked with with all their players on Sunday. Um, right, yeah, three-one. I'm going to go 4 0 Bayswater. 4 0? Really? Oh, Billy's going to be on to us now. I'm not going to send him my usual link to, to the. To be podcast. fair, he did predict 5 1 when I played Bayswater <laughs> the other week, so I've got a free pass. Oh, Barnas, wasn't it? Yeah. Predict, yeah. Uh, un- uh, under the radar, taking on Baltarks is the next game. Um, Prem heavy this week on the uh, game to the week, Gibbs, I must say. Um, Mark has backed under the radar to win 3 1. Um, I have to say on the I didn't I don't think I saw Baltarks in full flow yesterday. They didn't have to be at times. Um, I was impressed with the the, the, with the way they played, um, but that may play into under the radar's hands. I think if they play they try and out football um, under the radar. It might not be the best tactic. Um, I'm going to go for under the radar to win this one. Th- three three nil. 3 0, you're cold as ice, sweet dog. You said they was good yesterday. <laughs> they were good. They All were, right. but against the lower place team, if they, if, as I say, if they play the same way they played yesterday, then they won't be under the radar. So I'm going to, the only way I've seen them play is yet yesterday. Um, right. Under radar to win 3 0. Uh, okay. I don't, I've never seen Bulltarks play, to be honest, but I'm going to back them. Um, You'll to, uh, start doing some fucking research for the show, mate. It's not research, mate. It's called going out and watching the teams. I'm, I'm fortunately, I don't get to ref teams. I, I manage a side. Um, I'm gonna say two-two. 
Desmond for Gibbs in that one. Uh, Metrogas, Northern Eagles, top of the table clash in the senior division of Westfar. Um, this is a great game. Uh, this is going to be blood, guts and all that stuff hanging out. And It will be a, probably a physical game. Um, Woolwich, I mean, uh, Northern Eagles have that about them that they can mix it up. Uh, the theme tune when they walk out the change rooms to this one is going to be let the bodies hit the floor like they used to do in, <laughs> in UFC. That is going to be um, a mad game. Whoever's refereeing that, that's going to be such a brilliant game. What do you reckon, Gibbs? Go on. Do you know what? I'm going to go right out there and I, I do feel bad to say it because I like the Northern Eagles lads, but I, I'm going to say 4-1 to Metrogas. 4-1 Metrogas for Gibbs. Uh, uh, Mark has gone 4-2 to Metrogas. Um, I just think Metrogas are a proper level above in the senior at the moment. I can see it being a bit wider. 4-1, you said, yeah. I'm going to go 5-1 to Metrogas. Um, I think that everything about them at the moment is saying promotion. Um, they're in full flow. They're obviously a close team. Um, it looks really good for them. Um, but Northern Eagles, whatever happens to them for the rest of the season, now they have had a really good year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so oh, 100%. I'll give them respect. Um, Springle United... Blues take on AFC Sporting Greenwich. Come on, the Blues! <laughs> Gibbs, you this is, I tell you what, this is all the way a Blues cruise. <laughs> blues cruise. Um, Gibbs. Um, I'm saying 5-2, Blues. 5-2 to the Blues. Yeah. Mark slipped up here. What, has he gone Greenwich? He's gone 3-1 Greenwich. Oh. He's let us in. He's letting us back he, in. He is, he is. You know what he's like? He's such a nice bloke. He's probably seen that he's winning and thought, oh, I'm going to throw a couple of I don't. I think it's Greenwich rent the pitches off him and he don't want to upset them. <laughs> 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 don't want um, to lose the payment. What did you say? 5-2. Uh, 5-2, Spring, Spring Hill Blues. Blues. I'm back in the Blues as well. Um, I'm going to... 5-2, you say. 3-1 Blues. 3-1. I think yeah. there'll be more goals in it than that. I think it's closer than you think. Um, it'll be closer than you think. Greenwich are no mugs these days. They don't really get rolled over that much. Um, but the Blues are a top side. 3-1. I'm, I'm playing percentages there and just going to catch one back up with Mark, I think. Um, thank you, Gibbs. Um, where's your game? Did we see your game this week? Is yes, it- we are at Hall Place against Old Fortronians. Oh, yeah. League game. Div 5, best division. Only place to be. Do you know, Mark? Have you played them yet this season? Live, large and in charge. No, I haven't played them. <laughs> Would you reckon? I haven't played them. Uh, Wins, W's. 1-0 Peckham Rye. 1-0 Peckham Rye. Gibbs, all the best of your game next week. Hashtag underdog story. Hashtag have a good day. And we'll see you next week. Hashtag night. So last but not least, it's the OBD SFL section of fixtures for next week. Our guest predictor, as usual, Lagging behind us, Jamie. Shocking. Purple thought. He's 20 points behind. He's too busy thinking about all these cups. He's got to train one. <laughs> uh, John White, <clears throat> he said he's given up, but then I convinced him to stay. And he has. Also, oh, he actually threw in the towel. He, he, I mean, he makes us both look good in the uh, predictions, saying? doesn't he? Uh, fair enough. He's had another go anyway. Uh, so the fixtures in the senior, Blendon take on AFC uh, Kamazi, Strikers. Um, that'd be a good game. Two teams really looking to start their season now. Um, AFC Kamazi, one of those teams, sadly, who would have suffered from the cup suspensions, have just got a, a relegation battle to fight now. Yeah, I never thought about that actually. So they need to get some points on the board, otherwise they're going down. Yep. Um, Kenningwell take on AFC, uh, take on FC Bickley. Um, that's a replay of a game 
just played just before Christmas um, where uh, Bickley chances taken would have meant they probably would have won the game. Uh, Kennywell clinical on the day. They'll be looking to um, be a bit better than they were this week, it must be said, against um, Farnborough. Uh, good luck both teams in the Prem. Elmstead take on um, Beckenham Rovers. That should be a good one. Uh, Farnborough Old Boys Reserves take on Groundhoppers. Um, that's a uh, Farnborough beat them in the reverse fixture early in the season. A great game. Um, hopefully the same again. Uh, LSE Giants take on South London Panthers. Uh, two teams looking to put some momentum together after a bit of a stop start to their seasons. Uh, in Division 1, Club Langley take on Bexley United. FC Kawuya play Sydenham Sports. Uh, Jamie, Sydenham Sports. What's the what's the sort of report on their season so far? They've, they've been they've been all right, haven't they? They've been all right. Stop start. I think it's probably fair in terms of form and fixtures. They seem to have a game every other week. Yeah. Um, so hard for them to get any sort of form going, but. Having gone up last season as, as champions, uh, they, they maybe would have hoped to do a bit better. Obviously, West Wickham are, are top of that league at the minute. Yeah, um, but I mean they're comfortable. I'd say. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna be getting relegated. They're just maybe we expected them to to do the same as they did last season. I don't think the difference between Division One and Two is that big, really. Mm. Um, uh, uh, Lucian Islamic Centre play West Wickham. Uh, Lucian Islamic Centre shipping goals at the moment West Wickham probably not the best team for them to play against at the moment uh, big game in the first division Lesser Albion meet um, Hatch and Royals clash of um, styles in that one uh, the graft and the and the guile of Lesser Albion meeting the pace uh, and um, passing play of um, a really good Hatch and Royals that would be a brilliant game if you can get down there at the pavilion um, and Royal Southwark play ex-Blues Craven we haven't seen them for a while um, welcome back boys um, Royal Southwark looking to knock these uh, league games out they've got a lot of games to play uh, in Div 2 the best division in in the Orpington uh, uh, is it? <laughs> uh, it will be on Sunday uh, Chislers take on DC Football um, that's my game on Sunday uh, looking forward to two teams I haven't done for a while um, certainly haven't seen Chislers for a while um, DC Football I did them re- at the beginning of last season against West Wickham uh, so looking forward to that one um, have a good game boys uh, Hayden Youth play Manorwood LSU Lions play Broccoli. A new Beckham Westrum, Jamie, the standout game in Div 2. And they're all going to be draws. Maybe. All draws? Maybe. What a prediction. <clears throat> they're very tight games, all four of them. Um, obviously, I think the Western ones getting mentioned in a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a standout game in terms of teams at the top, but they're all very evenly matched games, I think. I agree. Um, Belmont Athletic play Ellis in the uh, first game of Division 3. Crayford Arrows play Italia Wastils and Old Langlians taking on Tudor Sports Rangers. Um, some good games there. Italia Wastils, Crayford Arrows catching the iron Div 3. That looks a good one to me. Uh, yeah, Wastils are a good one. They're, I think they're another team that probably were well, pinning their hopes on the Cups. So then chance for them to start putting some league form together, but it'll be a tough game. The last one in Div 3, Woosh taking on the Warren. Woosh. A big game. Uh, in Div 4, uh, Lesser Christchurch play uh, Crayford Arrows Resies. Uh, <coughs> Broccoli Reserves play FC United of Bromley. Hawksbrook play AFC Wilgar. Oh, that's a good game. Um, Inter Milne taking on East Wickham Wanderers. SMCA play Phoenix Sports 4. Um, Hayes and Pickhurst, Jamie, in Div 5, taking on Benhurst. That's a big game. 
Huge, huge. Benner's still got promotion aspirations. Hazen Pickhurst obviously won the big one yesterday. Um, so, yeah, it's another top of the table clash down in Div 5. Yeah, brilliant. Good game. Uh, Kingsdale taking on the Colts. Come on, the Colts! Uh, Kingsdale, Jekyll and Hyde, um, losing 7-1 yesterday at home um, in the Kent Cup. Uh, Colts with a draw. Um, that would be a good game. Uh, Petswood Road Runners taking on Shortland Spitfires. Phoenix Sports 5 play Bexy Athletic. Um, Phoenix Sports 5 losing yesterday. That could be a bit of a massacre for Bexy Athletic. They did win in the league last week, um, but overall their, their league form has been poor. Uh, SE Ballers play FC Peak and SE Lions play Hayes Old Boys. South London Spartans after two weeks against FC Peak play Kelsey Park in the last of the league fixtures. Um, in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup, what a game. Um, the new school against the old school OBD SFL um, Classics. This is Essie Dons against Hatcham. Um, a game that maybe they're quite glad is in the in the in the county cup, they get to size each other up um, in a cut in a county cup um, before they lock horns in league and where they're both unbeaten. Jamie, this one in the Kent Premier Cup, as I said earlier, both teams' name is on it. They both won it in Don's a few a couple of years ago. Hatch them a little bit longer than that. This is great, isn't it? It is, and yeah, obviously with the, the transfer dealings in the summer. Um, as a little bit of extra space on top of the fact that they're both challenging for the senior title so I think you're right I think they're probably both glad it's a cup game to get a kind of feel of each other before the decisive league games come in a, a month or so um, but I think that should draw in a pretty good crowd as well that's a game worthy of a big crowd Hopefully the weather holds off we know the uh, the jungle um, holds on to water like a sponge so um, we really hope um, the weather is kind to us this week we get some games played Park Farm Rangers play Orpington uh, in the Sunday Junior Cup good luck to Orpington uh, London Seagulls welcome Ministry of Ball in the London Sunday Junior Cup um, Rocker have got a game in the Sunday in the Surrey Cup but no, no opposition at the moment and the wall are the same uh, both teams in County Cup action Jamie the predictions as spoken about it's tightening up at the top between you and I. You've closed the gap to four points. Yeah, you won 2 0 this week, though. So. John White, 20 odd points behind us. So it looks like it's me and you shooting it out this this, this season after a dominant display. Sunday, let's go. Last year, next game wins. Um, Kennywell versus Bickley. Um, if ever any of the old teams are playing each other, and I say old, the long standing teams, the Kennywells, the Hatchams, the Bickleys, they're always going to make our games of the week. Yes, and um, this yeah, is no it's different. A, it's, a, it's an old romantic tie in that one, isn't it? It is. Uh, I'll probably go and watch it actually. It's done the road to me, so we don't have a game. Um, so I will be there, try to cheer on my chosen result. Um, <laughs> Seven six. Yeah, if there's a streaker, it's me. Um, what do you think? Well, the, the previous meeting, Bickley missed a host of chances and it cost them, and I think this, it was the same story at the weekend in their game. Yep. Um, so they're obviously in good form going forward creating chances you got to start taking them though um, Kenningwell they're Kenningwell aren't they they've always going to have always going to have ability they're always going to have dangerous players um, oh, I don't want to be boring 
No one wants I to back against either of these teams on this podcast. That's the problem. It's not. I just think it's going to be a draw. But well, oh, do you? Mm. Getting well, Luke Joy, nil nil with Farnborough this weekend. That's what I mean, and bigly a loss in the cup. One oh. One oh to Jamie. Absolutely shat it. <laughs> um, John has backed Kenningwell to win 2-1 um, <clears throat> I'm going to roll the dice and go for a Bickley win you, um, I'm going to go 2-1 to Bickley just to keep it interesting um, but yeah I mean having, I watched both of these two play each other and I think had Bickley had a, a, a striker um, able to take their chances or someone able to put some chances away it would have been a different game so um, but Kenningwell was worked incisive going forward they were great um, so yeah but I still I'm going to back Bickley, Bickley on this one a wounded animal after their cup exit this weekend let's see um, Kawuya taking on Sydenham Sports um, new boys Kawuya <clears throat> really sort of settling into their, their time in the OBD SFL not setting the world alight it has to be said um, but don't seem to be out of their depth Jamie um, John back in Sydenham to win 4-2 um, I don't think it's going to be that big. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Sydenham win. Um, what do you think, Jamie? Um, yeah, I think both teams not got a regular run of games for whatever reason. So yeah. um, I don't think either will be in free-flowing form. Oh, my days. <laughs> I think, well, that's one way you could sum up the result. But um, I think I think Sydenham will win. I'm going to go for a 3-1 Sydenham win. 3-1, Sydney win, predicted by... Hurry up, my fresh air in here. Uh, New Beckenham take on Westrum. Uh, free scoring, New Beckenham uh, will come up against a rugged um, and strong Westrum team uh, this weekend. Um, do we expect to see fireworks in this one, Jamie? Yeah, I think I'll, I'll taste again that. Yep. Um, it, was, it was quite a good battle yesterday. Some meaty tackles going in. Um, all in good spirit. Well, apart from one of them, but... Um, I think New Beckenham with the the goals that they bring, I think should be enough. Um Westerham, good decent side. Definitely not out of place in division two, um, worthy of their place near the, the top half. So I think I think New Beckenham will win four two. Four two to New Beckenham. Uh John going with a two all draw. Um I'm back in New Beckenham to win. What did you say? Four two. Four two. I'm gonna go 3-1 to New Beckenham um, on Sunday. But it'll be a good game, that one. Uh, probably, apart from the Kenningwell-Bickley one, my favourite game of the day. Kenningwell-Bickley would always be my favourite game. Hayes and Pickhurst taking on Benhurst. Um, Hayes and Pickhurst beating Phoenix Sports 5, putting themselves completely in the driving seat in Division 5, certainly in the title run. Uh, promotion is is looking bang on for them so now they're looking for trophies uh benhurst slipped this week they've had a brilliant year have gone from the the whipping boys to promotion um hunters in a couple of seasons is a great turnaround for the boys and testament to the hard work that they've been putting in um but jamie is this a, a step too far again for benhurst um i fear it is yeah um I, I wish them all the best um and the will in the world but i don't think they're going to win on Sunday I think, think they can be delighted with their season so far and like you said the way they've turned it around for, for last year um, 
and whatever happens, they'll, they'll probably be pleased come the end of the season. But I think Hayes and Pickers look too strong. Yep. Um, especially buoyed by that win yesterday. So I'm going to go for a 3 0 win for Hayes and Pickers. 3 0 Hayes and Pickers. Uh, John with a 2 0 Hayes and Pickers prediction. I'm going to go 4 0 Hayes and Pickers. Fucking hell. Um, That's Ben Us not tuning in next week. Mm. <laughs> sake, um, but yeah, Hayes and to turn over uh, Phoenix Sports um, the way they did. Um, they've got something about them to keep a clean sheet because Phoenix tend to score quite a lot of goals yeah um, so I think Ben Asmick struggled to beat them down that's what I think um, but they've they've got goals as well so yeah Hazen Pickers big win for me Jamie no game for you boys this week no game no so we've got a break and then we've got um, away games against Phoenix and Orpington and then home to New Beckham to come so a week <laughs> off to try and sign a whole new squad and <laughs> <laughs> no um I don't know I really don't know if I can be asked getting my 11 for a friendly on Sunday so we'll give people a week to recover um, and we'll train Wednesday and then the following week so hopefully by the time we play again on the, the 30th we're raring to go good luck mate with all of the stuff that's going on at Greenwich Mariners you deserve a bit of luck if it's not gone your way so far this season but I'm sure it will turn star around star players back now Jamie Back in the back in the fold. Oh, I should have done it yesterday. Should have scored with a free kick, but you know, delighted to put in the cross. It led to the goal, but we go. lost. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> All the best, mate. And I'll see you next week. Cheers. So that's it. The end of another show. Uh, episode twenty, the Sunday League show done. Uh, thank you to. Graham, Roger, Gibbs and Jamie for their help tonight. Thank you to our usual predictors, Hugo, Ryan, Russell, um, John and Mark for your help uh, as well, guys. Always greatly appreciated. Our weekly um, predictions is back. Our charity uh, for that is St. Christopher's Hospice. If you want to enter it, it's £2 a week. We said we predict all the games from... Uh, the 16 that we do on the show. If you want to take part, um, DM me at Podcast Silk and ask, uh, and I'll send you, uh, send me your, e- your email address and I'll send you the sheet. Um, it'd be great to have everyone involved, more people involved. The more people involved, the more money that we donate to St. Christopher's at the end of the season. Uh, each week, 80% of the pot um, will go to the, each week, 80% of the pot will go to the winner. 20% gets saved and donated to um, St. Christopher's at the end of the season. So it's going to be, it'll be good. The more people involved, obviously that 80 and 20% each week goes up and um, that's back next week. So um, if you're already involved, keep an eye out on your inboxes tomorrow. I'll be sending out the, the sheet. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, uh, Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Borden Sports, um, Sports King TV, Skipper Sportswear, uh, football, uh, Grassroots Football, GRF, and awards fc all our graphics um for charity and the podcast are done for done by at njpgd nick pitt uh founder uh part uh, co-founder of the silk 11 with me uh nick does all of our graphics thank you nick um our charity sponsors are njpgd uh, uh black eagle athlete um uh, um arithmetic accountants um Board and Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, uh, Player Packs, RYG Sports Filming. Um, got a good bunch around us um, with the charity. We've got a game coming up on the 16th of March. 
um, all the details to be shared not too soon. Uh, not too far away, sorry, should I say. Uh, our guest tonight was Oscar from uh, Jam, a guy who's been on before and someone that it's always nice to see um, and bump into and have a chat with someone that loves his football. He's a, a thoroughly nice chap um, and it's always good to speak to him. As I said earlier in the show, we're going to change the format a little bit um, from next week onwards. Um, I'll consult um, the guys and see if everyone's happy with this. But the thought process was that that fixtures section has just become a bit dry, to be fair. Um, so we're looking to change that. And the games of the week that we pick, and we're just going to pull out some stats and have a chat and have have an opinion uh, on those particular games. Um, sorry if that upsets anyone that, that we're not mentioning everyone. We'll try and mix the games of the week up through the divisions and through the teams um, so we get to do a bit on each team. We just think um, we could do a bit better with that fixture section. The results section is the results section. It is what it is. Um, but the fixtures themselves... We just don't feel like we need to rattle through all the fixtures. It's quite easy to do that um, yourselves through full time. But we can hopefully put some personality and put some uh, stats to these games that we're picking for games of the week. Um, I look forward to my games this weekend um, at Chislurst against DC Football. All the best, guys. Hopefully the weather's um, kind to us. Um, and I'll see you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.